From Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's show time. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. It is the Pulp and Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing coming at you. It's Monday, July 18th, 6 o'clock Pacific time. Got a fantastic show. We are ready. We are stoked. Have a good show, everybody. It's like at the end of Beverly Hill, uh, end of uh, Hill Street Blues when the captain says, I forget what they said. Hey, everybody, have a good day out there. Something like that. That's what we're doing. I'm already rattled. It's Tony Alessi's on tonight. I'm rattled. Can't focus. What the hell happened? I don't know, Tony. I don't know what happened, but you're on. You're out of your mind, dude. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Besides Tony Alessi, Kenny Roxon will be on. He just kicked the shit out of everybody in the 450 class at Millville, and he will be on. Dean Wilson, 11-11 in his comeback. First race since Anaheim 2. Happy to have Dean Wilson on the, on the Red Bull KTM team. And uh, David Pingry will be on to talk about his 125 Dream Race. So we get in Marshugal and uh, talk a little bit about the new bikes. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com are all of our codes. All the ways that you jerkies can save money is right there. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. We got an app out. Don't buy it because a new app is coming out soon. Our own Travis Marks will have it. Amazon, if you're going to buy something off Amazon, personal massager, some lube, anything like that, go to Amazon.com through the Publimex Show banner and uh, Publimex Show Amazon banner. Make your purchase. We get a small slice of that. We can keep this show going. No, we do not see who buys what. We just see what is purchased. So you can make all your uh, all your purchases in private. Uh, thanks for listening again. Looking forward to having a great show. Patreon, go to Patreon.com. There's some special stuff we're doing for people over there that want to help out and chime in and uh, chip in, I should say, and help out and keep the show going, keep the server costs down as much as we can, uh, help pay our co-hosts, help pay our co-hosts' flights, things like that. You can go to Patreon.com, Pulpamex on that. And uh, BTOsports.com, 
Call in, mention Pulp MX Show, get a discount from BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Two Under, all on board with us tonight. We have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. we got the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. we got the Race Tech Suspension emails. We have the... Uh, NFAB JGR check-in with Johnny Olner, Oler, suspension guru over there. And uh, the NFAB question of the day as well. Thanks to the folks at NFAB. we got your emails. we got your voicemails coming up. we got a lot of stuff coming up, folks, and we appreciate it. And uh, we're going to give some stuff away, some Roost graphics and uh, some Roost uh, MX.net T-shirts. Uh, we're going to give that away. We're going to give away a Carbon F2 helmet from Fly Racing with MIPS. Roxon Wilson, Pengry, and Alessi all on the show tonight. First up, my co-host, he's from Dirt Rider Magazine, uh, DirtRider.com, Kiefer Inc. Testing. He's, uh, he's back. He's our regular co-host, the Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? Hey, Steve. Hey, Pulp fans. Devastating news today Oh, from you. Yeah. You are not going to do the 125 Dream Race in Washougal this weekend. You were supposed to. Uh, trying to get a bike and couldn't really work it out. And plus, I have a lot of other duties. I'm, I'm going to Washougal. Um, I got to go to Fox Intro. Got to do other things. So... Without lining up a bike and doing other things, yeah, I'm not going to do it. But it sounds hella fun. It also sounds like you've been doing a hell of a lot of riding lately. A lot of that. A lot <laughs> too, of testing. Too much of that. Well, hey, look, in mid-July in the high desert, it's probably great. It's probably awesome. Oh, it's perfect conditions, yeah. Right? It's, yeah. it's, it's great. It's moist, so, wet, yeah. traction all over. Nice and cool. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, Dirt Rider, how's things at Magazine and, and uh, DirtRider.com? Dirt Rider's, Dirt Rider's busy. Everything's good. It's uh, tis the season for new bikes and new gear, and so lots of testing going on. And So you and Ping are going to talk some new bikes tonight? Of course. Uh, I hope. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. at the bottom Drop of that. some knowledge on some people. Hopefully. Yeah, I think that'll be good. I think. Yeah, you like that? She's not here. Heather's not here. Yeah, so, it's a sad drive up here. My buddy Greg held it down, though. So. Yeah, it's good to have Gary in. Yeah. It's great to have Gary in. <laughs> uh, Greg's in studio with, with Kiefer. Uh, Kiefer, at some point, you've got to put your feet up. I want to put my feet up on his, on right, his like lap. I do with Heather. Yeah, yes, exactly. And maybe I'll yeah. draw a little heart on his toes, too, <laughs> right, like I do with Heather. Right, exactly. <laughs> Creepy Kiefer. Uh, so looking forward to having that, uh, uh, talk a little bit more about that. And um, bummer you're not doing 125 Dream Race, but have you raced Washougal before? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. fun track. It's fun. It's fun track. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the uphill. Yeah. That people, roost hurts. Yeah. People don't understand. You're, you're, tuck, you're, you're ducking and tucking yeah. up that hill. But I'm going to Mountain View on Sunday, so that's fun. That's a good track to ride. That's for the Fox intro. Yes. And the fly intro is Friday night. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to that. I'm okay. going to sneak out away from Fox Friday. I'm going to break the chains. <laughs> Gear companies in their intros, bro. So definitely going to go to fly. They they supported Dirt Rider for many years, just as Fox does. But I love Dale, love JT, so I'm going to show up. Don't bro me. Okay, so um, Tony Alessi's on the show tonight, and yeah, you made it happen. Yes, I did. There, there's no conditions to this interview. I'm allowed to speak according to according to what we've talked about. Everything's on the everything's good. Have he, he loves the show. He's a fan of the show, actually. I mean, but we have these drops that sort of mock him, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I know, Tony. He can take a joke, too. He's, okay. he's not as stiff as you think he is. Well, he hasn't been on since, I right. believe, the Laser Gate. And we're right around. And it's an anniversary's <laughs> coming up, so. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Um, 
So, anyways, uh, yeah, so looking forward to having uh, Tony on. We'll talk about Mike and uh, his new addition and Jeff. And There's a lot of stuff that we can Motocross cover. Motocross Amateur Team that's yep. kind of going on. So uh, there's lots to talk, uh, talk to uh, Tony about. Uh, taking the, your calls, producing the show, holding things down, uh, working busy, busy rearranging my desktop over there on my, my uh, computer that we give him for the show. The Travis Marks. What's up, Trav? It's looking a little better. You have done a good job of that, yeah. It's yeah. still quite the mess. It's okay, bro. Don't worry about it. Just don't delete nothing. It's all very, very yeah, important stuff. Jeez. Um, how's the app coming, bro? Uh, it's good. It's coming good. You're showing Kiefer some sneak previews. Yeah, he's getting a little... Some sneak previews. He earned it. What'd you think? <laughs> What'd you think, bro? I thought it was really cool. I thought it was cool how you can, like, the when you go to the live shows... I'm sorry, not the live show. When you go to the archives you can start and stop and they'll find where you're at yep. versus Man. the bullshit that's out right now <laughs> wow <laughs> sorry thanks. steve thanks bro <laughs> uh so travis will take your call 702-586-pulp 702-586-7857 anytime tonight uh millville has come and gone and for anybody look eli tomac wrote terrific at southwick we had him on the show last week uh he rode great he dominated um i don't know if he dominated roxon was on him that second moto but he did fall so for anybody who thought that Tomac maybe was getting some momentum, feeling good, looking good, uh, no, no. Um, Kenny was 1.9 seconds faster in practice, uh, and he never is faster, fast as in practice. First moto, Eli got out, and I honestly thought that it was going to – I thought Eli was going to get the win. He was about five or six seconds ahead, and I'm like, okay, Eli will get this. And then, you know, Roxon took, took a bit of time to get in the second. In two laps, that gap was gone, yep. and Roxon was gone. Right. And in the second moto, Roxon was about 10th. And I don't know what happened if he had a rocket on his back. I, I don't really know. He ripped through the pack. A couple guys I talked to that he passed said they, he almost knocked him off the bike with, his, with the wind going by. Um, and then it was over. He passed Marvin for the lead, and it, it was see you later. This was dominating, Kiefer. I watched it on TV, and I even... I was so blown away. I did a little Instagram post on my Instagram. Is when he passed Marvin in Moto Two, and I've been to Millville, and I know how steep that downhill is and how rough it gets. Yeah. He jumped into that corner before the finish line, and then uh, other, what other guys were doing were rolling that that drop off and then doing the roller in the inside and then hitting the finish line. He jumped off that some bitch and pinned it through that corner, which it looks so smooth, <laughs> like no yeah. no effort. Right. It was so fast. He gained. You know, ten bike lengths right there. So he, he went around the outside of like everyone. Yeah. In Moto Two, he went around the outside. Like yeah. everybody, that's how he made the passes. Yeah. And then the the whoops, the entrance speed going into the whoops yeah. where that chicane is. Yeah. Retarded. Well, I I watched the practice, the second practice from the whoops. Him and Eli had the same line, and they were able to double into the corner. Where no one else could, and that set them up, you know, for the rest of the set. Right. They were the only two guys doing it. They would come in hotter, so they would carry more speed. Right. They would get the first double down, and then they would hit the second one that shot them to the right, and then it was on from there. That's where I. But you're right. They both did the same thing entering. But if you watch Kenny, after the first double, Tomek was trying to like double his way through, and then kind of dot dot dot, you know, yeah. pound it. As soon as Roxon came into those rollers and doubled, he was like almost manually soaking, and his, his ass in was down on the dirt the right. whole time. So he, he pulled him so fast through there. Uh, he, was, he was light on his bike, too. He was really light on his bike. Just 
It's amazing how we always go back and see, oh, this guy's ripping at this time. This guy's ripping. There's no one that could go faster. Tomac last year, no one can go faster. <laughs> then you see Rocks, and you're like, holy shit balls. You know, it's just the certain times that you see yeah. these things. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. I think that was – I mean, Kenny's been great. He's won every moto, but three. That's been his most impressive ride of the year. And I think – I don't think it's a coincidence, Keith, that it came after Tomac went 1-1. No, it doesn't. He, I think he came in the – we'll ask him. Right. But I think he came into Millville and said, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Right. No, I know everybody's talking about Eli. And, uh, no, no, no. The thing is that, I, I, you know, he's running Air Forks, and he talked about that at Southwick. You know, what, how, many, how much change can you do? I mean, obviously, I know the obvious change is where they can decrease the pressure a little bit to start out with. But yeah, he said it doesn't all, make that much difference. Mm, yeah, no, he said all new um, setting in his fork. So, so all new what, yeah, springs? Yeah. No, no, no. But just, yeah, something like, you know, um, obviously. And, and Tomac didn't look like he had some fire. Like, he had fire at Southwick. He wanted to win very bad. And you could see it when he was riding. I didn't see that fire at Millville. I he saw it for a lap or two, yeah. and then it just kind of fizzled. He was bummed uh, after the end of press conference. Eli was, as he should be. Yeah, you know, uh, two three on the day for him. Marvin goes three. three. Great ride by Marvin. Yep, Marvin rode great. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was a great ride by by uh, Kenny Roxon. Just just something else. So. Um, We'll see what happens from here. Connard came back, 6'6". Six, six, good job for Trey Connard. Fly racing zone. Uh, he rode pretty steady. Uh, twisted his ankle late in the second moto. Um, nothing serious, but that's kind of why Barsha got by him. So he might have had a 6'5 day uh, going on. So good job by him. And uh, number seven came back. Yeah. The seven was back. I was, st- I was happy first moto. I was stuck. Like, 10, okay, whatever. He finished one. I was like, all right, get yeah. a 10-10, whatever. Yeah. Then Sakamoto blisters, I guess. Yeah, that's what his team told us. Yeah, mm, that's not good. Blisters. I mean, how the how the f do you get blisters? You ride. I know he's riding. Don't I, say you're not. He riding. He says he hasn't been riding. Bullshit. He said he hasn't been riding. You can have a baby and still go ride in the daytime. I had a baby. I know what's up. You, the chick knows when she's gonna have it. You had you had a seven chick. Are you where are you at? Four seven. You know the baby crowning. What's up? <laughs> you know what's coming out. Right. Um. I'll take the 10th if you're Stu and the team. And blisters. Come uh, on, man. You know blisters are gnarly. Yeah, but to finish a 30-minute motor, you can ride. Not if, with blisters, Kiefer. Bullshit. Not with blisters. Come on. If Here's the deal. You want to know a do-it-the-man way? Off-road guys. Super glue. No, hell oh. no. You pop that some bitch a little bit, cut it open just a little bit, squirt contact cleaner in that thing. It numbs the nerves. Done. You're good. Contact cleaner, obviously not good for you. Probably a little cancerous. Not going to say that. <laughs> So don't, I mean, just saying, but it, it burns like hell for 25 seconds and then immediately numbs your hand. You do not feel it. So if it starts to rip, you're fine. Raining yellow. Do you feel like Stu should have contact cleaner his hands? Hell no. We're taking the 10th and we're happy with it. You take a 10th one moto though. Mind. I agree. No, I mean, obviously I'm a little biased and, uh, Super, super happy with the with the tenth, obviously. Um, but shit, you know, I read. I don't know who did the interview, but he said there was some sketchy moments, and he almost went down a few times and then pulled off. So, yeah, he never, obviously, yeah, he never mentioned blisters in his uh, in his report on JS. I think it's on his website. Here's the thing: there's sketchy moments no matter what if you're healthy, dude. You, you got sketchy moments the whole race. Like, I love Stu. I want to see him out there, but damn. Let's you're, just finish. You're being too harsh on him, bro. No. I, Way too are. harsh. Way too harsh. Back off, Kiefer. Back off, Kiefer. Man. Break it down. Yep. Go hang out with Tony, man. Everybody love everybody! Just <laughs> stop it. Come on!
Shut up. No, I, uh, Semi-pro. <laughs> I had a puddle of piss on my couch. I didn't even realize it, but it rained yellow on me after that top ten. So that was yeah, see? bad for the couch. My wife was pissed, but hey. Randy well, yellow poured it. piss on himself. Why do you have piss on your couch? What, what do you have well, on the bottom? Well, I don't know. It's like some weird, it's a, you know, something. When Stu does well, I just seem to wet myself, and I, I'm okay with it. Wow. Wow. Great yeah. radio. Um. No, we'll take the 10th, and we'll move on to Washougal. And, and uh, you know, hey. He is coming to Washougal? I think so. Okay. That yeah. was my question. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Why not? I think Bichelli okay, so. will be back, I think. I hope so. I mean, I, I'm all for it. I want Stu to do I want Stu to win. I, lo- I really appreciate his talent, and I want him to win. I just don't understand the, the, the toughness factor here. I don't yeah, know. It's confusing. Yeah. It's confusing, for sure. I think, I mean, it's obviously... He's accomplished, and uh, he might have more. James is a complex more person. in that regard, where someone else might they might be like, I don't care, get the hell out there. I mean, maybe James is spoiled to some extent. I mean, but... I, was, I was talking to a team member that said in the first practice, Stu was the fastest guy from the beginning of the sand whoops to the entrance. I, to I the have exit. no doubt about it, and I guess he 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 doubled those two singles. I heard that he did that too. Doubled the two singles. After the, after the straightaway, after the start, you'd made that left, and there's that single, and then another single, that tabletop. Uh-huh. I guess he was jumping off of that single, landing on the tabletop, uh, uh-huh. that corner. Oh, I never heard would, that. Yeah. Would you say it's safe to say, obviously, for the guy not to go down and take a top ten, obviously it's not ideal to pull out the second moto, but for the situation that, for the scenario that he's been in, is a step in the right direction. But would you say it's safe to say maybe – whether he does just next year or two years, Supercross only. So he's looking at it like, hey, I got a top ten. It's gnarly. I'm just taking that, and that's positive. We're going we're gonna to roll with it. Here's the deal, dude. Go, re- go watch Vital's interview with him. Great interview, by the way. They did a great oh, they job. Did. I didn't know they did one. This is when they did the Suzuki thing in, in Brea, when they had the Suzuki event at the factory, right? Oh, not from this weekend. Not from this weekend. But they had a good uh-huh. ten-minute interview with him in the trailer. And he even says himself, okay, I just want to finish two motos. You have the opportunity to do that. Wow. Why the F aren't you doing it? Dick Kiefer tonight. Jeff? No, Woo. I'm just frustrated because I really like him, and got, I want him to do it, to got, shut everyone up. We got Dick Kiefer I, here. I think that's, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, want to see, I want to see the same thing. We all want it. I think that's the million-dollar question, right? Yeah. Just, I don't so, know. Just bums me out, hey, man. maybe. Maybe we'll see it in Washougal. This uh, I know it's like we said it's not. He still didn't finish second moto, but the guy got a top ten. Yeah, bro. It's, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know Kiefer had this side to him. I wouldn't have booked him. Well, I, mean, if, I didn't know he, got, he had this side to him. He's got Tony on the show as as his personal guest. I mean, it's it's, it's starting to make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh you know what? my you're gosh! Right. Whatever. Right. It's all it's all coming together. You're right. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, right. I, I'm kidding. I understand your passion for for James. You know, I grew up watching James. I appreciate it. I'm just from I'm, where he's at. We'll I'm puzzled. T- take the tenth and and leave it at that, Kiefer. Amen, Steve. Thanks, right. thanks, Randy Yellow. See you. All right, you guys. Take Later. Care. Appreciate it. Um, okay. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll go from here. Um, Cooper Webb. If you had told him he's going to leave Wash uh, Millville with not lose any points to Jeremy Martin or Alex, he would have took that. Yeah. So one two on the day for him. Two uh, one and. Uh, to, to, J-Mart? And he hasn't won a race? Did I hear that right? Who? J-Mart? This was his first overall. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. 
when someone said that, or they said it on the on the yeah. broadcast, I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. He's won three or four motos, but yeah, this was never this was an overall. overall. Yeah, that's amazing. So that was uh, that was good. Good job by them. And I don't know what Alex Martin. Uh, I don't know what he has to do. What is it, what does Alex Martin have to do to to, to win one of these things? Stay the Alex f up, right? Because uh, he has the speed to do it. Um, is it think you think it's he, mental? Uh, well, I don't know because Webb's so good right now. I mean, Webb was all there's no. Even if he hadn't crashed, there's no way that you could say for sure that Alex would have won that moto. Webb was all over. Uh, second moto, though, Webb got a bad start, and Alex was in first, and he hit neutral and tipped over at the end of the stand. Right. So. I think he wants it so bad, and, you know, a lot of these guys have been there before. They, he wants it so much that you end up making mistakes and putting too much pressure on yourself, you know, as a rider, especially when you know that you've won a moto and you've done some things. Mm-hmm. You want to put those things together and maybe just back it off a, a titch. And maybe uh, you'll come through. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, but, uh, nice job by all three guys. Yeah. And I got to tell you, watching the race, watching practice, watching the, the motos, the Yamaha 2DFs cleared the uphill triple easier than any other bike. Oh, really? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Alex, Alex told me after the race, that, ah, Adam Cincerillo did it in front of me pretty easy, too. I saw Adam case it way more times than... How many guys in the 250 field did it? Oh, all of them. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, three quarters of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But they were casing, right. you know. Uh, Yamaha guys, including Plessinger, who's, you know, probably 170, something like that, 180. He was doing it. Uh, the, those bikes were fast, man. No doubt. Oh, yeah. They definitely had an advantage going up the hill uh, so far. Let's get into Victor. You got a comment about Stu? Yeah, hey, Steve. Hey, Chris. What's hey. up? Hey, man. Um, just, I just want to say at this point, he's got to be racing for his number, right? Mm. You got to, you got to, no, no, dude, look, you need 25 points to keep your number. He didn't get enough last year. Uh, he's, he doesn't have enough right now. There is no chance in hell, in hell that Feld, the AMA, the FIM, MX Sports gives that number away if he doesn't get 25 points. As much as I think that that would be hilarious to, <laughs> for seven gear to lose number seven. They would not right. dare do it. There's too many ungray areas where they would just go, we're not taking Stu's number. He's one of the biggest guys in the sport, you know? So uh, okay. I, I don't see it. Um, you need 25 points? Is that? Yeah, 25 points. Stu's got 17 now. Yeah, he can get that. No yeah, problem. he'll get it. There's yeah. races left. So. All right, thanks, Victor. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, man. Uh, well, I should ask Victor where he stood on the um, – on the Stu thing, uh, whether he was with Dick Kiefer or not. Uh, KTMPartsExpress.com, <laughs> the number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. The warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out at KTMPartsExpress.com. 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. If you have a Husky or a KTM, uh, they got a huge, huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. Jason Anderson, one of my favorite riders. He should, uh, he should, he should get uh, KTMPartsExpress.com because he rides a KTM. That's just white. And uh, they got parts for him. So 35 years of experience. So we thank those guys. Appreciate it. Two jabs Put right there. Dick. That's just not one. That's two, right? Yeah. yeah you know. Because KTM and Husky just do not like that. I know they don't. I don't care. Don't build the same fucking bike if you don't like it. Right. It's the same bike. I know. Trust Minus, me, when I write about it in, the, in, yeah. in tests, they hate it. Yeah. I've heard they didn't like some of my comments early in the year when I was saying that. But I don't care. It is what it is. Anderson's on Dungey's bike. Mm-hmm. And it's working great for him. Now, if you want to change the cases and swing arms, I'll start giving you benefit of the doubt. But when you continue to roll out the same bike with different linkage ratios and a different airbox, subframe, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not going to do it. Right. You can't piss on me and tell me it's raining, Kiefer. I'm on board with you there. Okay, all right. I'm not Dick Kiefer. I'm on board. All right, okay. Hey, uh, coming up with Kenny Roxon, uh, but 
first up, I think after his, his he's been coming on lately. It's been very good, very good for him lately. And um, uh, Andrew Short of the BTO Sports KTM team. Um, we love this guy. Love Andrew. It's his final season, and he's been doing pretty good. So let's call him. Let's do the Gear Ally cold call before we come up on um, on Kenny Roxon, and we'll quickly touch base with uh, Andrew eight, Short. Eight for seven? Is that what it was? Uh, eight, eight, I believe. Just eight, eight. Eight, eight for eight. Gear Ally cold call. Cold calling people. It's called the Gear Ally Cold Call. GearAlly.com. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. Longtime supporter of seven time WMX champion Jessica Chase GearAlly.com. Hello. Andrew Short. Yo. Steve Mathis from the Pulp Mech Show. Hi. I'm here with Chris Kiefer. We're, we're live on the air. Oh, okay. You're on the Gear Ally cold call. <laughs> we cold call someone every every Monday night. You're it. Oh, yeah? Nice. All so, right. What are you doing right now? Are we bugging you? Are you on a date night or anything? Uh, no, we're setting – well, we finally got the outdoor track going down at my house because we had the bad floods on the river. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just trying to trying to dial in the sprinklers oh, okay. for uh, riding tomorrow. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Nothing too crazy. How's Nate? Except for running out of daylight. How's Nate? Is he going to survive? Is he going to make it? Yeah, he's hurting. He has a doctor's appointment tomorrow, but okay. uh, he broke his tib fib. And being a mechanic, that's not exactly that's not ideal uh, no. to go to the races. So I'm bummed for him, but at the same time, he'll live to fight another day and uh, definitely miss him at the races. But yeah. I do too. That's how it goes. I miss his super yeah. weird sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, he has a weird sense of humor, but uh i love nate yeah um well Kiefer and i were just discussing you on our on our show and you have yeah. started getting a lot better lately and you had a good millville you got a good start in the second moto um you got to be happy with the way things are going the last little while yeah definitely i feel better honestly i, I think i'm in that same group of guys uh with bloss and, and brayton kind of nicoletti nicoletti's always a little faster than me but he uh seems to make some crazy decisions every once in a while. <laughs> yes, but I, I just, I honestly think uh, a lot of people have gotten hurt and uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm about the same speed. I'm, I'm evolving obviously as the season's gone on. I'm a better racer than I was at Hangtown. Yeah, for sure. But I, I think with the injuries, it's definitely helped uh, influence the, the result in terms of numbers, but I'll take it, whatever, you know, four more races. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it! Don't, don't. Of course, you would bring up. The Is injuries. the countdown already on? Uh, I'm actually really sad about it, but it's just that's kind of life, I guess. You know. So as long doors as doors open, doors closed. As long as the announcers don't keep reminding everybody that your last race. Yeah, Lurch loves it. You did do your own little. They let you out on the parade lap first. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, I was kind of embarrassed, honestly. But was this the first time they did it? Have I missed that fact? Yeah, I, I don't know why they got the wild hair this week, but okay. yeah, I went off that was, first. So. so what are they doing? I don't well, understand. they do the top five in points, go first before yeah. the rest of the pack uh-huh. while they announce them. Well, Shorty got to go very first oh, nice. this weekend. That's just like an ode yeah. to Shorty. Like, Absolutely. Tip take of the it. cap. Yeah. yeah, you're terrific. You had a, a terrific career. Take it. Well, thanks. Yeah, oh. I guess. Hey, funny. Hey, Keeper, I loved how you put 29 on the, the KTM 450 that you've been See? riding for the, the magazine. I got gotcha. you. Sutherland was like, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, happy. I told Sutherland, I go, you're a little too thick to look like Shorty, but we'll we'll, we'll deal with it. It's okay. I'll work with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, he was looking pretty good. So. Yeah, and I'm glad he's back riding, obviously, from a spleen and stuff. But, yeah, yeah 
we wanted to. Uh, yeah, he's get been a, through it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Enough off-road talk, Shorty. Uh, <laughs> it's been really. You and Bloss and Brayton have all found each other lately. It's been funny that way, huh? No matter where you guys yeah. start or come up or whatever, all three of you guys are going at it. Yeah. I think I'm, I could probably care less out of all of them, kind of where I finish. Where <laughs> right. Brayton's really, like, he's trying to get his ride dialed in next year. Bloss is uh, young, dumb, and full yeah. of, uh, right. you know what? Yeah, yeah. He just wants to crush everybody. <laughs> and uh, I'm just trying to enjoy the moment. And... Uh, so yeah, it's been fun actually. I I, I really like Millville. I, I like Washougal. It's one of my favorite uh, track. Not necessarily. It's not fun, but I've always done well there, mm-hmm. and I love it because Mosier's there and he's crazy. So that always makes it a little exciting. So the next few tracks are uh, good for me, and looking forward to uh, going there. Millville's the best track of the series. It is. It really is. It's the best track yeah. of the series. Redbud Redbud was good this year yeah. because it wasn't as deep as you right. know in last few years they've made it so deep and watered it so much mm-hmm. where this year I felt like they prepped it pretty good and it was actually fun to ride it wasn't terrifying so <laughs> it wasn't terrifying Those two are, are definitely the best Do you want to tell Kiefer about yeah. how great air forks and air shocks are because Kiefer it goes on every week here on the show He's going to tell you that they're ra- fine cuz this is different anyway He rails on air forks Okay and- well here I'll tell you the difference the air forks the ones I run are awesome they're they're bitching the air shock, it, it's really expensive, and uh, I'm the only one running it, so there's not a lot of people to develop it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of potential there, but it doesn't. If you knew how the system worked inside, I guess you would say it doesn't breathe very well. So for outdoors, I don't feel like it follows the ground very well initially, but it, like Supercross and the Whoops, it's awesome places like that. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like the shock is. I don't know. Maybe I'm. It's just not ideal for me. I don't believe. I think it has a lot of potential, and if they chose to continue developing it, it could be really good. But it, it's just so expensive. Mm. So I think at the end of the year they're going to scrap it. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not too. Uh, I'm kind of out of the loop on all that on what's going to happen in the future. But the airforks that KTM has developed, I think, are. are Quite a bit better than what everybody else currently has on, on the market. And Keith, and Keith right. said that. You yeah, said he's that. right. You I mean, they are right. better than other air yeah, forks. Right, right. But it, it, I don't know when Shorty has ridden some production competitors' air forks lately. Yeah. But you know, so no. Um, yeah, I've actually ridden the stock KTM ones though, and they're they're pretty good. I was surprised compared to the Works ones. They're not this not the same, but you got more chambers you know, than I, yours, right? Yeah, yeah, um, a bunch of different stuff, but. Yeah. Our, the production one is way better than their other their production four CS fork in my opinion. Oh yeah. yeah hey, I, right. I talked to a couple guys that Roxon passed in the second moto. One of them yeah. being filthy Phil Nicoletti. And yeah. and they told me that Roxon blew by them so fast they felt like they almost blew off their bikes. When, yeah, well that when pretty can, much has happened to me every race this year. But like how sometimes fa- it's by three digit dude, so <laughs> I can't really say much. But how fast was Kenny going in that second moto? <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. He's going fast. He always goes fast. Um, did you did you do you feel like you have something planned for next year? Do you have anything? Are you going to do some racing off road stuff or? Yeah. Do you have something? No, no, no more racing. Um, I definitely have something lined up. And okay. I'll still be at at the races, and uh, but I hope to educate and uh, challenge myself in some different areas, not oh. just the professional side of racing and. Uh, so yeah, oh. I, I think I have. It's not like signed and uh, oh. delivered, but Are I we... want to be around good people with new challenges and uh, you know try to learn something new. And and I still want to be around races. I feel like if I just stayed home, I'd go crazy. 
Right. Um, I love I love riding. I think if I just hopped in off road racing, I'd get smoked. Especially the GNCCs. Those guys are uh, real deal and they're specialists in what they do. Mm-hmm. But I love I love enduro, but I love motocross, and I love the people in the paddock. And I go crazy if I sat home. So me, me too. That's the skinny, and I hope to be around it. So. You like the media too? You like guys in the media? Is that what you can get? Dude, rid of? I, yeah, I love. Uh, I love asking you for the scoop. You know that. No, I know. It right. makes me still... happy when I see you. <laughs> you still get the same. You know, is like... your satisfaction level just from riding, like let's say at the farm tomorrow, is it yeah. less or more than going racing right now at your level, you know age? Mm. Depends on what race. Like, let's yeah. say a great <laughs> a great day at the farm tomorrow with your with your with your buddies and Sagey and your wife yeah. and. Having a great, you know, track prepped, everything's good, or going to Millville racing. What's what's more rewarding right now? Yeah, both. I don't care, dude. As long as I'm on two wheels, I don't care. Right. I can be riding up in the desert with you or, or Gothic J and having just as much fun. Right. So okay. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm gonna miss: the bitching bikes. You know, and those guys like Nate makes them bitching every week, and the guy that's been helping me in Houston, same thing. But showing up, having a bitching bike, brand new gear. You know, all the time. Every like, time, yeah. Everything's just, yeah, it's just, that's that's going to be a bummer. Like, I've become numb to that, and I love that. Like, you show up to the track, and everything is just perfect. And uh, I love the bikes, technology, the people, all that, but not to be able to hop on and then go, right. that's going to be, uh, that's gonna, I'm going to miss that. Let's put it that way. All right. Well, sounds good. Uh, Shorty, welcome to the show. Kenny Roxon. What's up, Kenny? we got Andrew Short on the other what's line. What's up? Hey, Shorty, are you still on? <laughs> What's that? Uh, what's up, buddy? Grandpa, you, should be you know, getting ready right for now. my bedtime. You know how that works? Yeah, I know. When you get old, you, you you can't stay out and dance all night like you. You know, go all the clubs. You gotta go to bed. Oh, uh, uh, whatever. We we're just uh, we just yeah. cold call Shorty to. Uh, he had a good he had a good Millville, Kenny, and we uh, we thought we'd get him on and talk about he his did. Millville. He's crushing it. He I call w- him Grandpa because he he kind of he. I tell him he rides like a grandpa. He does the elevators. He goes higher than anybody else up. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's getting worse. Yeah. Shorty can't even deny it. It's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, it bums me out. Oh, it doesn't good time. feel anything like it looks, but whatever. <laughs> right. Well, hey, uh, you got a good start again, Shorty. You're, you went 8-8 on the weekend. It was a good ride. Uh, thank you for picking up. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. See you guys. See All you, right, Andrew. See you. Bye. See you. Andrew Short, everybody, uh, on the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Next up, Kenny Roxon. Kenny, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. No worries, man. Any anything for you, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah. I know you just love coming on, the, you know, internet radio shows on Mondays. So I appreciate it. Though. I do, um, especially at nine thirty, my time. Yeah, nine thirty your time. Exactly. You're not doing anything, right? Uh, hey, congrats on uh, Millville. We, all of us guys, after Tomax win at Southwick, we're like, wow. That was pretty good, and he looks good, and maybe he starts picking it up and gets some confidence, starts challenging Kenny, and we start seeing, you know, and no, 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 that wasn't going to happen. You know how I know that you were determined to stop that? Because you were 1.9 faster in qualifying, and you're never the fastest qualifier. I know. I was like, what is going on? No, (laughs) you were probably like, I'm going to show everybody. I'm going to show people what's up. Yeah, I I love all the speculations, though, after you lose, like, Right, a couple of motos. 
Yeah, you're like I, 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 en I enjoy reading about it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like uh, I saw a thread that said is Tomac in Kenny's head. Oh my I'm god! Just like, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I heard I didn't see it, but I heard about it, and I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, look, T Eli wrote great. Give him full props, but I, I no, for sure, I, I, for sure. I, I really don't think that Kenny's like going. Oh my god! I don't know what I can do with this Tomac guy. <laughs> so no, for sure. Um, I mean, no, no. I knew he was going to be good there too. No doubt about it. I, I knew this was going to be his type of track. Mm -hmm. um, um, but no, he he wrote great, absolutely. Uh, do you do you think Millville's the best track of the series? I really do. Do you? I think it no, is. No, I I I kind of dislike it a little bit. Really? Okay. I don't know. I honestly, I can't tell you why. I feel like I've never really done that good. Oh, okay. Year. Interesting. But not even because of that. I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of, I, I I didn't really mind it this year. Honestly, like I never thought about it. It's not like I'm when I just like a track. Like for example, Glen Helen. I mean, I don't know everybody that knows me. Knows you can pay me to go right there, and I normally wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm, yeah, <laughs> but no. um, but I don't, I don't go there with a negative mindset. You know what I mean? But still, like, but actually, this year I thought this year was was pretty good. Middle, I like that. Yeah, I think it's got everything. It's got some elevation. It's got those sand whoops. It's got good dirt. You know, so the yeah, quite a bit of elevation. It's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your uh, your speed down those hills is pretty gnarly. Retarded. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, that, it, I don't know. I got a little bit of head shake each time I went down there. <laughs> Uh, outside lines too. I thought you were using a lot of outsides. I guess partly because you were coming through the pack. Um, but uh, yeah, I just you know. do that because I see a shit ton of riders like on the insides, and I don't follow. So right, right. Um, Let's talk about that pass real quick before you keep going. Okay, go ahead. Passing Muskin, Muskin, second moto yeah. coming down the hill for the finish. You jump off of that ledge into the inside bump. I freaked yeah. out on, on my couch, dude. I freaked out. Shit spilled because it was so fast. <laughs> it was like ten bike lengths. You were gone. Like bam, done. Wait, were, were they not doing it? No, no one was really doing that. Oh, I thought everybody was doing it. No, because you watch yeah, them. Yeah. They drop in and then they hit the roller and then make the corner or they go around oh. it on the outside. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good idea to jump in there, so I did it. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive. Um, you, you talked about your your new fork settings, so um, you're pretty happy with those. I guess you're gonna leave them for Washugo, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'm just going to leave them. Um, I've kind of, mainly the whole year that I've kind of been struggling with was just, um, you know how the air forks, they kind of, it's hard to find a, a perfect setting right. period, but mm -hmm. um, I feel like mine have kind of like, they've been a little bit harsh and then they dive kind of, you know? Right. But now, I mean, I have a different fork and I mess around with it a little bit during the week here and went with it um, the way, like, I thought it was going to be good. Um, just went with it to the weekend and kind of just left it. And uh, I, I never, even after Celtic, I mean, Celtic, I was really frustrated. But even then, I didn't freak out because I know it's the wrong wrong thing to do. And I just, I don't really care. Like, I never asked for a perfect bike. I was just something that I could ride with. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked on it. Um, everything, you know, there's always something that can be better, obviously. But um, I'm just going to leave it. I mean, we got four races to go. And, and it's not like my bike is terrible by any means. No. You know what I mean, so. I can ride with it pretty good, and I'm just going to go to Washougal, throw a couple of whips, and then go race. <laughs> I talked to Kennard. He said he had no idea how you or him didn't go down off the start there. He said, he goes, I, I know. He, he goes, Kenny hit me. He goes, I don't know how we didn't go down. I know. I kind of felt bad because I hate being that guy, but obviously it was not on purpose. I no, actually of course went not. out yeah. straight, and, yeah. I, and I hooked it to the right, like, ways after the gate, I feel like. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, and then you were kind of buried. And then, yeah, so you bent your shifter when you hit him? Yeah. My, no, 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 not when I hit him. You go oh, yeah, because you hit him from the right. Turn. Right, yeah. 
where the little chicane is, my legs actually hurting pretty good today, too. Like, my shin muscle uh-huh. and my calf, I dabbed the ground, and it must, uh, like, it must, I must have hit the boot on my shifter and obviously ground, so it didn't go anywhere, and obviously something had to give. Luckily, it was on my leg. Mm-hmm. Did you do that in the rollers? So, I didn't. What's that? Did you do that on the rollers the first lap where you kind of, like, cased the roller and you kind of, like, jammed it? Is that where you did it? No, that was so. After the mechanic, there, you turn right and you go down that straightaway where I crashed in 2013 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And right in that left hander, there's a little double. That's where I did it. And then I didn't notice it right away, but afterwards, I was I kept hitting neutral and things got kind of weird. And then I went um, after a couple of turns and stuff. I went over the jump and I looked down. I couldn't see it right away, but I felt it obviously because it was up and towards my foot peg. So every time I would. I would land. It was more like the movement, like I go up in the air, obviously, and then I go down. And when I move my foot, I would always hit it, you know. So I had to stand like really far back on the pegs. And when I shifted in the air, I really had to like make sure my foot goes under it and click it up, you know. It was a little bit like I had to really focus to not like rush shift, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so you could, yeah, it was. It was quite a ride, man. Uh, you have to been you have to been pumped on, on it. And uh, at the end of the day, you know you you showed everybody kind of what was up again and um it was amazing do you like washugal yes yeah thanks um you know what actually washugal is the perfect german track um <laughs> i mean the dirt the elevation everything um i would lie if i would say it. i really like it i don't know why honestly it's another one of those things i've never really done good there have you noticed that um well like, I, I don't know podium. yeah yeah i mean you're always on the podium or, or something close there yeah, well, I guess I've never really felt that good. But, again, right, I go right. to the weekend, and, and, uh, and I have fun. But um, it, the problem is really just there is when it's sunny. You, I mean, you know, we talk about it every year with the uh, shadow and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really tough. Tires, too, grip, traction, shadows, all that kind of stuff, you know? But the dirt and, in general, the tr- the type of track is the perfect German track, literally. Um. How's the little uh, compound going there with RJ Hampshire and uh, and AC and yourself and uh, a few other people that come out to uh, the the nest there, uh, Mike Grundall's place? Uh, you guys seem like you have a, a fun time. Oh, good, absolutely! Good crew. Yeah. And what's cool about it for having for a practice track or especially a private compound, our track's freaking rough, like yeah, like outdoor national rough, which is awesome, obviously. Yeah, we so, have, yeah you know, we struggle sometimes during the day. And it's really tough to ride because, you know, I mean, we get ruts on the takeoff and there's kinks and bumps and every, everywhere. So it gets tough at times. But, I, again, you try to go as fast as you can even when it's tough. So then you come to the race and it is not that not that tough anymore. You know, I'd rather do that, struggle a little bit during the week and mm-hmm. have it easier on the weekend than the opposite, obviously. For sure. 702-586-PULP. Got a question for Kenny Roxon of the RCA Suzuki team. Uh, give us a call. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing, the official uh, bars and sprocket of the Babbitt's Kawasaki Arena Cross team and the sprocket used by Stewie and Bichelia and Baggett and uh, and also Chad Reed. So, uh, hey, Stu came back. Got a 10th. We'll take it. Stu should take it, Kenny. I know, right? right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you should take it. I mean, what happened to him? I, I, I didn't know what happened in the second moto. His team said he had blisters. He got blisters, which I guess he hasn't been riding much. So, yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. Uh, no comment. I don't know. See, yeah, no. thank you. Uh, Boom, no yeah, comment. We were, we were arguing about it. Hey, so what about Adam Cincerillo? Uh, again, we talked about you buddies with him. You're riding with him. Um, he's led laps. He's, he's got qualified fastest. Um, every time I talk to him, he tells me about how he just wants to get through the series. What do you make of his series so far? 
No, I mean, I agree. The, I mean, the kid hasn't really ridden a whole lot of races in the last couple of years. So I think um, it's awesome to, you know, just get through the whole after season, get races under his belt, get comfortable. And then obviously we give him pointers during the, like we always have stuff to work on um, just, you know, to keep that intensity the entire time, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So we, we always got a good plan, you know, I mean, I help him wherever I can and, and he listens pretty good. But besides that, we're also having, you know, even when it's super hot out here and it gets tough at the same time, we're still having a blast. And I think that's what, uh, that's what makes it, you know, what, what, uh, what makes you go forward, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I agree, right? Keeping it loose and uh, and having some fun. Does it feel weird yeah, to be, I mean, does it feel weird to be back sort of at RV's place? Like, you know, with when you were there with Alden and, and Weimer and RV and then you left and now you're back riding there again? It's almost, I don't know, oh, is it weird no, or no? No, not at all because, no, because I was there last year too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, get, I kind of felt like I never left. I mean, I've never done, I've only ridden over at the other place um, for Supercross. And then I went back there and mm-hmm. now, we. I mean, we have such a cool crew going. You know, we ride with Martin comes over all the time, and obviously Eric and all the riders that we constantly have there, they're there all the time, kind of. So, mm-hmm. and we hang we hang out outside of our riding field. So, right. I mean, it's like you know, it's, in the end, it's kind of like a big family, and and it makes it fun going to the track and not you know not think it's just business. Obviously, when we go out and ride, it is. But right. um, besides that, we go back in the shop and we you know we bullshit around and and just have a good time. Yeah, so that means if Marty's there, that means Red Dog's around. Um, actually, no, he hasn't been around uh, lately. Okay. Obviously, doing Supercross and stuff, he comes uh, he comes over a lot, but mm. um, sometimes Marty's just riding with us by himself. Um, hey, we think you're switching teams next year. Obviously, nothing you can talk about. Um, but will that affect your motocross donations uh, effort? Is it something that you can you see yourself doing it? I would imagine on the old bike uh, or on the Suzuki. Do you do you know yet? Can you talk about it? Anything you can tell us? Um. Uh, it's unsure. I mean, I want to. I want to every year. You know, right. because I, I've I love the van. I've ridden it a bunch, you, and, and you haven't. I've always uh, done. I, I think your streak. I think every time you've raced, you've won, right? Haven't you? Yeah, I think I won four consecutive MX2 right. um, titles every year, and then obviously in 2012, Germany won in, in the sand. Right. Um, it's definitely a. Uh, I plan to race it every year, but. Um, and I still am kind of, but I just I just don't know yet. Right, yeah. I know how these things work when sometimes things happen. You don't have enough time or blah, blah, blah. It's expensive too. So Yeah, um, well, it's exp- that's another thing. Right. I think, uh, you know, it's always with the teams, you know, they're – for them, I think it's kind of like whatever. So, right, right. I mean, you know, it's a good possibility. Some of the right, you know, we have to – take the cost on us and ship everything, you know, and I don't know. Right. Uh, let's get to Don here. Don, you got a question for uh, Kenny Roxon. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, not a question, really, can I? I just wanted to uh, thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your time at Southwick and giving my son an autograph and a picture. Uh, really means a lot to us. Oh, yeah. oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I mean, you know, it's hard. Like, sometimes, you know, if people, I swear to you, if I would say yes to everything, I wouldn't be racing out there sometimes. Pretty funny, huh? <laughs> sometimes I'll be going. I'm always kind of late going to the line, uh-huh. and there are always people asking for autographs. And I'm like, dude, sorry, I, I, you know, I have two minutes till we start practice <laughs> and stuff. And sometimes they look bummed, and I, I feel really bad. Yeah. But 
I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, uh, do you want me to race or no? You <laughs> no, know? You, yeah. so we always try to find time. But <laughs> well, we had, sometimes we had Tomac on last week, and and just like you, he's at, after the races. Eli hangs out and signs and takes photos, and and he, so he's been really grouchy this year. Obviously, with you beating him most of the time, and I got to commend him for doing his job, like standing out there. Take he doesn't want to do that. He's pissed. And same with you. You probably yeah. want to go eat, you know, or whatever, or go go home. Um, but you yeah, guys, it's kind of part of the gig. Thing. Yeah. That's the biggest thing after two motos that because it's kind of thing is for every rider. Obviously, we eat and stuff, but you're not really having an appetite all day, mm-hmm. and then you're not really that hungry. But after the second moto, boy, I could eat three pizzas probably. <laughs> so you got some uh, new gear this weekend, we think. Yes, we're debut debuting uh, the 2017 stuff. Yeah, supposed to be. Uh, we're going to do some media yeah. stuff on Sunday. Yeah, it's supposed to be looking good. So I guess a lot of guys are debuting their Is stuff. Is Kenny going to be there on Sunday or no? I don't know. Uh, are you I going? Will. Oh, you all? Okay. I will. There yes, you go. I will be there. Hey, I got a. That's that's one of my. Uh, you know, one of the sponsors that I've been with with for the longest time, and I'm happy to stay a little bit extra and do that. You know. Yeah. Do you think you'll always be a Red Bull guy talking about sponsors? Like. Is that always just something Me? like, yeah, you? Like, is this just, you're just Red Bull, and no matter where you're going to go, you're going to go where you can be a Red Bull guy? Or, like, is that yeah, just somebody Yeah, my that, contract yeah. with Red Bull is super long. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, hey, anybody. I just re-signed, like, last year or two years ago. Right. One or the other. Yeah, so if anybody, hey, if anybody wants me, it's got to be with a Red Bull helmet, and that's it. That's the bottom line, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've contract with them for a very long time, so, yeah, uh, it's got to gotta be right. Are you, I guess you're not doing the USGPs at all, right? No plans to do either one of those? No. Uh Um, So you're looking forward to the two weeks off? I know I am. (laughs) Oh, I definitely am. I mean, for me, it's, I mean, obviously, how many races have we done now? 25? We've only had three weekends off. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. So I guess, I mean, I think you can ask any rider, and I think we would lie if we would say, no, let's keep racing for a few more weeks, you know? No, for sure. But I don't mind, no, I I enjoy, this year I enjoy going to the race, but obviously, actually, my mom's coming over, my sister, my niece. Uh, We're going to go to Utah for a little bit and and hang out and look at a couple of cool places for for a couple of days and oh cool um it'll be it'll be fun i'm I'm looking forward to it yeah yeah really right there so, i don't have good. a whole lot of family time you know my parents and everybody have been in germany and and actually it is for the better you know i think because i got a great routine going and if there's a couple of off weekends like this right now it'll be a good time for them to come over for a little bit and then you know i'm gonna go back to work and get the job done yeah yeah really i mean pretty much for you you'll you'll start supercross almost right after the last race right I mean, I mean, yeah. There's not a, there's never really ever a whole lot of time. So <laughs> I try to, I try to take, you know, as much time as possible because in the end, the teams are paying us to perform January, you know, yeah. first race, whatever. So we got to make sure that we're rested and then well trained and not just, you know, bulldog through everything and then you know suck in the at the first race. Yeah, it's one of those things uh, for you guys. Like they, you know, the Red Bull Straight Rhythm is something you got to do. The Monster Cup, your teams want to do. These other guys got to go to the USGP. You guys already ride. Uh, it's too much. It, it is. It is. I, There's too much racing. Bottom line. I agree. And and all these teams tell me we don't want any more races. There's too many races, and then they sign up for USGPs because Monster makes them. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I know. Why, why don't you? I don't, you know. Why, why don't you tell it's these guys? Very to, very tough. Why don't you tell your sponsors to beat it? Like just take dock some pay. We're not going. You know we don't want to go. No, it, it, I don't. I don't know because obviously, yeah, like you said, to dock some pay. I mean, I, no, nobody wants that. But in the end, you know, you got to obviously pay again to go out there and get everything ready and this and that. And I mean, yeah. did you see the schedule for next year? I mean, they're going from left to right to up and down. There's yeah. no. It's I, tough. I mean, I don't know. It's too much. Too much racing. I was sure. talking to Savachi, and he said. 
He's getting a little bit tired. It's wearing on him the season. And he told me out of the blue, he goes, I don't know how the 450 guys do it. Right. He goes, I don't know how they do it. And he's just meaning the season, the length of intensity in the season and everything else. I know. It's, uh, you know, it's such a fine line for everybody uh, to have a good program going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just, it's too long. And I think what what it is ultimately is we're here and it, it's the heat every single day, you know. I mean, there is no such thing really as like an easy moto, you know what I mean? Like if I were to go into weather where it was in the mid-70s or whatever, right. then it's not even a problem because you will literally, you can push as hard as you want, you will have a moto, it just doesn't bother you, you know what I mean? Yeah, for but sure. But here, the, the, it always, I mean, every every riding day is a little bit of a grind, so it's important to, to have find a happy medium for everything. Hey, do you still follow the GPs on TV? Do you get to watch them at all? Um, I follow the results, but I actually, I do not watch. Actually, when was, I watched one or two this year when I was at home. But other than that, I kind of just follow the, if anything, life timing. And then obviously the results. But it uh, seems to me like they have a lot of time off. Huh? Like they have a couple of races uh. and they have two weekends off. Then they have one race and another <laughs> weekend off. They're on a three-week break right now, I think. Right. Um, yeah, from the yeah. last one I was at, Italy, right? Yep. To, to the next one? Yep. Yeah. But that's, honestly, when I was in Europe, the racing, I never even thought about race. Like I went to the races, did my job, had fun, whatever. I, I never ever, it never got old ever. Because huh. because you had some breaks, is that why? Yeah, exactly. And you go to rad spots, you know. I mean, you go from I don't know Italy to Spain to Portugal, whatever it was. And right. you know, we would all stay down there. We'd be by the coast and by the beach. We would ride maybe once a week or something like that, and then show up and race. It was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. It's too like much it. bullshit around this American crap. <laughs> it's a lot of races. It's a lot of traveling and a lot of racing. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, actually, and you know what? Also, uh, talking about you know Sabachi saying about being tired and stuff. I mean, not never mind the practicing and the training that we do. I mean, the travel is something else. Right. Everybody thinks, oh, you're traveling, you're sitting in a plane, and you do nothing. <sighs> yeah, but there's a lot more to it too. You know. Dude, yeah. I've said that too. Like people understand, like. I've raced not Lear level, and yeah, I'm sure Blake can say the same thing, like Blake's race, but like to watch you guys grind every Monday morning, all week, fly, race, all year, like it, it, they don't understand. It's not like going to your local track, riding a series, you can drive 45 minutes and race and then hang yeah. out. Dude, it's a whole nother level. Like it's just, that's why I don't understand how you guys stay motivated and wake up and like, man, I can't wait to go rip. Like. I'd be like, screw dirt bikes. I don't want to ride. That, honestly, that is one thing for me, though, this year that I've been really good at. Like, I'm looking, no matter how hard it is or whatever, I'm looking forward to go ride. Like, I'm actually looking forward to tomorrow and, and ride my bike. But that is also because I got my bike dialed pretty good. Right. And I, it's, it's kind of like the same every day. You know, like last year, I was going back and forth and up and down and left and right to find something that I liked and we never did. Mm-hmm. And that is something else, you know, that makes the year really long, but I'm actually looking forward for tomorrow. I'm going to have a good time. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny as, you know, when riders say, Oh, I'm kind of achy here or this and that bothers me. All Blake says is like, yeah, I remember that. I remember that when I used to ride and I'm like, shut up, <laughs> you know, like he's feeling better now since he doesn't ride anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Right. Uh, well, Hey, I think, um, even though you didn't like, even though Millville's not your favorite track, I think that was your best ride of the year. I'm still blown away by it. I watched it. Oh, together. really? I watched it today twice. I'm just like, look at this dude. Yeah, it's a good question. Do you think that was the best feeling you had all year, or do you think other races have been? No, I think the best race that I've done this year was the second moto in Redbud, or that's when I felt the best, kind of. Yeah, it's weird because we're all going ape shit on you for Millville, and I was always curious, like, 
well, does he feel like he's going faster on at Millville than other races, you know? But maybe that wasn't the case for you. No, um, it was no. – I feel like no, I, I, I feel like I could have gone faster if there weren't other distractions. But I, I, I always go as fast as I have to go, and I never go, like, faster than I have to. You know what I mean? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like when yeah. you're leading at yeah. a big lead or you're starting to pull away or something, I usually just – I try to write smart, you know? Um, yeah, that was always something like Stu tried to crush people. Ricky tried to crush people. I, I agree with that. You're just like, hey, I got to win. That's it. I can maintain. Yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter if it's right. a minute or one second. Yeah, you, you're always looking over at a guy and being like, I got him. You know, I'm pacing him or whatever. So, um, yeah. But your lap times were phenomenal. I don't want to hear about this Red Bud second moto. Your best ride was Millville, and that's it. That's the bottom line. I don't care what you say. Okay. You uh, say so. All right. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the time tonight, Kenny. Great job. Vortex Racing bringing you uh, Kenny Rocks and RCH. Uh, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. I know you get hit up a lot. And uh, congrats on Millville. And uh, we'll see you in Washougal. Thank you. No worries, guys. Later. Right, see you. Kenny Rocks and everybody in the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Vortex Racing. Uh, just email Jake at Vortex Racing for a killer discount uh, on sprockets, chains, uh, the oil filters, brake line kits. Uh, tie-downs, whatever. Uh, a lot of teams use Vortex uh, sprockets and chains and, 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 and bars and everything else. And uh, great guys down at Vortex. So they brought you Kenny Roxon. And uh, I didn't say gear alloy enough earlier when, when we called Andrew Short. Remember, Kenny stayed with Andrew for a while. When they he were first, really, yeah, they were tight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, gear Alloy, since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. If you want a set of wheels for your Jeep truckers, please check out GearAlloy.com. 12-inch wide wheels. Um, they have up to 12-inch wide wheels. 16 through 22-inch diameters. And uh, design engineer in SoCal. So thanks to those guys. All right, we're going to take our first commercial break of the night here on the show. Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider. Dirt Rider Magazine is in. And uh, we still have uh, Dean Wilson coming up. We still have David Pingree. And we still have Tony Alessi. Yes. The Tony Alessi Can't coming wait. up. Oh, and Jason Thomas will make an appearance at some point also. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work or steven says on the show sometimes get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock get it rebuilt it helps 15 to 20 hours 
head over to Racetech.com, check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Racetech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 
48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. 
to see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts. Just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. everybody Chris Key for the rocket man it's gonna be a long long time that's what Heather says it's gonna be a long long time uh, with Heather it's a short short time poor Heather thanks for listening everybody appreciate it uh, the doctor cut me too close and there's no one there Roxon Kenny Roxon was on good interview he is always he's a good, a good interview, interview. Yep. he is a good interview Exclusive 
content. Exclusive. <laughs> Exclusive Roxon content. Exclusive and rare, everybody. <laughs> Kenny Roxon on the Pulpamex Show. Sent by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5. Hey, you only got a couple weeks to do this deal. If you buy a set of Michelin Starcross 5s, oh, yeah. uh, you get a free pair of X-Brand goggles, eksbrand.com. Uh, everybody open to all residents uh, of the 50 United States and District of Columbia. And uh, what you want to do is, yeah, go to pulpmxshow.com, go to Sponsor Deals. And I think it's going to be a long, long time to touch down. This puts me at ease. Like, the song's like, an, like relaxing. If you buy a set of Michelins, oh, no, no, no. You get X brands, X brands. Get some X brands. Get those freaking X brands on your face. Michelin's quick and easy mounting. Just like me upstairs at night. Dick Kiefer's talking shit on stew. I like stew. Don't reverse it around to me. Put that card kind of cleaner like in the face. Dick Kiefer. Contact cleaner. Dick Kiefer. In the fucking head. Hate Suzuki's. Michelin Starcross 5. We've had enough. 21 sizes. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Brand new tire. Whatever you thought of Michelin's before. Please pick up a set of Michelin Starcross 5s and get a pair of X-Brand goggles. And uh, we welcome you back to the show. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks to uh, Vortex Racing for bringing on you, Kenny uh, Roxon, and uh, Gear Ally, the Gear Ally Cold Call. Um, also, um, okay. Um, Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh-oh. I got a text. All right. Um, all right. Let's get to our next guest, though, on our show because we're, we're, pl- we're, we're damn plugged up for time with uh, uh, Ping and, and Tony Alessi and Dean Wilson coming up and Jason Thomas at some point and uh, Gary and, uh, and Chris <laughs> Kiefer and everybody. So let's get, let's get into that. Uh, David Pingree, what's up, Ping? How are you? I'm good, boys. What's happening? Hey, Ping. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'm over, <laughs> I'm over here trying to get my kids signed up for Pokemon Go. Stop okay. it. Good luck oh, with man. that, they're dude. All, they're all revved up. Stop oh, it. I did it. It's not good. I did it. <laughs> You're in? I'm locked in, dude. Aiden is uh, ape shit, so be careful. Bruce. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's freaking... There's this, like, big pond here in Temecula, you know? Like, this duck pond, they call it. And yeah. it's literally crowded with people yeah. with their phones out, like, hunting for these things. I was walking the dogs the other night, and there was a bunch of people on my street, which there never is. <laughs> and I'm walking the dogs, and they, these, I see all these people. Then there's other people come up with a little dash down, and they got some sort of runt dog. And they run up to me. And I'm on my phone, but I'm looking at uh, the Internet. Um, maybe, you know, and I'm just listening to music and listening to a podcast. And all of a sudden, they're like, are you playing? Are you playing? <laughs> and I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Pokemon. They're playing, and they're playing, and they're playing. And we're playing. And he showed me the phone. You know, and I'm like, oh, God, you guys, come on. Yeah, but it's hot right now. <laughs> it's real hot. I will say, Pangry is the first guy to ever play me um, the Black Eyed Peas song. What is that song that was big? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Um, Don't fuck with my heart. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Ping, what was that song? We went to Walton, and you said this is the biggest, this is going to be the biggest jam, and it was. My Humps? No. My humps? Um, My lovely lady humps? That's, that's just Fergie, bro. Oh, no, it's uh, not. I'm that's black. What it was. 
Okay. Anyways, you were you had it. Anyway. You told me this is going to be the biggest jam. I got, I got my I got my pulse on pop culture, bud. All right. Got my pulse. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, first up, Ping, the 125 Dream Race in Washougal. Uh, P- Kiefer is bowed out. He cannot get a uh, a bike. But what? you are doing this thing, right? Don't get them all fired up. Yeah, dude, I'm in. My my retro Damon Bradshaw inspired YZ125 is. Oh, that's sick. Loaded up and should be in route within the next 24 hours. And uh, I talked to Hanny. He's undecided, but Tedesco is in. Yeah, Hot Sauce is in. I guess JT is in. JT is in. Um, Billy? What, what What about Nick Way? He was He like cannot get Laughlin. a bike. No, shocking Nick's quality. He's not happy with the bike that he could get, so he bailed. Oh, he, he couldn't get a full works bike from. Right. Needs factory okay. show us. And, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he bailed. Um, oh, yeah. Well, but it should be fun. That's too bad. 125 Dream yeah, Race coming up. It'll be neat. I think that uh, I think it'll be cool. I think it, you're gonna hopefully it goes well and you'll see more of these things because I think the fans will will dig it and you'll get a lot of you know yeah. I, don't know, I just think it'll be cool. It is no, be cool. I agree. Hey, you, you're getting on me for this my Instagram post uh, ping. But no, I'm just I'm just you, okay because you posted a, a throwback to you on number eleven Honda not that long ago. And so, and talked about how, you know, back in the your last 250 race or whatever. So back off, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was 11, 71. Whatever. I was a daredevil team. Okay. <laughs> um, so. Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I had a, I had a little story in my local paper in Montana about me when I was riding for Mitch. Oh, same thing. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and the local yeah. riders are just so cheeseball. Right. You know? Daredevil. Yeah, this lady didn't know the first thing about motocross. No, I remember no. talking to her, you know. So, um, well, anyway, so uh, they're uh, they're about as dialed in up there in Manitoba as they are in Central Montana. <laughs> right. Supercross racing. Right. So. Uh, Nash is on the line. He says he's got a question for you, and he, he says he promises not to be weird about Phil. <laughs> okay. So do we bring Let's him on or no? Do we bring him yeah, on? Yeah, no? sure. Nash, what's up? Don't be weird about Phil. Stop it, Nash. Gentlemen. 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 Kiefer, Stevie, David, how are you? How are you? Good, good. What's up, Nash? So, all this, uh, Ping, I assume you watched the motos this weekend? Did you watch them? Uh, I saw some. I saw highlights. Okay. So, being because you're such a good storyteller, and and Kiefer, you're in on this too. So, Filthy Phil was awesome to share with us about the fact that, Steve, like you eloquently shared, that he was like an 18-wheeler when Roxham went blown by him. It's a talk. That's, that second moto was just ridiculous, how fast he went up to the front. Ping, what was the, what was the number one memory of you have somebody blowing by you? Well, there's a lot of those, Nash. Uh, you're going to have to give me a minute. Blurs together. You'll have to give me a second to think it all through. buddy. Like MC? No, I didn't race Jeremy. Raced him, you know, little weird races and European races and stuff. Um, It'd probably be Ricky. Yeah. I mean, I had to deal with him for years uh, for his first three years on 125, and he was just he'd he'd crash and go, you know, he'd go past you like crazy. Stu, Stu, you know. I'm trying to think of specific times days when you're eating chicken. By the pounds? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you an example for me. Like, I'm not as seasoned as Ping, but oh, 2005 Anaheim opener, mud race. Mm. The mud one? Yeah. Um, rode my first year in 250 class. 
and I didn't jump the triple all day. Didn't, didn't, I rolled everything, mm -hmm. just rolling around, surviving. And mm -hmm. the first time I had my mind blown, I got lapped in my heat race. Carmichael triples. And if you would have saw the shit mess before the, the face of the, of the, the triple, uh -huh. you would have been going, there's no way he just tripled that. I could not fathom how he did that, you know? And he did. He did a lot. He jumped up triple a lot yeah. that race. Um, maybe it's just been too many years, bud, but I can't recall anything. He wanted, you to, I know. he wanted you to bring up a factory Phil story. Like, oh, I was baiting with Phil one time. Nah, listen, I mean, maybe if Phil could be worked in here, that would be nice and convenient. But certainly I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, how rough is it for Savachi? My heart breaks thinking about that kid going down to Florida and getting beat down like in a POW camp with Mean Gene and everybody down there. That poor kid. He's getting slaughtered, isn't he? It's not fun times down there at the gut farm right now, I can imagine. Um, hey, Nash, stay on hold. We're going to get you a, a Roost MX uh, pulp, pulp shirt, all right? Oh, uh, winner. You. Winner, winner. Yeah, you won. Winner, winner, winner chicken dinner, baby. We like Nash. Stay on the line, Nash. Cheers, cheers. All right. Uh, get, get his address and size, uh, Travis, if you can, from, uh, for roostmx.net, bringing you David Pingree on the show. Pulp Nation Code saves you 20%. They got a 30% off sale uh, for Loretta Lynn's because it's Loretta Lynn's and it's coming up, and who can forget hey, that? And, you know what would be amazing? You're, inter you're, you're interrupting me. But, um, no, but listen, I'm just going to say this. 35% off all graphics for Loretta's. Use code LL16, roostmx.net. All right, go ahead. Get, get me Nash's address. Okay. My wife runs a little salon here, right, in our right. garage. I should get some hair clippings and put them in an envelope mm. and send them to him and just say, these are Phil Lawrence's hair clippings. <laughs> He's just go next-level weirdo. On. He's going to sniff it like Charlie's Angels, send a, dude. Send a basket with lotion <laughs> while you're at it, too. You know, It'll just be pubes. I'll shave some pubes off and throw them in there. <laughs> Great. It better be shaved. Hey, already. we got another celebrity caller on the line here. Uh, Randy Richardson from Michelin. What's up, Randy? Yes. Well, not celebrity, not celebrity. What's up? Just a fan of the show. How are you guys? We're good. Hey, hey thanks Randy. for calling. We just. Uh... What's up, Randy? What's up, Ping? How are you, sir? I'm doing great. And yourself? Doing good. I was trying to East Coast time, just trying to go to sleep, but yet listen to the show. And then Ping and, and then uh, Mathis and Keeper start singing. And I'll have nightmares now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not as it's not as nightmares. good, Randy, as our little rhyme that we had driving up here that one day. It's not oh, as good oh, as that. Oh, oh. Hey, we might as well pulp, right? <laughs> might as well pulp. That's might right. Might as well pulp. Uh, Michelin anyway, Starcraft, no, yeah, I'm, Michelin Starcraft Five promo is ending soon, Randy. Are you happy with the response of this? I'm pumped. Okay, oh, we're pumped on it, and uh, happy to do uh, some B two B, as Kenny Watson would say. Mm -hmm. Do some B two B and partner with you guys and X Brand and put together what I think is a really good promotion for the pulp nation and we've had great response but i appreciate you plugging it like you did that there's two weeks left so through the end of the month so you guys get out buy some tires and get some yeah red goggles as well yeah pingree have you tried the mission starcross fives on any of your project bikes you know i actually have um nice i tried i had a set of them here on my spare wheels and really liked them they worked super good and i actually had to race with the front up in mammoth Oh, had to. I got a flat. Uh. Well, no, I got a flat on the ones I had, so I threw that wheel on. Oh, nice. So your, your Michelin Star Cross 5 front took me to the 40-plus uh, expert class win 
Randy. There you go. Just wanna, I don't know if you guys want to use that in your marketing. Maybe you can uh, <laughs> just put the front, though. Make sure you just put the front. <laughs> don't get a shot of Don't do the whole night. You'll be what I'm, what I'm, hey, what we might do, I might I might run a win ad of uh, of Matt Walker. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, run a photo of Matt Walker and, and, and call it your win. How about that? How, how would that go? Michelin Starcross 5, or David Pingree uses the Michelin Starcross 5, five, five front. Spare, to, spare wheel. Spare wheel <laughs> to, to win in Mammoth. But, hey. But unless he unless he did something like the son of the front tire crossed the line first, so we'll take the win. Yeah, good point. There you go. Yeah, there you right. go. It actually did beat the other one on the back. <laughs> so, oh, beating out the uh, Dunlop rear or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a good one. That's a good ad. Yeah. Um, so it's basically beating, yeah. beating out the other brand of tire that he got the flat with, but that's just that's just detail. Oh, my <laughs> right, God. Right, right. All right, listen. Hey, uh, I got that go, Supermoto project too, Randy, that I'm I'm taking out this Thursday. So you'll see photos and video of that real quick, too, with all the Michelin awesome. tires on it. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. And you know yep. what I'm bummed on? I know Mathis has a Project 89 right Yes, now. Project 89, yes. And I found, not too far from Kiefer's house, a Project 2000, the Kelly Smith oh, KTM yes. 125. Yes. And I offered to go in Havers with you out of my pocket. And go in together on He's that not into it, is he? No, I don't want to build a KTM 2000, KTM 125. No. But I can't believe that. I would build that a Pingree replica, too. but but saw off the front end. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! A number thirty-five? Or, no, it wasn't thirty-five. I forget what number you were that year. Hey, Racerx Films here at Milestone, and uh, see Steve driving the fucking thing across the pits. All right. <laughs> it's David Pingree's Phoenix bike, everybody. It's a replica. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go. You guys have a great show, and thanks for letting me call in. Steve. No problem. Thanks, Randy. Mission of Starcross 5. All right. See ya. Mission of Starcross 5, everybody. Taking Pingree the front. <laughs> front. <laughs> Pingree, how come everything like with you always turns into like a shit show? Like, like, it's always something with you. It's never, it's never like straight. I had on a matching set of tires when I went up. What do you want me to do? That was my stairs. <laughs> Amateur hour over here. Uh, hey, when are you coming up for the show? Did you look in your schedule yet? Um, you know what? I haven't. Okay. But I have you. my thank I have my new my schedule. So Okay. The problem is my kids are only out of school for like another four weeks. Okay. So I'm trying to just, you know, the days I have off I'm I'm trying not to burn any more days, you know what I mean? Going right. to add more stuff. So. All right. All right, listen, the reason we got you on here is because <laughs> You have tested a lot of the new bikes with RacerX Online, and, and Chris Kiefer has tested a lot of the new bikes for DirtRider.com, and we, we've done a mm-hmm. podcast for this, and I don't know if it's always worth a full-length podcast, because these freaking things don't change that much, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah. a segment here on the Pulp MX show, I think, would, 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 would work if you're in the market for a, a 2017 bike. Um, I'll start with you, Ping. The most impressive 2017 model, like what, who changed the most, or what... What maybe from one year to the next of the ones you've ridden, do you remember the most or you were most impressed with? Is there one that stands out? Well, so far for me, the the most impressive bike I've ridden is the Yamaha TVTF. Okay. Um, I didn't think they'd change a lot on it because it was so good last year. And they really did a lot of stuff to that thing to make the engine better, to, to improve the, the chassis and... Um, it was pretty smooth at Glen Helen, so as far as a lot of bumps and getting a feel for the changes they made in the chassis, it was kind of tough, but uh, the engine's better. 
just hands down it's better and it's better everywhere they've they've corrected all the dumb little things like the zeus fatness fasteners that were coming undone just they really went in and and like polished that thing up and um I just I had ridden it last year when we did a project bike, but you you know you don't ride it a whole lot, and then you jump back on it. And it's mm-hmm. just, I'm blown away by how quick it is as a stock bike. Uh, you know those guys obviously set the an original benchmark for 250Fs, and I feel like this 16 bike is is done it again. Like it, it, between the feel of the spring fork, the power that that motor makes, and just the way that the bike handles and feels, I mean it's um, it's pretty tough to beat. Kiefer, what do you think? Yeah, I concur. You know, even though you talk shit, but I talk about Yamahas. You know, I just like stuff that works. Period. No matter what color. And and uh, yeah, the YZ250F was was good last year, like Ping said. And the things that they made, all the internal changes that they made inside of the motor, uh, you keep that torque feeling, which makes that bike fun. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of questions on emails stuff. Hey, I weigh this. Is this 250F good enough for me? And most of the time, I say yes because that bike has so much torque for a 250F. You can get away with it being a little heavier guy, mm-hmm. and um, Ping's correct is like they they kept that fun feeling torque and increased the mid to top. And if they were lacking anywhere in 2016, was top end over rev, mm-hmm. and the 17 actually, you know, is a little bit better, which just enhances that whole bike. And when you ride all those bikes, 250Fs back to back, you know, several, yeah. there's really no competition for that bike because that's how good that motor, the motor the, the motor engine is, is that yeah, good and right, then you right. have the suspension that's a spring fork already yeah and it's valves pretty good for the average guy even for us faster dudes like me and ping it's it's pretty dang good so so what is your most impressive bike Kiefer? uh so far for me that that's it oh, okay. i mean i haven't yep. it's hard we haven't ridden anything that's going to change obviously the Honda is going to be different we all we all kind of know that but that won't be what would you know about the new honda i don't know nothing, nothing. about no, right, nothing, nothing. Right. So, but we will know. Well, it's the same rumors everybody's heard. We right. know August twelfth. They'll, they'll, I think, pretty sure the embargo lifts, so everyone will be able to see it. Um, so that'll be nice. And I know we're gonna hopefully go to a, a cool track and do an intro there. But there really isn't a lot of changes with all the bikes this year. The Cowie's a little bit different. Um, I'm still not a big fan of the Cowie. I know, Ping, you were there that day. I don't know if you rode the 450 on that day. but the I rode the 450. Yeah. yeah, I didn't go to the 250 intro. That was uh, – we used Blake Wharton for that. I was at, I was working, so. The 250 is impressive as well. I mean, they made oh, a lot of changes. It's basically a mini 450, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same thing with Yamaha did. It takes yeah, a year yeah. to right, the changes. Right. And, and uh, yeah, the Cowie yeah. 250, I would say, out of all the 250s, for me, is second best. I got to say, in talking to guys, all you guys type people, Ping, Kiefer, you guys, Don, Anton, um, anybody else I can think of off the top of my head, the Cowie 450, the 16 model, now 17, yeah. mixed reviews. Not a lot of people are big fans. You guys agree, Ping? You agree with that? Yeah, I, you know, I've always just not really fit with that the Cowie ever since they went to four stroke. I mean, so going back to whatever year that is, it's just always felt a little big, a little tall. I feel like I'm just along for the ride. Like that thing is going to do whatever it wants to do, and I'm just kind of <laughs> holding on for dear life. Because you're uh, shorter, they, or because something, that's something just else? That's the feeling I get. I don't know what to tell you. Right. I mean, there are dudes that get on it and love it. It just never really agrees with me. Um, they have, like when RV was there, they did slim it down. They tried to kind of to flatten the seat off, you know, to get it 
to feel a little bit smaller. They have adjustable pegs, adjustable bars, but it just still kind of carries that same feel to me. It makes a ton of horsepower, but for whatever reason, it just feels kind of long and tall and mm-hmm. big and heavy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> long and tall and big and heavy. I think my I saw that my on, wife's eyes just got big. I think, I think I saw that on a brochure. I think I saw that on the new carry brochure. Uh, long, tall, big, and heavy. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm full of marketing ideas tonight. Hey, guys, listen, Jesus. I got your next slogan. Right. Uh, For me, the, the Cowie is, he's right, it's long. Um, the air fork is on there. That's not the best air fork out there. Right. Um, for me, when the benchmark, when we do a lot of testing to benchmark a motorcycle, we benchmark it with a 2014 KX450 because that frame was really good. Uh-huh. And if you go to Glen yeah, Helen, narrower that year, right? Yeah, they went narrower on it, and just the frame yeah. absorption of that 2014 frame is really good, and it's hard to match. And I think that's that frame, that 2014 kind of mimics the a 2008 Honda 450 frame, um, which makes sense because when we go test the Glen Helen. It's really comfortable, stable. It does everything pretty good. And uh, the 16, 17 bikes are just kind of, the Cowies are just kind of lethargic off the bottom. They're not really exciting. They, they, they're mm-hmm. fast mid to top, but just the Yamaha 450 just has all that excitement down low. And, you know, and it's easy to ride. And the, that's, that's the benchmark. Yeah, you like that? That's the benchmark now for all the manufacturers is Yamaha's up their game. I know some magazines rated the KTM, which the KTM 450 is a great bike. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like with the fork and the engine bottom end wise is as good as the Yamaha. Uh, Ping, have you ridden the new KTMs? No. Okay. Because Kiefer says that's the one air fork he can deal with. Well, I rode the, the factory edition 16s, which is the same fork. So I have ridden with that fork. Okay. Do you agree with what um, he was saying? Yeah, it's it's... I actually didn't mind it at all on the 250. I thought we got the 250 working pretty well. Uh, the 450, you know, the 450s are just difficult to get handling well. Period. You you have to really, you have to really work at it. You've got to, um, you got to get it set up right. They're just it's a lot of weight and a lot of horsepower um, to get that thing to feel right. Where on the 250, you can get away with a lot more. And and I had that air fork where I was really comfortable with it on the 250. On the 450, it was just it was just okay for me. I, I think the the shock was a little oversprung for me, and so there was no way I was going to get it balanced right. You know what I mean? We had the the, the spring turned off as much as we could, but hmm. it was just I couldn't get the sag numbers that I needed. And Weird, because what are you one seventy? One seventy, yeah. yeah. You think that'd be which right would be ha- which would help ping this year because they went to a shock, uh, softer shock spring. So in the, in seventeen, okay. Yep. So that will help. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, RMZs. Any thoughts on the RMZs? Uh, yeah. Same. Same bike. <laughs> Go Tim Olsen. Yeah, that, that, that Suzuki. Uh, the 450 sticker in the back is neat. The black like black airbox, black seat. You got black, you got black yeah. side plates on a 450. That's mm-hmm. that's edgy. Yeah. <laughs> what the hey, fuck and, are you doing? And you know what? That bike's not that bad, man. I like. The corner's bitching. Yeah. The motor's pretty good. Mm-hmm. The motor, the engine's good. It's just... Roxanne's uh, bike looks fine. Right. The frame's a little bit stiff, and they have that fork, but, man, that, it thing... I, t- I would submit to you, if you could just put that thing on a six-pound, seven-pound diet and put a different fork on it... God, it'd be good. That thing's yeah. legit. Yeah. Legit. Maybe my favorite bike. Yeah, he's right, because the corner's so it. bitching. Yeah. 
Really? Yep. Maybe my favorite bike if you did all that ping. Wow. That's saying something. Um, it's just, on the track, it doesn't even feel that heavy, but, like, I will literally bulge a disc trying to put that thing onto a stand. <laughs> yeah, he's it right. It is so heavy. Yeah, you're and like, then, heavier and not then heavier than Yamaha, fork. though. It can't yeah, be heavier. It is. It's one pound heavier. It's heavier, heavier than Yamaha. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the. Uh, a couple of fat girls. Those two, uh, those two bikes. What's the lightest? You got the paleo diet. KTM's are lightest. KTM's the lightest? Yeah. Steel frame. Um, So the Honda, the new Honda, uh, what do we, okay, from things I hear, uh, it's got a different, it's got a uni cam on it, but it's got the the finger design that KTM has coming off the the single cam. Uh, I heard that over when I was in Europe. Uh, Electric start may be an option. Um, 250F will be the same, I think, as this year. What do you know about that, Kiefer? Do you know that? Uh, it's Honda's been pretty pretty uh, tight lipped with all that stuff. I would, so I think just the 450 changes, though. I I don't see a manufacturer. Going, no. I don't see a manufacturer doing two right. different you know units changes. And a so. uh, guy in Europe told me Spring Fork is back on the Honda. That should be interesting. Um, they had KYB right. They have KYB right now. Air. Air. Yes. Yeah, PSM right two. Right. Correct. So. But that change. doesn't mean they don't switch back to show a spring. I mean, they could they bounce back and forth all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. Um, so new motor design. It's supposed to be thinner, lighter, all that with uh, with a, I think is the pipe routed differently too. Maybe on that they got a Arita Nakira Arita is running the new bike. So I've been looking at some photos of that. <laughs> One of the best things I heard on all the speculation was on Vital. Somebody said, you know, they're rattling off all that stuff, and they went. Four exhausts. Four? <laughs> four exhausts. There's going to be four mufflers on this one. <laughs> it would be sweet. Four little tiny mufflers. It'll be good for have uh, to have a, a new all new bike, you know, for us to test because yeah, but okay. there's nothing really going on this year. But you, know? you wonder, is it going to be an 09 Honda? I hope not. Is it going to be a 2010 Yamaha? You know what I mean? One of those bikes that is uh, is a little flawed. I hope not. If I hear Roxon say round five of Supercross next year, we're still fighting the bike, I'm going to just punch him in the face. Oh, dude, well, listen, the you're first time he has anyway. a bad race, you're going to hear it. Yeah. Because I, 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 don't, I can't figure these guys out with their setup comments. Oh, dude, trust me. It's what? just the go-to phrase if you don't win. Yeah, oh, man, he has forks. <laughs> These forks that I went one one with last weekend, I just can't get all. I, I, just, I just can't gel with these, man. I just just can't. I can't get these things. Blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, well, let's face it too. If Honda does change, they're probably just going to sell a shit ton of bikes, just for that matter only. Well, yeah. they're they're definitely changing that Narita bike. Is not that's a production looking right. bike. They're not going to. Remember a couple of years ago with Bobrashev and uh, Nagel, they kind of built a works bike. Exhaust was coming out a different way and. That Narita thing is is production, you know what I mean? I think it's going to look like that anyway. Right. So, um, we'll see. Uh, two stroke wise, you guys got Kiefer said that's Ping's area. No, but Kiefer, you said <laughs> the two fifty KTM is close to a Yamaha now. Yes, I, I do. I admit, you know, and I I'll be the first to admit I hated that last year's KTM. It vibrated. Mm-hmm. It it was hard to handle. It just was hard too to handle, much. like the Black Crow song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But now the vibration is nothing. I mean, there's no no vibration. Uh, the, like I said, the air fork's decent. It moves. The, the mid-stroke harshness is not as uh, noticeable. And the motor is, I would say, not as good as the Yamaha. But once again, same thing, KTM character, mid to top, it's really good. It just It's really easy to ride. So if you're looking for a two-stroke that's kind of four-stroke-esque, 
that bike right there has tons of traction and really easy to ride. And Ping, you didn't ride it, the, the, K, the KTM two-stroke? No, maybe you're picking up a pattern here. We have not ridden any KTMs, apparently. <laughs> hey, uh, you got to be proactive, man. You got to make the call. Yeah, I, don't listen, think, I don't think that call's coming shocking? in. Here's, here's what's Wait, stunning. is, Mo is it every Moen? Manufacturer, is, is it Moen that's mad at Every manufacturer no manages to call us and invite us to their bike introductions. Everyone, uh -huh. in fact. And if I don't respond promptly, I get a follow-up email. Hey, we're having this thing. I haven't heard back from you. Really love to have you there. And I will, I will always respond back. You know what? We'd love to be there. And we will. And we'll see you there. And we'll do something great for you. Yeah. It doesn't work that way, apparently, <laughs> over there. So That's Moski, bro. I'm just waiting. Moski's I, mad I, at you. I, I, I blew the dust off my computer and opened it up, and there's nothing <laughs> in my email inbox. I checked spam, wow. nothing. I wouldn't look for the Cowie invite anytime soon because those guys aren't too happy with you either. I spoke to them this weekend. What? Yeah. You wrote something about Tomac and bike settings and, and, and something on somewhere, oh, yeah. well, and I'm not yeah. so happy with you. They can suck it. I stand by what I said because <laughs> I came right out of the horse's yeah. mouth. Um, well, let's, 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 let's revert back because I don't know what was said. I'm curious. Oh, um, well, Ping wrote that the, the Cowie guys are trying to make Eli a little bit ride a little bit more with RV settings. Okay. And they're not maybe being as open-minded as Team Tomac uh, would like. Well, that, that came out already in the Weimer thing in that new it video. Did? Yeah, in the new uh, yeah. Spectrum series. I watched it, uh -huh. and Weimer said the same thing. He's like, I had to ride what I was given, and I couldn't change yeah. my shit. Listen, oh, they, they've it. won championships. They, RV won so many. You know how many races he's won? They'll quote you stats, bro. <laughs> so just leave the bike set up. So they, they got this. Yeah, and I guess he said he was super Never frustrated. Never mind the fact that RV, RV rides like no other motocross racer ever <laughs> yeah. in the history of the sport. Yeah, he, he, you're right. He does ride, yeah, off the back. How can, yeah. Well, like yeah. if, if I was those guys, I would have taken every setting that he had, and I would have burned it in a little dumpster <laughs> because that will not work for anyone else. Right. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was interesting to hear Weimer just say, you know, Weimer's a pretty good interview, you know? He is. And uh, he was just like, yeah, you know, I was given RV stuff, and the only thing I could Where change. Is this? i got to see this interview. Where is it? Where it's is it? you two ninety nine. Buy it and watch the movie. Oh, I'm out. Come on. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Anyway, no, no. he just said, I could change my bars and my levers. That's what I got. Everything I else. don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. I'm sorry. I'll call Weimer out right now on that. No way. No way. I've been on teams. They don't, they ask, don't, they don't. Ask, ask your boy Mikey Williamson how open they were to doing like some different programs that Eli's chassis guy wanted to do. Huh? Eli wasn't happy. Right. And they weren't open at all, so much so that that chassis guy no longer works at Calcutta. He's now at WP in Europe. Um, so. Uh, so what about Moski? What would you do to Moski? I don't know. Because, you know, Jody obviously hey, did a lot for Moski these days. Cause here's they, the deal. <laughs> Most Here's the deal. You've oh. got to basically be throwing down some serious handies in the magazine in order for him to be excited about it. That's He's old school. He doesn't yeah. get he doesn't get the the that we have literally hundreds of thousands of views on most of our videos, and he doesn't think there's any value in that. <laughs> Yeah, he's he very still old school. He likes to see in a black, you know, he wants a black and white paper magazine to throw down and read with his coffee in the morning. Oh uh, yeah, and it, you got to look at it. You know, Mo, Jody's old school, Moen's old school. You know, it's uh, the uh, funny, funny thing is, is I specifically remember going to Jody's house with new KTM's with Moen in '01 or maybe '00, and Moen being like, "Yeah, he fucking hates us. Like, I got to do everything I can do to kiss his ass because he always ranks ranks us last." And I'm always trying to make him happy. And I, 
Moski pulled off, may, may or may not have pulled off the cylinder on a 125 and done some touch-ups uh, before delivering it. Um, <laughs> shocking someone would do that. Yeah, shocking. Um, and I, I remember him just bagging on MXA and saying, like, how much they, they, they hated KTM. Now smash cut 15 years later, and they can do no wrong. So yeah. I don't know. I, me and Moen had some run-ins before. There's no, there's yeah. no secret about that. Moen yeah, didn't he, like you. No, he doesn't like me. He doesn't like the show. He just doesn't like it. Shocking. So, Does Moen know about the internet, though? Uh, well, here's the thing. The guys in the KTM shop listen to the show, so it gets back to Moen. So, so you know, all this is getting back to Moen It right doesn't now? matter. Like, I, I've already talked to Moen. I go, there's nothing I wouldn't say on here that I wouldn't say in front of your face. You know, So he knows where I'm coming from. And like, like Pink said, I don't know if he sees the value in the show, in videos, and stuff like that. So, well, and the thing is, KTM has a great product. It's a good company. They, they advance technology. There's no one else doing shit that they're doing. Yeah. I'm yeah. not about, you know, I just, and, the, and they have Dave. And, the and, and Pink can the say something about Tom, Dave, though, too. Like Tom, Tom gets, got so upset and took it so personally for that stretch of years when their bikes were finishing last in every shootout because there was a stretch early 2000s to whenever where their bikes just weren't that great. Right. And um, he took it so personally. And it's like, okay, now you guys finally have product. Like, yeah, it's you good. would be winning shootouts. You'd be getting great feedback. And it's, he's so angry <laughs> that he wants, <laughs> it's like, dude, let it go. Like, let's do our jobs. You're the media guy. I'm here to get you some press. Exactly. On your bike. You won for those guys. You won. Well, that they don't trust me. They don't care about that one bit. At all. <laughs> trust me, that does not matter. Anything out of that was negated when I made fun of how big European hotel rooms are. <laughs> oh, and in Sal, Selvaraj looking like a burnt match. <laughs> right? No, I don't even think he cares about that. Moen's um, a, a good sport. Moen's a good guy. He just—he's old and grumpy. That's fine. That's his, his mo. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know. uh, no, I like Tom, dude. I when I first went over there. Tom was my basically my mechanic. He yeah, was, did a yeah. Bunch of testing. I was busy on the yeah, on the. I was busy on the East Coast winning four fifth or four stroke world championships. Right, and dude, that guy's been around for man. He's when when Moen told me they signed David Pingree, I remember saying like, like Pingree Pingree, or was there? Are you getting the name wrong? Right. Like, is he re, David Pingree's really coming over to our shitty team? Does he know about us? Like it was a big deal. Right. Like I was like, oh. and he yeah. has a he has a a guy named Dave now that does goes to all of our media things. And Pink could probably attest. Dave's a great guy. He's a funny Dave's dude. Dave's awesome. Yeah, and he's yeah. a good dude. So uh-huh. hey, you, you know what I remember? Uh, Sell's biggest pitch to me when I I was down there and having a meeting about riding for them. Uh huh. He pulls up his laptop and he's got showing me all his uh, all of like his computer setup and how how good their uh, files were and stuff. Like that was his look. Look how good it is. You know, and he's like showing me everything, and I'm like. Okay. What's that have to do with dirt bike racing at all? <laughs> yeah. Like, he was just really psyched on how many little icons he had on his desktop. Yeah, like Mitch Payton would show me, like, horsepower numbers. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, all right, sounds good. Um, all right, before we let you go, Ping, uh, we got to get your fellow competitor in the 125 uh, Dream Race, Jason Thomas. What up? What's up, JT? Uh, I don't know that it'll be a competitor. I, I don't plan on really – Bullshit. <laughs> I don't plan on competing. What was I know. I've never even seen this motorcycle before. I haven't ridden in two months. I haven't ridden a 125. <laughs> I don't think any of those really are conducive to really racing. If you don't pull it off, I will put on the board, pull off too slow. <laughs> you will, I will definitely be too slow, but I will not be pulling off. 
Uh, if you get blisters, play, spray contact cleaning your hands. That will work. Yeah, 20 uh, minutes. Be... You should be able to muscle through that. It's 20 minutes? Yeah. That's what I heard. It's... Uh, I heard four to five laps. Oh, okay. It, it, yeah, there's no way MX Sports is like, sure, guys, 20 take 20 minutes. minutes. Way. Yeah. I think we have a, I think we have a 20-minute window to get the whole thing, you know, uh, done okay. and done. So. Yeah. All right. Um, what bike do you have, JT? What is it? It's a uh, 2014 Husky 125, but it's, it's pretty sweet. I've seen a bunch of pictures of it. It's, it's really, really nice. So I think it's going to be really fun. I just I, I think for everyone borrowing bikes, and it's going to be more of a good time than it would be like a real race. So. Well, Pingree's bringing his Bradshaw 125, yeah, so good luck. Um, well, fine. I, hope he, I hope he wins going away. <laughs> well, listen, first of all, I've seen Hot Sauce ride recently, and it's, uh, he's got a bike that works good at all, which I think he's got that old Pro Circuit race bike. Oh, that's going to be sick. We're not going to see much of him, which is fine. I don't care. Are you going if to I can the... just go have a good time, I'll be stoked. We'll be seeing you, Pingree, at the uh, Fly Racing launch on Friday night? Uh, I didn't even know anything about it. I don't care about your, the first your, your TLD ways. Drop that. Come to the Fly Racing launch well, on Friday night. Wh- where, when and where? I don't know where or when. I'll get you that info, though. Okay, so, uh, you, all right, good. You guys are really put some time into planning this. <laughs> no, it's downtown Portland. <laughs> it's at a nice place. Don't worry about it. Um, hey, well, listen, all right, if you're inviting me somewhere, I'm going mountain biking with Al from Adidas on Friday evening, <laughs> who's in for a little uh, Portland area mountain bike ride. Is it the indoor place or are you going, actually going out? Uh, I think we're actually going to go. He's got a, a loop somewhere up in the trees that'll be... Pretty cool. That'd be sick. Al from Adidas. Okay, sure. Sounds good. Sounds official. <laughs> is, uh, Phil, is Phil Knight going to do anything on Sunday for you guys, too? Or? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Dropping names like that. <laughs> all right. You don't know. All right. All right. Whatever. Screw you guys. <laughs> He's like, I was being serious. Gonna, Screw you. <laughs> I'm going to take my box of free shoes, and I'm going to go mountain biking on my own. With Al. Uh, Ping, thank you for coming on the show. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Thanks for coming on, discussing the new bikes. And uh, yeah, well, I don't feel like we talked about a lot of bikes. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> really right? do nothing yet, did we? Eh, we did enough. We should out here at the race. Hey, when everything's out, let's do a podcast. All right, Ping. you some bitch. Shocking, Kiefer thinks the Yamahas are great. Oh, that's that's basically go. where yeah, it boils down to. That's stunning. <laughs> <laughs> stunning. <laughs> Kiefer, breaking news. Kiefer says, buy a Yamaha. <laughs> uh, thank you, Ping. Well, you got to go. You got a massage, so we got to let you go. I do. I do. I'm, uh, I didn't really want to bring that up. out from uh, a little bit of heaven over here. I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> on the you, you, you got one of those forearm strongs yet? I'm going to spray myself it's, up. No, no. no. <laughs> I'm spray right now, I think. Honestly, <laughs> spray I feel like, Ping, you should spray your whole body before the race. Yeah, I can hose myself down all morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hope all, I hope all those guys are just getting paid like money. Like just, oh my, like that guy hit me up because I said because something. they lost their dignity. They may as well get money. Oh man, right? Oh my god, you bet. I need, I need, have a flea dip. I need one of those flea dip things for for arm pumps. Just my whole body just dip me in. Let's just make our own shit and see how many guys want to jump on board. <laughs> Ping. Just give it a nice lemony scent and a little squirt bottle. Get, yeah. get Amber to start boiling some water, throw some shit in there. We'll see what happens. I seriously might take a bottle of Pledge down there and just hose my arms down with Pledge. <laughs> Dude, please do that. That would be so fucking rad. Honestly, though, have you tried it, Ping? Have you have you shot this thing out for Racer X? Have you? 
Have I done what? The the forearm strong. Do we have? No, any? I I I don't. I was supposed to get one. He wanted me to measure my arms and stuff, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm I, out. I got one. <laughs> you asked me for one thing, and I'm out. <laughs> um, Dan, Tru- I just, the only guy I know, I know, the only guy I know that's tried it is Dan Truman tried it for the Daytona. For the RC Daytona Supercross, and he got more on pump than ever before. <laughs> that's what, that's, right, JT? That's exactly what Dan said. Yeah, there were a lot of F bombs. <laughs> he tried uh, it, and he got more on pump than he's ever had in his life. So, dude, it's it's just like weight loss pills. None of them work. Right. It's like trying to make your wiener bigger. Those things do not work. Right. Those pills. Wiener so, bigger, arm pump. No, right. It, just go ride more. Like the sad that. part is, if they made some wiener bigger thing, I probably would try that. That's the sad part. Well, listen, there's not anyone on this conversation who wouldn't. So. <laughs> B- bigger, heavier, what is it? Wider. Wider. <laughs> Taller. Taller. Taller, longer. Yeah. Hey, fork tube. It's factory fill, fork tube. Now, what did factory fill use? Does he, did he use those pills? That's just took his shirt off. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> He doesn't want to talk about his brother-in-law yeah, like that. That's weird. No. All right. See you, Ping. Thank you for coming on. Sounds good. Yeah, boys. Always fun. See you, right, see see you. Uh, Saturday. See you. All right. Bye. David Pingree, Jason Thomas, Mono a Mono 125 Dream Race. <laughs> this weekend. Get to the fence, people. Wave them on. Where's the white towels? JT, uh, Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. Uh, big weekend for you guys. Debuting the 2017 gear. Yeah, it was uh, man, it was a busy day today. I feel like... Uh, Everyone just realized that we were doing this thing today. It was it was pretty pretty intense day at work, but uh, no, it's going to be good. I think we're we're in a good place. I think we're dialed in and, and ready to uh, to launch this thing. And you know, we've we've gotten so much more serious about trying to launch this thing and do it the right way. And uh, and that, that I think that comes with the brand growth too. So right, um, yeah, we we try to do it the right way and. and it's been uh, I've been you know playing uh, bad cop all day long trying to keep our stuff off the internet and keep people from kind of not that it's so much a surprise uh, but we just try to do it the right way and have a real product on. Why is it out there on the how how is it out there on the internet? How did that happen? Well, because so our our international distributors get you know they get their catalog and then some of them want to jump the gun and oh. uh, then other times you know dealers are getting presented their gear so they can pre-book everything too. Uh, and then you'll get guys that just want to take pictures, and, and they're excited, which I get it. You know, they want to show their customers, and, and they'll, you know, see some pictures online, and then it gets back to me, and I have to call them and politely ask them to take it down. Oh, okay. I haven't seen just, anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's no one, no one trying to do anything, like, wrong, you know, quote-unquote wrong. It's just, you know, we're trying to trying to make it all one cohesive unit and, and keep it fair for everyone because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's trying to get that sale to the customer, and, the first person to have it to offer usually gets the sale. So it, it gets a little dicey, but that's our extra part of it. I'm sure every brand deals with the same thing. Um, Kiefer's buddy here, uh, Alex, was just looking through the new Fly, fly catalog from last year. Is the catalog for 2017 going to be the same? Is it going to be? Uh, well, we will have a catalog, yes. But will it be the same? Uh, they were, they like were the layout. Like the layout's bitching. They were remarking on the colors and the layout and the way the catalog is. Uh, it's similar, yeah. I mean, the, you know, the cover the cover is obviously different. You know, it has to be so yeah. the parts guys can distinguish right. between catalogs. Uh, but the inside, yeah. I mean, we we keep a similar trend uh, because we want we want ease of ease for the for the guys flipping through the catalog to, 
you know, put their order in, too. So try to keep it a, little, a bit consistent. Well, here's but then what you I, want to change your photos up, too. So right. What I like is easy to read one, and then you have the colors, you know, the gear sets matched up with the gloves. And then in the back, where you can measure your hand, and then, like, it gives you a breakdown of, like, what's an athletic fit, what's a pro fit. Like, that's what I like. Like, how, how does this fit? And it, it, like, tells you exactly what it is and the cuts and shit. Yeah, we've been we've been trying to make it as easy as possible because the one thing I've learned, and I'm no different, you know, when I'm buying somebody else's product, the easier you can make it for me, the the better chance you have of selling it to me. So uh, we try to have the most informed customer possible, and the only way to do that is just keep throwing information out of it, you know, until they know everything that's going on. Just like you know what you're talking about with the glove fit and all that stuff, yeah. because. Fit um, is such a huge thing, especially with all the online viewers. They don't have the storefront to try things on, so they really need to get it right the first time. Uh, can we get Kenny Roxon on earlier? He really credited his, outdoor, his outside lines at Millville for. Oh, yeah? What he about did. Sports He did. Yeah, he just said he wouldn't follow anyone, so he just kept going outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, hey, but we don't have you for too long tonight. We got Dino coming up. Tony Lessie's coming on, too, JT. Yeah, Tony Lessie trumped me. You, you're, he did. I, I see where your allegiances lie. After everything you. I've been through you with, you just throw me to the side for Tony O'Leary. Um, you're out of your mind, dude. I'm down. Uh, you were scheduled in his spot, and then when Kiefer said he's in, yeah, I bumped you, kind of. Sorry, right, Jay. I will remember this day. Fly I racing. Rue the day. Fly racing. Uh, oh, Ping just texted me. And, he wanted to know who we pissed off the most. Cowie, Forearm, Strong, Moen, KT. <laughs> who has the bigger mixing spoon, Ping or me? <laughs> who did we piss off the most in that 10-minute conversation, 15-minute conversation? I would say definitely uh, Moen. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Studio X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. It's the X-Brand Tariff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Rapid-fire. Get some pap. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. The choice of Matt Bichelia, Kyle Chisholm, Brock Tickle, Freddie Norn, among others. Uh, terrific goggles. Fantastic company. Brand-new goggle coming in September. I'm so excited. I saw you. I sent you a photo, right? Yeah. Yeah, looks good. So you Can't say anything about it? Uh, no, nah, I don't know if we can. Okay. It's, it's Keeper, you know he, he wouldn't show me the picture? Really? He, he excluded me from the picture, yeah. Oh, he gets mad at me because I wear Oakley, so that's probably why he tried to lure me into the new photo. Oh, JT, I don't think I – I couldn't put it on a group text. I, I should have sent it to you privately. I can send it to you privately. Do you, I have a question. I couldn't put it on a group text. I what? have a question. What? Why not? Do you have a group text with everyone? <laughs> I have too many group texts, bro. Okay. Way too many. God, who are you scared of in the group text? Moser. <laughs> Loose cannon. I mean, is there any other guy? Is there any other guy? I don't know. I was just. I just wanted to hear you say. He's buddies with Joey from Fox. He's buddies with Conrad from Fox. I can't have that out there. You think that? You think that Joey and Conrad would be are super worried about X's new goggles? I don't know. Okay. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com, Pulpamex 2016, uh, no, Pulpamex 2016 is a code, yeah, to punch in and save yourself money at EKSBrand.com, terrific goggle, four-layer foam, the choice of champions everywhere, JP Money warm to a WMX title, and I can't even go on and on about how great the goggles are. Okay, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser, speaking of who, and um, we, uh, we have 30 seconds or less, you have to answer them, the time is on the clock, let's go. No, wait, I didn't turn your mic on. Oh. Okay, my bad. All right. Unbelievable. I know. Just uh, work on the app and stop, stop yeah, criticizing sure. me. Break that. <laughs> JT, we'll start with you. Uh, what was the best 125 you ever raced? Best 125 I ever raced? Uh, my 1999 
uh, YZ125. We were we were pushing some boundaries uh, with that bike, so oh. it was it was pretty damn good. Kiefer boundaries? Yeah, or? Right. no. Kiefer Kiefer blew the boundaries apart with like a, <laughs> a dynamite. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think everybody was was you know trying to get away with everything they could, but that bike was really really good. All right, next question. Kiefer, what is the power delivery on the electric niche bike most relatable to? Uh, one twenty-five two-stroke. What uh, is going on? Hold on, let's niche. take a step back here. One twenty-five two-stroke in between that and a two fifty F. What is going on with niche? Niche is having intros in August. Okay. Down here. All right. So we're at Bel Air. Yeah, right. No shit, right? That's where they belong. <laughs> um, no, some are probably at Paula. So um, they're just. Yeah, the orders are going out. The bikes are being made, and I just got did, an email last week. Did they have week. good response to the orders? People are like, are I guess from what their their allotments that they made, they sold all of them. Oh, okay, fantastic, so. good to hear. All right, Steve, uh, which rider's career had the biggest negative impact with the transition from two strokes to four strokes? Stu, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to. That's a hard to. Stu was. Stu was so good on two strokes. That's, that doesn't make sense either. Well, yeah, but when Stu was on, he was on. I mean, he had a perfect season on a four show. I know. I, I that's a dumb question. You know, do you guys have any ideas other than I'm trying to think uh, of riders know. back? I would then. say Mike Brown. Okay, that's a good that's one. That's a really sure. good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was one twenty five man. Stank dog. <laughs> the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> I think Steve Lanson maybe too. Maybe. All right. Uh, JT, whose twenty seventeen bike transition will be more challenging? Rocks into Hondo or Trey to KTM? Difficult to answer because I have not seen a, I haven't seen the Honda nor do I know anything about it. I think trades will be pretty easy because I think uh, he's going from a, a really good bike to maybe the best bike uh, out there right now. So I think trades will be easier. All right, seventeen seconds. Kiefer, what is the oddest thing you've seen Tony Alessi do in regards to bike setup? Bike setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little uh, magnetic thing on the frame, like the. You know what I'm talking about, Steve? If you, I was, I was testing which. Let me just say his 2012 RMZ 450 that Mike had was one of the best bikes I've ever ridden. It really set up well. But they had this little antenna-looking thing oh, on yeah. the frame. Yeah, I do remember that. And I was like, "What the f is that?" And it was supposed to be some kind of magnetic fields. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It's along the lines of JT's swing arm weight. But on the flip that side of that, good. on the flip side of that, that <laughs> I think it was good. He set up that bike really well. Mike's bike was really good that year. All right. Whatever happened to those weights? I, I swear to you, I swear to you, in all seriousness, you could tell a pretty big difference in how it works. Okay. I, I no, I swear to you. I, no. I don't. I mean, maybe they were just too heavy, or what are we talking about? I don't know. They used to have the weights on the back axle. It was a, a little oh, that cylinder. Little, that a thing cylinder. on the back. Yes, oh, and it was a weight right. that, would, that would work on a gyroscopic as the wheel went up and down. That thing, and it would push against the, the direction the it wheel was, was going. It was bolted on the, the very back, yeah. correct? Yeah. And yeah. it was like a flag. It was like a glamorous flag. It really, Without really mellowed yeah. out harsh hits. Like big bumps, like really sharp bumps and big breaking bumps. You could tell a difference. It mellowed the bumps out. JT's right. I tried it at Glen Helen, too, and he's absolutely right. It deadened the rear end. Okay. All right. Good job. Uh, Why are you so skeptical? I'm just I'm no, no, no. Guy. I mean, I'm it's just like, let oh, me yeah. spray my forearm strong stuff on. And no, we'll talk about it. Like, no, 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 no. That's totally two it, different it things. Did. I don't. That, then that's why I'm asking where it went because it really did. Like it wasn't life changing, but it was. It was you know a, a difference you could feel about that. Okay. 
All right, next question. Steve, why are top-level riders still experiencing burnout mid-season? They pay trainers a lot of money to ensure they don't overtrain. Well, half the fucking trainers aren't even trainers. I mean, who, who's really, you know, a professional trainer? Alden Baker. Yeah, I mean, Alden, uh, Dean Golick, who, you know, Trey uses. Yeah, Dean, yeah, um, Dean's super smart. Tell me. He has more degrees than Nick Lachey. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, wow. You know, t- Johnny Louch, uh, Doc G, uh, these guys. What do these guys got? What are they doing? Are they checking blood? Are they? I don't know. I'm just saying. What What I don't are think these they guys? They are. I think they're having people do it. Okay. Well, who, I hope Johnny Watch is not doing blood tests. I hope I, to God dude, that's not happening. I don't know. <laughs> um, so again, I think you know these trainers. Like who? Who? What are they? What are their credentials to do this stuff? That's all. And so it's just experience. It's experience based. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but having said that, like 29 races and 450s is is Sagey. Sagey's probably got some degrees too. Yeah, he's yeah, got he a shit ton. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean? I have, like, a, I have a question for you. Okay. I have a question. In this line of thinking, what is more effective as far as a trainer goes? Would a, would a guy like Gareth Swanepoel, who has real-world experience, he knows what it's like to do this at a high level, full seasons, he knows what you know riders feel, or a guy like Dean Golich, who has never really raced, he didn't go through this particular you know struggle of right. motocross, but he's... Th- one of the smartest people I've ever talked to in my life. Yeah, what, I'm, I'm going with the effective? yeah, I'm going with the analytical guy. I'm okay. going because whether it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether it's dirt bike racing, Tour de France, soccer, or anything, it's athletic um, exertion. It's all the same. It doesn't matter what you're doing. So if you're used to top level athletes, or used to top level athletes, if you're analytical and you know what you're doing, then it doesn't matter the sport to me. I think I don't know. It's my opinion. No, I, I don't know the answer. Right, There's no right. wrong answer. I just it's opinion. You know, we we should get Seiji on the show. Why don't we ever have Seiji on the show? I mean, you never asked. I'd love to have him on. I like Seiji. He's a great guy. Would he talk about other trainers and blow let people? Let me just out? tell you. Let me, let me set you down for this because it, if he, you ask him a question, you're going to get an answer. That's, oh, yeah. You know, okay. you know what I love about Seiji is I never know what's about to come out of his mouth. Yeah. No. Well, he likes Van Halen. I'm, I'm with him on that. He, he's super smart, and sometimes it's over my head when he talks. Uh, I'm like, you got to you got to right. dumb it up some. Um, yeah, I'll ask him a question, and I, I seriously have no idea what the answer I'm about to get. Like, most questions, you know, you're kind of like, right. oh, yeah, there's going to be a range of answers. No, no. Seiji is somewhere else completely. You know, a guy in the chat room says here he wouldn't want to listen to some guy who never even rode a dirt bike. And I get that, I guess. I, I, That's only for riding technique for me. Like, if I was going to go right. for, to do, like, a riding school, I would want a legit guy. Yeah, Like course. a Tortelli, right. Right. you know, Casey, right. Good Casey Johnson, guy. something like that. Good-looking guy, too, Tortelli. Some manicure tips, yeah. Man, yeah. Manscaping tips, yeah. yes. Would you would you remember uh, or Colleen Millsaps? Oh, uh, you broke up. What? Would you let Colleen Millsaps or Jeannie Carmichael teach you how to ride? No, I would not. But it is working for people. Pretty strong track record. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Well. But I, I understand your logic, though. I get your logic. That's yeah. why I asked. It's a real right. question. It, 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 let me just elaborate on that. It takes a special person to be able to teach you this, and they'd have to be around it for all their lives. So those two women have been around it and seen the best, right? So I think if they are special and smart and viewed what went on, they could relate it back to other people. 
That's I I 100% agree with you, and that's why whenever people start bagging on Alden, because Alden does the same. He he coaches guys the same way, but he's been around the best, and he's learned what works and what doesn't and what the right techniques are and what aren't. Just like he would go to school to learn about athletic training. He's gone through with the best in the world over and over and over. So I kind of see their point as far as he's never done it, but that doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's talking about at the same time. That's a lot longer than 30 seconds, but that's 30 fine. 30 minutes, right. All right, next question. JT, if you had to pick an, uh, another pro rider to be in the ESPN body issue, who would it be? Another pro rider? Yep. What a question I, is I'm that? not really into dudes, so I don't. I would probably would just refrain. I, I don't Sounds know. Sounds gay. I'll answer it. <laughs> Weston Pike. I'd pick Tortelli. I'd pick Tortelli. I think uh, I think they could have gone with either uh, Ryan or Kenny and gotten the same results. Like both of them are super lean, super ripped. You know, like that's just their. What about I think without even training? That's just their genetic. You know, they're they're lucky in that aspect. Is their their body types are conducive to that? What about pre for twenty fifteen Stu? He was ripped. I think right. like if you went back to like two thousand you know eight when he was on Alvin's program, absolutely he was ripped back then. But he did you know on that program you're not allowed to eat anything basically. Right. You know, but, so you're going to be super lean because yeah. of, he wants the you know that power to weight ratio. All right. What about women's racers? Which body issue for women's racers? Hey, let me just tell you something about that. What? Let me break that off to you. Okay. Women racers have been getting more. They're they're getting better looking. Back in the day, very butch, correct? Yeah. I've seen a lot prettier women racing dirt bikes now. Not, so which not one, so much which manly. Which one in the body issue then, bro? Oh, I will. Um, see, Tara Geiger did it right already. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not up on the women enough to know. Like their names, I've seen them. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, Colton Fasciati's wife. Forget her first name. Joe. 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 Something. Oh. Oh. I like to see Jolene. That'd be good. Fasciati's wife rides. She's hot too. Yeah. So I'd like to see her. Okay. Right. And and by the way, Dungy was photoshopped. Yes. His arms were huge. No, I don't know about that, but sh- they tone it and shadow it. No, you look at his arms when he's pulling back doing that wheelie. It's freaking pythons, Well, you don't dude. think they are that big then? No. He's pretty strong, dude. <laughs> the guy's pretty strong. But, I mean, not that thick. It looked thick. Okay. Things are getting a little weird. Let's next go next question. <laughs> I would assume, I think your point is correct, though. Any any photo you ever see in any kind of magazine like that is going to be had work done to it. That's just the nature of the business. Yeah. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. <laughs> Steve, uh, what has been the most memorable race you've ever watched at Washougal? At Washougal, memorable race. <sighs> Got to be Larry Ward somewhere in there. Uh, wow. First of all, it's hard to watch memorable races at Washougal because you can't watch much. It sucks for watching. It sucks for viewing. Um, Do you think if Rich Taylor would have had X-Brands on, he would have knocked himself out when he was winning? No, of course not. No, he would have been able okay. to see the track clearly. That's what I'm saying. Do you think he would have not? not you know, not you know, it might have been the most memorable race. Uh, McCormick's win, 98, 125s. Ricky got came from dead last to second. Yeah, almost. Sellards, Sellards won. Ricky got second. McCormick went one three or two three for the overall. Oh, he won the overall. Yeah. Oh shit. Right, McCormick won the overall. JT. Uh, or just a moto. I don't know. I think he won the moto. 
that was crazy I, I because the f- I was there. I'm looking know. it up right now. Uh, that was crazy because the fans were just going bazonkers. Uh, McCormick was on a um, was he on Demarini? Was he on FMF? McCormick is on a Honda. Was he on FMF Honda? Because that yeah, was, was that? FMF Honda. Oh, you know what? That was my team. I was on that year. Okay, you know what? That wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't '98. What about the other guy, local guy? It wasn't there. Huffman. Didn't he do good too? He was on. Well, yeah, they got to own the track. Yeah. Excuse me. It was '99. McCormick was on a Planet Honda. McCormick went five-one. True story about that. True story about that race. Uh-huh. Sorry to mean to interrupt your story, but yeah. my my one my stator went out in my 125 that day, and they could not figure out what was wrong with it all day. So. Road practice, rode the qualifier, barely qualified. I got like 10th in my qualifier because my bike wouldn't run right. Couldn't fix it. First moto doesn't run right. The whole moto, I get like 27th because it, it won't clean out. Like, you know, when a stator is yeah. going, it just like on top, it just won't go. Come in, they try a bunch of things, still don't know what it is. Go back out, same moto, second thing, same thing. I'm just in like mid-20s the whole moto, and I'm like raging pissed. So I come back, and I ride into the tent, and I just go ride my bike through the tent. Like, just step off the thing. Just clean out, like, toolboxes and stands. And oh, my and gosh. Yeah. You went 21-22 uh, on that day. Yeah, my bike, I seriously, like, honestly, if, if my bike would have run right, I probably would have been, I don't know, 13-14 on the day. Like, that's probably what it would have been. But when you just go for 70 minutes of your bike just going blah, 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 all the way around the track. It's, Does anybody it's ever, like, when your temper tantrum started back then, did, does anybody check you after that? Like hockey style? No, not, not not hockey style, but it's like, dude, what the f? Why are you doing that shit? Uh, well, they knew exactly why I was doing it that time. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I never really took it out on people. It's because usually it was my fault. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't freak out on people. The only time I ever freaked out, I freaked out on Brock Sellers one time because he broke myself at uh, Orlando. So I went into their tent on my bike, and it was all grass. Like the pits were all grass, kind of like uh, Vegas is. And I got off my bike and did donuts standing next to my bike until you couldn't see anything inside their tent because of all the dust. And then I rode off. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so 99 Washougal for me. Timmy did good that year, too. McGrath came back to ride one race. Timmy got fifth in one moto. Uh, he did really well. Button won that day. That was a good day. All right, next question. EKSBrand.com. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for checking out EKSBrand.com. And uh, if you don't wear X brands, you're not going to win. It's that simple, everybody. So uh, use code PulpMex16 when you're checking out. It's great guys, fantastic. Tony Lessie's coming up here shortly after Dean Wilson. Dean Wilson coming up right now. Red Bull KTM rider. Um, what else, JT? Uh, are you going to watch our race this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be good times. I'm excited. I uh, I want to thank for sure Joey uh, Lancaster for setting this thing up. I don't know. If, I'm sure he had a lot of help, but uh, I know he's been working a lot behind the scenes. Hope, and hope uh, you're happy, Moser. Hope you're happy, Moser. You got him in. All right, yeah. Moser. All the right. Uh, the guy Moto Stuff is uh, the shop that's lending me a bike. So uh, oh, that guy's way Moto cool. Stuff, MotoStuff.com. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, honestly, these guys have gone over the top to make this thing happen. You know, we haven't had to do anything really organizationally at all, and they're kind of just setting everything up. So, I know speaking for myself, having the opportunity to get back out there and ride is, I mean, something you you just can't do. Like with guys that are retired, we don't get to ride on race day anymore. Yeah, and uh, we. So we- it's, such a cool experience. We think the Legends thing isn't happening at Indiana, which sucks. So Yeah, the last I heard it wasn't. I, I'm all in if it does, but right. uh, as of now, I think it's not. So hopefully, I mean, I think something like that, seriously, 
could change in like two weeks. Like two weeks out, they're like, yeah, we're doing it, and everybody goes, you know. So I think there's still hope for it. Um, I, it was such a success last year. That's the bummer. It's like, why would you not do it again? Right. Before we get to Dean Wilson, who's on hold right now, uh, Jason Thomas, flyracing.com, uh, we were talking about Stu JT and uh, Kiefer was being a dick and said that, you know, he can't believe he didn't finish a second moto. He should have used super glue. Or Kiefer said you cut open your calluses, your blisters, and you spray them with contact cleaner, and it's 30 seconds of intense pain, but then they're perfectly fine after that. Um, you think and, that, that uh, arm pump spray would work? Maybe. But I'm, I think with Stu, you'll take the 10th, and you'll go on and hopefully get some more points, and he just needed to finish. The problem is... I do agree with you that, you know, if it's the last race of your life, yeah, you suck it up. The problem is if he goes out there and he just suffers through and makes it ten times worse, he's screwed for Washougal. There's no way. He won't be able to ride all week, and he's not going to be able to race again next weekend because he did so much more damage to his hand. Dick Keither? So, I think it, you know, he probably was tired, too. There's And I'm sure when you talk to Dino, Dino is probably tired. It's really hard to come back out and go racing from that long off. So, I don't care how good a shape you're in. That first race is tough. So I think he was probably tired on top of it. You know, the yeah. blisters made it that much worse. But I do I do think if you don't have anything to give, save it. Move forward. you got a 10th. That's way better than it's been all year. Move forward. Take momentum into Washington and try to improve on it. When your hands are better, you're more fit. Yep. Uh, I don't I don't think he had anything to give in that second moto. So yep. there you go, regardless Keeper. of his hands or not, he goes out there and, and rides around in the back, which doesn't do anybody any good. I don't agree. Huh? I agree that you should have did something and just soldiered it. I understand you're tired. I get it. I understand that. But the hand part is what I don't understand. You got blisters? I understand. I've had blisters ripping across my hands. I get it. I understand. It hurts. It hurts. Do something. I would almost guarantee you, and I, and I have no evidence to back this up, but I would almost guarantee you that it was more than just blisters. I that, guarantee you then, he was tired. And they, and some, on some level, you have to look at, hey, if he goes out there and crashes again, we're in the same boat we've been in over and over and over. So we had some positives today. Mm-hmm. He's obviously not into it. For mm-hmm. the second so why are we going to send him out there and do a bad mm-hmm. thing? Some positives. You've yeah. had some positives. You, you, you've won a heat race. You've All done right, this. Listen, we got Dean on the phone. We got to go. Christ. All right. But JT, he's, he's a man of, he's very smart. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Matt, text me. Text me. I want Dean's opinion on, on this. Well, hold subject. on. We'll get him in. Dean Wilson, welcome Thanks. to the show. Hello, Steve. How's it going? We're good. JT's on the line. Keith, Chris Keefer's here. JT, go ahead and ask Dean. You asked him. You, you laid it out already. Go for it. No, you said. Text you what Dean said. What? What? what no, you? I wanted you to lay it out for the same way you did me. You, I'll lay it out. Dean's opinion. Yeah. Well, Dean's not going to bag on Stu. He doesn't. He's, he's not going to. No, do nobody's that. bagging on Stu. This is what, yeah. what's the best decision. Dean's been in this position. He was in this position a bunch of times over recent years. He's had struggles. So, I want his opinion. He, he's better suited to answer this than we are. Right. Okay. Go ahead, Keeper. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Stu! Stu pulled Who out. asking? Right, Stu pulled out second moto. Said he had blisters. Right, okay, Dino, you have blisters. First moto, you come in. You're like, oh, I see these blisters on my hands. They're starting to rip apart. Do you a say, okay, I'm good for the day, or b do you try to remedy the situation as best as you can and go second moto? If you're Stu, so you're asking me if I pull out. Well, we know you pull out, but do you pull out of the race? Uh, I was just joking. Um, I don't know. I think for me, it was all about soldiering through it. As painful as it was, it wasn't like my hands were painful. Just the results kind of painful to write around there, you know, like it was 
I, I, I think it's best if he would have soldiered through it and try and finish two moles, no matter what the results were. It's just for me, it's, it was good for me because it's somewhere to start and it, it's Thank start, you. and then you can try and build off it. And and I don't know. I just I think I don't have hand. I've never really had blister problems like that, so I can't say. <laughs> Steve, I really, I really think, and I, and I. I can't argue with your opinion, obviously. Uh, I really think that Stu was in a position where he's like, I don't have anything to give. If I go out there, it's going to be over really, really quickly. That, that's, And I think blisters are an easy way to kind of, you know, explain the situation. But I, I just have a feeling with he's a baby and all the things he probably wasn't, you know, like Dino's been getting after it for the past couple months. I don't, I just don't think Stu's been in that situation. I don't think he's been head down, training, riding like crazy every day. I, Let's I just take that. the 10th and we'll move on. Right, right. I, I honestly don't think he had anything left. Yeah, he, has no, more, he has no finishes for, for, for six months. He's barely finished anything. Take the 10th. Be happy. Yeah. So, all right. We'll let you go, JT. Thanks. Is that right, the case closed? Case closed. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Thank you, JT, for coming on. This Appreciate interview it. is over. Uh, hot cams. Bringing you Dean Wilson from uh, Red Bull KTM Unleashed the Power within HotCamsInc.com. At checkout, type out HotCams2016. They want to give you the extra power you need by offering our listeners a discount. The leader in design and development for dirt bike cam shafts. Welcome, Dean. Thank you for answering that question. No problem. Thanks okay. for having me. So eleven eleven, I was talking to someone close to you. He may or may not rhyme with Shmoni Shmaria, and he may or may not be your agent. And I said, if Dean gets two motos in the top ten, I think that's great. And he said, I agree. And you were close, 11-11. Are you happy with that? Uh, not really. I mean, <laughs> I came in just wanting to finish two motos, and I did. I was trying to come in with more of a open mind, have fun, you know, finish two motos solid. Mm-hmm. But then just being a, a racer kicks in, and then you're just not real happy. I'm not, I'm not really happy with how I rode. And I've been training pretty hard, but it was kind of uh, really kind of showed me that I'm not near 100% just because in my left-handed corners, I'm so timid around them because mm-hmm. I just don't want to, like, uh, hit my, my leg really hard on the ground or something silly like that. Right, so right, right. The confidence is building on my left-hand corners, but I'm, I didn't come in at 100%, and I knew that. So I guess 11-11 is fine, but it's. Uh, I think I just got to keep improving, and, and I'll be fine. Was I happy? Ah, it was all right. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think bro. you did fine. Dude, yeah. You've been out since Anaheim too. It's so long. Like seriously, it was. It's been a long. I know. I keep telling myself that it's been a long time, but you always just kind of. Right. I honestly would have been a little bit happier if I just got like a tenth. I was one point out, but <laughs> and then you can always say like I don't know. I just was gassed. At it. I was just yeah. I just kind of had to soldier through it. As painful as it was, like I was. Don't think I've ever rode so bad and slow, but I got through it. You know, so it's just good to get past that point and then move on to this weekend and have it. I was actually supposed to go back to Florida, but after the race, I was like, man, I need to get back to California, and and I just wanted to be with the team and, oh. and test a few things and um, train train with Tyler and 
stuff like that. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got a question for Red Bull KTM's uh, Dean Wilson on the Pulp Mech Show presented by uh, HotCamsInc.com. Uh, yeah, Dean, I was going to ask you about testing as a, as a former mechanic. Like, did you? They've been riding with Dunge and Marvin's been at the, all the races. Do they kind of start you off with like a Marvin setting and go, here's our best, what we got so far? Or do they kind of, I mean, because you don't have a lot of time, do they break it down and spend a ton of time with you and, and all that? Or how does that go? Well, for me, I honestly don't really complain very much about my bike. But <laughs> after the weekend is when you really know you need to do something. And right. my bike's been awesome, but I just fear, felt um, in my motos when I was tired that it was just, so explosive at the turns, I just felt like it was ripping my arms off, and it was like I was having to hold on real tight. So yeah. I think I'd almost be better with a slower engine or slower setup, just so I can, mm-hmm. with you know, do the full 35 minutes at a halfway decent pace than doing one lap fast. You know? Yeah, for sure. And hey, as always. There is, as Kiefer knows this too, there's nothing like you could train your balls off, you could practice your balls off at the practice track, but nothing like getting in racing with 39 other guys, right? Like to, to exactly. be like, you know, you're like, you think you're good. I mean, you look like you're in good shape. You're doing the work, but it's just. Yeah. Uh, there's not yeah. like race shape for sure. There's being in shape and then there's in race shape. And, and it's crazy because the second moto, I got like a good, pretty good start. Mm-hmm. I was like in sixth, then I got in the fourth by the second turn. And then. I, I've never gotten passed by so many writers in one lap. It's really embarrassing. I like almost went. I just got a bad start. It was like, I, I was, I got passed by like three guys in one turn. I was like, what just happened? But got to take it with the grain of salt and move on and yeah. have a good week this week. Yeah, so, Phil, Phil said that when Roxon passed him, it almost blew him off the track. He, he was. Well, I, my dad told me, he's like, did you see the second row? I was like, no. He's like, you've got to watch it. And I was like, all right. So I watched it. I could not believe rocks in that first lap. That's like <laughs> that's like some James Stewart stuff like back right. in the day. That's Thank you. Pretty nuts. I was jaw dropped. Yeah, he was on earlier tonight, and we asked him, and he's like, yeah, it's not my best I felt. I felt better at Redbud. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> he came through. Before he hit the rollers, he was like, I don't know. And then he came out the second set of rollers, and he was like, must have passed at least nine bikes. It was insane. <laughs> Including you. Every road Somewhere in there. Hole, he got through it. It's, yeah. Know, that was insane. I was impressed. No, for sure. He rode great. Um, what was uh, what was the – well, first of all, I was thinking about your comeback this weekend. I was talking to your buddy, uh, Paul Parabinos, your, your man friend, number one fan, Paul. And he yeah. said – he told me you were coming back to Milvan. I'm like, ooh. Like, if you waited one more week, Washugo would have been a better track to come back in. Cooler weather, smoother track, a little smoother anyways. Why did you choose Millville? Why did you want to come back and get yourself ready for the ultimate test? Well, I honestly don't really remember Millville being as rough as it was. (laughs) I I feel like this, I don't know if it's just because I haven't been racing, but for one, the track in the morning was, like, really muddy in practice. It was like a mud bog. And then... It just got really rough and gnarly, and I've never seen it that rough. So for one, I didn't really expect it to be as rough and rutted up and as gnarly as it was. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy that track. I raced there as an amateur, and it's just a place that I enjoy. And I'm glad that I started there. I think Redbud would have been too early for me. Southwick would have been just a little too gnarly to start off. So I thought mm-hmm. Melville would be good, and I'm glad I did it because um, 
I learned a lot, and, you know, we're already testing some stuff for this week, moving on to next week, and I already feel better just personally I feel better, and I feel like I woke up really happy and excited just to get writing today and right. and, and push to be better, and, and yeah, it's good. I saw you posted that photo yourself. You didn't have great form. It was probably late in the moto, and you're like, oh, happy man, to be I'm here. <laughs> you look so stiff. I know I looked bad. I looked at pictures. And every picture looked like I was in the C class. And I'm like, oh man, we I got work to do. I thought you. I still. I watched the second practice in the sand whoops, and uh, I thought you looked good through there. I thought you were one of the better guys. So. Um, yeah. That well, that was that's kind of like my strong point. Mm-hmm. In the race, I was I was honestly too gassed out to even hit them fast. Like a couple times, I kind of swapped, so I kind of like jumped off the track and took a breather. Then I went back on. <laughs> All right, let's get to some phone calls for you. First up, then John Ayers came up on the mule. I'm like, oh man, he's making me go through these things. <laughs> he's gonna yell at me. Thomas, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, Hot Cam's bringing you Dean Wilson. Uh, what's your question for Dino? What's up, Dean? Uh, I gotta say that weekend's pretty good for seeing uh, how bad your knee was after after that race on your Snapchat. That was yeah. Gnarly. See, eleven eleven's good. Be happy, right? Yeah, I was, what uh, was, what do you have to sorry. do to your knee after it gets that swollen? Well, what happened? You with have my to get knee drained. With, with obviously, I'm only five and a half months out of surgery, so most people are only just getting writing by now. But I worked really hard on my therapy and and stuff like that, so I got back earlier than expected. And then, you know, so racing at five and a half months is pretty kind of impressive, and. My knee really was just swelled up bad after the race because it just took a huge pounding all day. And um, it was weird. I was rubbing my knee after the race, and it was real. uh, There was, like, chunks inside all broken up. And just from the adrenaline, I pushed my knee farther than normal. And, like, I, I dabbed it really hard a few times, and I broke scar tissue. So that's why it kind of swelled up. It didn't hurt me or anything. Mm-hmm. I definitely had to ice my knee and, and elevate it since after that. And I rode today, and it was totally fine. But Yeah, yeah that was going to be my next thing. question. Is uh, did, Are you going to ride during the week after your knee being that swollen? But it yeah, bro, like it's, it's good. good to go. Right. It, yeah, he's it, like, good. Steve, I don't know if you, you don't have Snapchat, so you don't have I have Snapchat, but I'd rather not oh. let anybody know that because I just want to keep it on the low key, on the down low. But, um, you have Wilson on there? I don't. No, I should have Dean on there because Dean, Dean, does Dean take photos of his chick? Every morning when he was coming back, <laughs> I live in Southern Actually, California. Hey, he does have a good-looking chick. You should no, follow him. No, I know. Does he, have, does he put yeah, his she, chick on Snapchat? Yeah, he's sometimes, yeah. Okay, I'm going to follow her. I'm going to follow him for her. Yeah. There you go. On, when he was coming back, every single morning, I'd wake up. I live in Southern California, so Florida times ahead of me. I'd see him riding his uh, his road bike every day. I'm like, I was stoked to see that because I'm a big fan. So seeing that, you're going to come back strong. And 11-11 is pretty impressive for this quickly after that that whole knee surgery. Oh, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thomas. No problem, uh, man. Hey, do you have a bike, Thomas? Do you ride? Yeah, I do. I, I race a lot, actually. Do you want to fly racing uh, F2 carbon helmet with MIPS technology? Heck yeah, I do. All right, bro. Stay Damn, out. Tom getting hooked up. Yeah, I, I like I like Tom. I like the, I like the passion in Tom having a being a fan of Dino oh, and and Snapchat. What? Oh, did that come out? What did he say? I don't know what he said. What'd you say, Dino? 
No, I seen Mrs. Kiefer on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. She's, yeah, she's, she's got a top. She's top heavy, too, bro. We know what's up. Um, <laughs> hey, Thomas, so stay on hold. Uh, uh, Travis will get your information. And uh, congr- sure. congrats. Thanks for calling the show. Yeah, no problem. Have a nice night, guys. All right, thanks. Uh, get, find, out, find out which one he wants, too, uh, That's Travis. That's cool. Uh, Fly Racing F2 Carbon Helmet uh, with MIPS technology. Uh, Dean Wilson here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Dino, how much... Uh, well, first up, MX Nations. Any chance you ride for? Uh, uh, I'm not going to say Canada. I know you think that, but I'm, I'm not. I've let it go. Any chance you ride for uh, Great Britain? Have they talked to you? Or is there anything going on? Not sure. I haven't. Uh, no one's spoken to me yet. So okay. No idea. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It seems kind of. It's kind of tough because everyone's kind of been really inconsistent this year over there with Tommy. Yeah. He does well, then he doesn't do well. Same as Matt, he does well, doesn't do well. Sean's exact same, so it's, they've all been a little bit inconsistent. So it's, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, Sean. I'd like to go though. This Majora Park looks really cool, and I think the fans will be crazy there. So yeah, um, Max's bike seems to break every other moto, and Sean gets hurt. Sean's hurt this year. So, yeah, yeah, he's got a broken. Ha- I think he's coming back from a broken hand. I know. Um, hey, so you're one of those guys that all of us me- media people talk about because you're one of those guys like tickle and weimer and pike and brayton you need a ride next year um how much do you think about that how much do you stress about it well i was really stressing on a couple months back but um at this point i mean i can only do so much and i mean i was stressed on a lot and you know my my people i guess you could say had to talk to me and, <laughs> and kind of Look at the big picture type of thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, I just, you can't control the uncontrollable, you know, I, I just want to, I just have to come back and be healthy and take it race by race and do the best I can. And that's all I can really do. You know, um, it sucks cause I really haven't raced this year. So I kind of get overlooked and kind of get known as a writer that's going to get injured, which, you know, I understand that cause I have been getting injured. Mm-hmm. I would just like to hope that this is uh, a fresh leaf for me. And, um, you know, I mean, I've been through a lot, and I feel like I still have the speed and the talent to do well. And I just feel like I've grown a lot as a person. You know, I've I've, I've matured a lot, and that's why, like, this weekend, you know, I, I took an 11-11, and it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But I got it done, and I'm just – I have a good mindset to where I know every weekend is going to get better from here on. So, yeah. Of course, having a ride is in my mind, and right. I would. It just it sucks to be in the position of not knowing. But all I can do is just do my part and work hard, and hopefully let the rest unfold. Yeah, you're right. That's really like like you said. Like your like your people said, don't stress about it. Just ride your bike, and and whatever happens, happens. Because nothing like yeah, nothing's going to change. You know what I mean? Um, you yeah. just got to put in results. But man, it's crazy because yeah. there's so many good guys without without deals and. You know, all of us fans love talking about it. The media, all of us in the media like talking about it. And I feel bad because there are going to be some dudes. I don't think you're going to be one of them, but some guys are going to be really good guys without rides. And that sucks, you know? Yeah, it's tough. It sucks too, but everyone's just, there's just, I feel like this day and age, I feel like there's so many good writers. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. I think it's because all the kids that come up from the lights class, like they're all getting groomed so early now you know like yeah they're like you they're like on a full program on 60s and like they come up and they're so good in the lights class and then all these good guys 
are good in the 250 class and they get bumped out from getting pointed out and then the 450 yeah. class is stacked. It's just insane. Yep, you're God. right. No joke anymore. It's, these are all full-on full athletes that are racing. You know, there's no one that, that's doing well out there that's just, you know, messing about. Everyone takes this very seriously and it's gnarly. So, yeah. All right. Hey, um, Looking at your Instagram stuff, we were talking about Instagram. First but, of all, uh, what's Dino's Snapchat? I got to get on this. Oh, what, what is it? What is your Snap, Dean? Dean Walton one five M at. Okay, there you go. Got to get on this. Suki knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stop it! How uh, you know? I see the Instagram. You riding in Florida, riding the tracks. Um, how enjoyable is the process of getting up, knowing that you have some bitching tracks to ride in Florida? Because they look amazing, you know. And uh, I know you're getting ready to race and stuff, but, man, it's got to be a huge weight off your shoulders knowing you get to wake up and ride some quality tracks. Yeah, it's, there are some sweet tracks out there. It's, you know, it's kind of funny because I write at Baggett, and me and Baggett have yeah. rivals and <laughs> right. bucking heads for a long time. But like I said, as you get older, you start to mature, and, you know, we're just two guys trying to do a job, and he was nice enough to let me come right, you know, right at his place. Um but anyway, so I get to ride that track, which is really good. And, and Kenny also lets me come and ride his track. And then Chad comes and lets me ride his track. So it's pretty good to have those options. <laughs> but uh, And it's enjoyable. But during the week when you're suffering, during your 30s, I wouldn't say it's the most enjoyable just because it's so hot and humid. You literally, after your motors, you're just ripping your gear off and getting in some AC and drinking water. It's pretty intense. That's why I like they say the races are easy because during the week is you know where the hard work is and where you're really suffering. Uh, all right, let's get to some phone call. Nick, what's going on? What's your question for Dino? Hey, Dean, huge fan. Um, just want to know how your training's going with Tyler and stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's going really good. Um, Tyler's been really good for me, and uh, yeah, we've been working hard. It's, I've never really been on like a. Like, I've been pretty structured, and I've always worked hard, but with Tyler, it's uh, really structured every morning. We're doing, like, cardio in the morning, and, uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's uh, almost like every day we do something. We don't really get – we get Sundays off, and that's it. But, yeah, it's going good. I'm actually really enjoying it. Cool. Thanks. Very cool. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting. Dino, last question for you. Uh, burning house, house is on fire. Truman and Parabinos are stuck inside. You can only rescue one of them. Who do you rescue? Oh, you're going to put that on me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. Who do, you, who do you rescue, Truman or Parabinos? So what happens now when I need a favor from Truman and I'm in Florida and uh, he hears the answer and then he doesn't come do it for me because he's like, oh, you left me in a burning house. So it's Paul then, or I mean, both both guys have kids. I know Paul. Both, yeah, both guys have kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, damn it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Dino's he's pleading the fifth on this. I like it. All right. Um, we won't ask you any more than Dean. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, thank you for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Eleven, eleven at Millville. I got a feeling you'll just get better from here, and uh, it's good to see you back on the track with you and Stu and Kennard back this weekend. That was exciting. Like. Yep. Like, good for the class, you know what I mean? Like, it was interesting to see. I wasn't pumped about it, but <laughs> uh, I was hoping I would be the star of the show and, you know, right. hopefully be the first one back. Um, or the only one back, sorry. But that happened last year when I raced Unidella and I came back. It was like 
Kennard came back. Bogle came back. Uh, there was, uh, Sean Simpson came over. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, right. There was like five guys. I'm like, come on. What? So is your, is your bike going to be a little tamed down this weekend? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that's the best thing for me. I think that's the best thing for me. No, I mean, that's legit. A lot of guys well, do yeah, that. Well, yeah, but what know? about the start now? What about the start? You know? Yeah, well, I'm going to do a pair of starts this week, so we'll figure it out. Okay, all right. Yeah, bring some clutch plates and, and, and get Knock busy. Button. Right. Um, all right, thank you again. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. All right, see you, see Dino. You all right, Dean Wilson, everybody, brought to you by HotCamsInc.com. I like Dino as an interview. Really good. Yeah, so, he's always upbeat and nice. And... He, I was going to bring it up to him on the air, but I decided not to. But he thought my Instagram response to Anderson wasn't good. What did he say? He said I was being too much of a pussy. Because you responded. I, I responded, yeah. yeah. So, eh, you know, whatever, he's fine. I'll, I'll take it. Everybody's, everybody can welcome their opinion. So. Um, did he say anything after all that? Who? J.A.? No. He's never responded to you after that? No. Okay. I don't think he would call me. Quit being a dick. See? That's what, that's what he would say to me. Uh, all right. Dark Side, you've been on hold almost all show. We gave you a Roost MX t-shirt for your uh, oh, yeah. for your efforts. We apologize. It's been a jam-packed show. You can blame Kiefer because he added Tony Lessie late, and we've been rushing <laughs> through things. But uh, what's up, buddy? What's happening? No apologies necessary. Um, i got a couple questions if you got time. Yep. First question, multiple times throughout listening to shows and listening to this different interviews and whatnot, guys talk about burning their clutches up in, like, one race or one moto. I'm trying to figure out, like, how I'm running 06 CRF 450. Ten years now I've been racing on it, and I'm still on the stock clutch. What? Yeah, no, it's, it literally just started slipping last weekend a little bit. Mm-hmm. Huh, like, okay. I, I mean, I guess that's obviously rare, but I just don't think how a guy burns a clutch up in one, especially on a four-stroke Here's that the, quick. I can kind of explain that because I, okay. I, go, I go through clutches kind of quick. And me and Travis kind of talk about that too. Is they're not using the clutch so much in the corners like you would think in a two-stroke where you're fanning it, ah, you know, getting out of corners. It's more so they're using the clutch to modulate the the front wheel. And mm. uh, I slip the clutch only to keep my front end down. And with the 450, when you got some power in you, you kind of modulate that thing constantly around the whole lap of you know the whole track just to keep your front end down. And if you're if your weight is off of your bike, like too far back, you kind of modulate the clutch to to scoot your way back up and to, you know, keep the front end you down. Mean like, so, like in a straightaway, you may do that. Yeah, straightaway, coming out okay. of a corner, right. you know, in you know, even over jumps, okay. you know, it's 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 more so on a, on a big bike. It's more so you're not fanning it and slipping it to to get the RPMs up. You're mostly fanning it and slipping it to keep the front end down. Okay. Well, I was just, I, I'm still amazed that I've got 10 years on this bike and it's never done top end either. I've changed the valve one time. You know, I'm, I'm, I can't be more happy with my Honda. Uh, but anyway, my other question, right before Southwick, you guys were talking about the track coming up and like how it gets narrow in certain areas. I was under the impression there was a width rule. Is that just for a maximum or, or am I wrong that there's even a rule for the width of the track? Steve? Uh, there is a rule, yeah. I, I, I mean, they inspect the track. I don't know what the rule is, but, um, yeah, I mean, I would imagine they meet the, the guidelines, although you're right. Some of these tracks are pretty narrow in some spots. Well, even in your interviews, you know? post-race interviews, like I say, oh, it's narrow over here yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know? um, but yeah. Th- there's rules in place. Same with, like, having a path for the asterisk stuff. Um, 
you know. So I guess they meet the rules, you know. Dark side, okay. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I was just curious. Like, right. I know I was out there when they were first building Freestone, and that was something they were talking about a lot. I was out yeah, there helping them. And... Yeah, there's definitely rules. There's no doubt. Okay. Um, so. All right, guys. Hey, appreciate it. You guys killing it tonight. Keep it up. Thanks, man. Thanks, See man. Ya. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, we put you on hold for a long time, um, and uh, we appreciate. It. We give you a T-shirt from RoostMX.net. Uh, second caller right now wins a wins a pair of RoostMX graphics for their like RoostMX.net. Second caller, Travis. Um, uh, will da, 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 da. Uh, we'll win a set of graphics from those guys from uh, from RoostMX.net. Uh, Tony Lessie's coming up. 9.15, so let's get to the Race Tech email segment. Race Tech, uh, we love these guys, and uh, are you looking to get the most out of your bike suspension? Get Race Tech's proven lineup of suspension components and services done at Race Tech headquarters, headquarters in Corona, California, or at your local Race Tech service center, or check out the guides on Racetech.com. Pick up yourself, pick up a do-it-yourself gold valve kit. Uh, and also, too, they've got a new engine deal uh, going on, and uh, they're going to do some work on Project uh, 89 for me, and uh, they've been doing a ton of work on their Instagram. Um, and uh, please uh, check them out. Uh, valve jobs, porting, honing, decking, and more. Racetech Engine Services Department experience, staff, and state-of-the-art equipment have you covered. Just You know what? Just get your damn oil changed, if nothing else, from Racetech, okay? So uh, use code PULPMEX16. Uh, when you're going to race decks, here's some emails. We got our winner, so stop calling everybody. Travis is talking to him right now for the set of Roost MX graphics. Jammer sent this in. Steve, let me start off by saying uh, thank you for reading my email on the air. I was the one that said the Martin Demolition Company will go one, two, stamp it. Your co-host was right, Eddie Ray. Cooper Webb got in the middle, but what a day of racing. It was front-to-back action filled, and my guy Amart was right there. Rocky Rudy. Uh, Hoosiers, these are some of my favorite movies, so I'm a sucker for the underdog, and they don't get make that dog better than Amart. I agree. With the shit he went through to get where he is, he never gave up believing, and as close as he come to winning this year, the champagne will taste all the sweeter when it happens. A fun day at an amazing track. I hope you had as much fun as I did. What Question, what track do you think he has the best chance at winning in the remaining races? Amart. Does he win? Kiefer, four left. Mm-hmm. And which one gives him the best chance? Uh, whew. We got Washougal. What else do we have? Unadilla. Oh, my God. I can't believe I have you as a co-host. Oh, calm down. I don't even know the fucking Washougal, schedule. Unadilla, Dick, Indiana. Dick the, what am I missing? Dick Kiefer. What am I missing? Uh, just the track where Timmy Ferry won a moto beating Ricky Carmichael in 03. Oh, where, where's that at? Are you serious? Yeah. Bud's Creek. Bud's Creek. Oh, that's no. right. We haven't gone to Bud's. I thought we did already. Yes. I'll say Bud's Creek then. Bud's Creek. Amart takes it. Great radio. Okay. Um... All right, this question, Nambros. Uh, okay, Jay Stewart is back for one national, Millville. Who got cut so he can scrub it out again? Give the job who has earned it, Blake Baggett, Bichelia. Proof is in the pudding, boys and girls. Hate me if you must. I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, first of all, <laughs> Nambros. Nambros. Bichelia's hurt and Baggett's hurt. Nobody got cut for JS coming back. Nobody said, hey, you got to sit on the sidelines because James is back. God, people love to hate James. They love it. I don't hate him. No, I don't. I'm not, I don't mean it in your sense, but they right. love it. Um, here's a question for you, Kiefer, from Adam. Steve, dist- wait, I think I read this. Did I read this? Yes. Steve, to start off, I want to say I finished listening to David Bailey podcast. It's amazing how much you have grown and improved since then. You went from sounding like a guy in his parents' basement to a professionally done show. Kudos on, I think I read this, but anyways, here's a question for Kiefer, so maybe that's why I think I didn't read it. Maybe I did. I don't know. Great radio. Uh, he purchased a 2016 CRF 250. Okay. Uh, he was curious if you guys had any tips to improve the bike. I know Kiefer will suggest dumping the air forks. 
I can't do that right now. Okay. Uh, any certain items on the bike I should keep an eye on, any certain parts that may wear out. Coming from an 06 CRF250 with a carb, I'm amazed how much better the 16 feels and rides. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit, Adam. Right. Uh, anyways, what do you recommend for the for the CRF250? Uh, first things first is you can get mufflers because those little pee holes that are on the mufflers on the CRF250 don't breathe. So open it up, find you know muffler company you want to go with, do that. That'll help it breathe. That'll get you another horse or two. Um, backfire screen, you can take it out of your air filter cage, or you can twin air cells a cool cage without the backfire screen. Um, that actually helps a little bit. And, you know, suspension-wise, you want to stick with the Air Fork. I've actually ran a couple companies, Factory Connection and Racetech. Racetech.com. Race no, I ran some Racetech stuff that was pretty good. And Factory Connection had a, a good setting as well. Racetech.com. So uh, I would start there. And that thing turns good. I would leave the stock clamp on. All that stuff's good. You know, Ride engineering if you do want to change the clamp, though. And uh, otherwise, you know, if you want a little bit more power, try a Vortex Ignition. That helps on those, too. All right, that's a tip for the CRF 250. Um, yeah. Dean Wilson, David Pingree, and Kenny Roxon all on the show tonight. Uh, Tony Lessie coming up here. The NFAB JGR check-in, the NFAB question of the day, and the BTO tweet at Travis segment. Let's squeeze in the question of the day if we can uh, there, Travis Marks. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, customize your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the market-leading design and style from NFAB. They hand-built all their products at our 150,000-square-foot facility in Houston, Texas. Uh, NFAB and Pro Yamaha Race Team, of course, and the JGR team all depend on NFAB products, and uh, our big, NFAB's a big part of those teams. At NFAB Inc. on Instagram and Twitter to see what goes on with, uh, with the folks at NFAB. Light mounts, uh, sidesteps, uh, bumpers, pre-runner bumpers, bed cages, um, all that kind of stuff is available at NFAB. And uh, Kiefer, speaking of trucks... You have five of them now. Your you. wife is what? upset at you. No, she was stoked. Well, she's sending out snaps. Yeah. Um, of how many? She can't get you the have. driveway now. Cause do you me. do you have insurance and everything on all these? Or yeah. Like, so you just pay for vehicles you don't use? Well, you know, okay. a you couple of them a, are paid off. You had a Sprinter. I got a Sprinter. Yeah, I went to all on vacation in Colorado, and I was tired of driving my truck and trailer. So I was like, I need a Sprinter just from what I do. I'm always at the track. Hold on. What do you mean a truck and trailer? Well, I took my truck and a trailer with me on vacation. Oh, but not generally. You don't use a truck and trailer. I don't ne- normally no. use a trailer. Right. It's just it was a pain in the ass. Because of one trip a year, you bought a Sprinter? Well, I've been wanting one anyway yeah. because I've been wanting to take it to the track. When I go test, I like to you know hibernate inside something, and it's nice to get in there. Okay. Yeah, so, so I got a Sprinter. Did you look at used ones or no? Just you just had too I, much I was cash. looking at a used one, but yeah. it was actually harder to get a, a loan for a commercial vehicle that's used versus a, a new one. Oh, so and and to think you hate money because you won't do your podcast. I won't. But you yeah, have so much money. I just will not do that. You have so much money. You buy new Sprinters, and then you have a you have a you have a, a red uh, Dodge. Yes. And then you have Heather's got a Jeep. Yes. And you have a beater, right? You have, I have a, beater a beater truck, truck of some that, sort. But that's been my truck for twelve years. Yeah. Okay. I usually buy a truck every 10 years. But you still have insurance and registration on the beater truck. Like, get rid of it. Uh, I am going to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I only have PD on that because it's paid off. Are you getting the, uh, are you keeping the red Dodge and the Sprinter? Yes. Cause I want to keep am I my... missing one in there somewhere? Heather has a Nissan car that we drive up here that okay. we drive that to. She f- five. Five cars. Yeah. Okay. Well, have I don't you... want to, here's my deal. I like my stuff nice to keep nice because it's hard earned. Oh, okay. I thought people. I thought you were going to be one of those guys that like to keep the shit. Well, no. Ugly. I mean, you get a new truck and you drive the track all the time. It fucks it up. So 
Are, have you seen some of those people that have converted those sprinters into moto vans? They look so bitchy. It's badass. Is that what you're going to do? No, I'm not going to go ape shit. No, like I'm, that. no, he said I'm not. I don't want to spend any more money. Like I want to put a partition in the back. You got to insulate it and everything, right? It's it has that stuff in it in Does the back it? already. Okay. It's not a full cargo. It has a window on the side. Okay. And uh, put some cabinets in and a tire rack, and I'm good. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Keep it simple. Really? I want to hit a motocross stuff. What? Well, yeah, since we're, we're talking you, moto vans, bro. Yeah, it moto van. Works. We could be going after dark, but no one leaves a voicemail. If you have a bedroom question, an after dark question, please leave a voicemail. We will get to them for Kiefer. We just have not had any. Apparently, Kiefer solved all the problems with PPMs and everything else the last uh, time we were up here. We need more. There's got to be more. That's problems. right. Um, okay, so yeah. All right. Uh, so I was getting the NFAP thing because they don't make parts for sprinters, but they trucks and things yeah. like that. So uh, guess who's talking to Honda about possibly getting a Ridgeline, a new Ridgeline? You? Yes. Okay. I saw the new one. Where? Uh, a picture of one, I should say. Sorry. Oh, well, then who cares? I've seen a ton of pictures. Um, I haven't seen any in the wild yet. Oh, I've seen. Okay, I take that back. I've seen one when I was getting a bike at American Honda oh. for us. There was one there. Okay. I just Why would you want... be going to Honda for anything? Well, because we have to go. We got parts and we got other bikes in the shop and Dirt Rider. Okay. Um, so Dirt Rider purposes. Yes. Okay. All right. um, I don't like the front end. It's carish. Yeah. Yeah, it's carish. Kind of femme in the front. Easy on that. It's just, I, it's carish. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, but you like it. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, there, I, and I, I don't know if Honda's, I don't know if Honda, I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about it. So I don't know that. A, I don't know if Honda's going to be able to do anything for me. B, I don't know if it's a good price or it's Did a they loaner. Give you a price? No, I don't know whether it's oh. a good price, a loaner, or, or anything. It probably would be a loaner. I would do that program. I'm supposed to, you know, obviously pump it up when I get it. Then Hell I, but, yeah. but am I supposed to tell people that I got it from Honda? Because then, of course, I'm going to pump it up. I don't know how this works. Hell All yeah. I know is that if it comes through, I'm going to be stoked. Okay. On a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the happiest you've ever been, you're getting a new Ridgeline. How, how stoked are you? 11. Really? Yeah, happier than when I even married Pookie. Pookie says, anything goes tonight. You can do whatever you want to me. Scale from 1 to 10. How stoked are you? A 9. Oh, Pookie. Speaking of, Pookie, come up here. Speaking of After Dark a little bit. Skippy, what's up, man? What up, man? What's up? Uh, actually, Keeper, where'd you, where'd you uh, lose your virginity at? Oh, good one. I lost oh, good my, one. I lost my virginity when I was 14, and it was my sister's friend. 14? Yeah. That check, seems yeah. early. Sister's friend. I was in the shower during the daytime, she walked in on accident. We didn't have locks in our in our house. She walked in. Oh yeah, on accident. And she's like, "Oh, sorry." And I'm like, "Oh." Okay, wait a minute. Was this in the hustler forum? Keeper that you read about? This no, listen like to me. Right. Thank right you. Thank you. Thank Relax. You. She was delivering pizza. No. And knocked on the door. <laughs> Check this out. So I'm in the shower. She sees my unit, and she's like, "Wow, it's not bad." And I was like, kind of shy because I never had a chick look at my unit. How old was she? Uh, she was a senior in high school. I don't know what that means. What? So, so yeah, 17. 17. 17. So okay. I was 14. I was a freshman. We don't, have that, we don't have that in Canada. We don't have, like, fresh. I don't know how, what that means. And, and she's like, hey, do you want a bone tonight? She said that. You straight up. She was kind of loose. My, my, my sister's friend is loose. <laughs> and uh, she was like, do you want a bone? And I'm like, hell yeah, I want a bone. I want to do this. So I built a fire. I built a fire at the house for the night. I set the tone because I was like, oh, man, I want to do it. Right? So... My mom went to bed. Everyone went to bed. She snuck out of 
you know, my sister's bedroom. I met her out in the living room. I laid a blanket down, a pillow, and I built a fire. And literally, I'm telling you right now. Okay, Skippy, wait. Uh, oh, fireplace or like a real fireplace? Fire? Yeah, 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 fireplace. Okay, right. So I built it all up. And uh, I swear to God, she got naked. I got naked. And it lasted, no lie, maybe a minute. I was so – all I thought about when what I was happens? inside of her was I just wanted to call my homies. <laughs> I just wanted to call my homies and tell her, I, guess what? I finally did it. I lost my virginity. I was so stoked. And I look back on it now, and out of all the women I've been with, that was probably one of the worst feeling Vs I've ever been with. How was she afterwards? She was fine? She's like, whatever uh, She didn't really say anything. Yeah, yeah. And I never had sex with her again. I think she was pretty <laughs> – Pretty sad. Did you ever see her again, though? Oh, yeah. She came over. And, of course, I fell in love with her, right? So I was so distraught that she didn't want to do it with me anymore because I was like, oh, I'm in love. I had sex, right? And I used to go inside my room. And I I used to listen to to Metallica. Nothing else matters in my bedroom. I was so fucked up. (laughs) Nothing else matters. I used to play that shit on... Shit on repeat because I was so fucked up. My dad's like, Why you listen to that song so much? And I was like, Ah, oh, dad, I just like that song. I didn't tell him I was boning the chicken. I was bummed out. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that was a, that's a good one, man. I, I actually lost my at the motocross track. I got lucky. At the track. Nice work. At the track, the doghouse, man. What? Doghouse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. At the, what yeah. kind of chick does that? That's gnarly. Dude, we were ripping pit bikes all day. Uh, you know, I, I, I was uh, pretty slow on the track, but I was a bad dude on the pit bike, right? So I kind of established myself. Here's the worst part. Remember when Transworld was doing the mullet hunter thing? Yeah. So I had the mullet going, but my hat was on backwards all day. So nobody knew. They just thought I had long hair. I kept my hat on the whole fucking time. That's awesome. It was epic. It was great. It was great. It was, it was good. Those so are good I, had times. To, I had to hear your perspective, bro. That's a good one. Yeah, no, that was my... I, I was so... Hey, I was a romantic guy. Like, I wanted to be with her. You know, you lose your virginity and you're like, oh, I'm going to be oh, with this chick. No. And I was emo. I was full-blown emo for Dude, a while. In the doghouse, though, like... <laughs> like, in the doghouse. Yeah, that's... Savage, man. Like, no, Swan is fancy. They got a bench and everything in there. Like, it was... It was it, you know, uh, if it was planned, it would have been pretty romantic, I guess. But, I, I, I mean... I don't know if you would ever... I, would you ever look at the real? <laughs> would you ever look at the doghouse the same again when you were lining up for your motos? Dude, I raced there like three weeks ago, and I was staring at it, just telling some pretty goofy stories to the buddies on the line. So plus twenty five classic, it's fun, but you know nobody really believes you. But it's like, what am I going to do? My freaking parents are sleeping in the race trailer, they're you know forty freaking feet away. What am I going to do? Like, hey, mom, dad, can you step up for a bit. Yeah, this was it. This is what I listened to. <laughs> All right, Skippy. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thank you. This brings back some memories, man. Dude, I think this chick's into me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to take a commercial break here. Tony Lessie coming up next on the the Pulpomex show. And uh, we'll come back. This is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. 
We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code Home Life 2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhaust, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook.
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race teams that rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit WorksConnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mechshow presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. We did not get to the NFAB question of the day, so we're going to let Skippy's question stand as far as when did Kiefer lose his virginity. There you go. Stan is the NFAB question of the day. What was her name? Christina. Oh, Christina. Have you ever told your sister that story? Oh, yeah. Actually, I hooked up a lot of my sister's friends, so it was fun. Oh, yeah? yeah. All right. Uh, sounds all right. Having a sister has its perks. Especially an older sister. Yeah. Younger sister gets gets freaky. Right. Uh, hey, WUSA, the choice of wheels for uh, the Red Bull KTM team, as well as JGR Yamaha. Uh, they've built wheels for seemingly half the teams in the pits, uh, TLD KTM as well. And uh, WUSA provides a great quality wheel, whether you want a Talon or a Kite, whether you want a complete wheel set, whether you want new rims for your bike. Uh, they'll work with you to either get you a complete wheel set or part and refresh your wheels you have on your bike now, or if you want a spare set. Kiefer, you've used these guys a lot for your project bikes? Most of the time, yeah. I yeah. used John and W, and they just built me a six set of uh, black DIDs with red carbon hubs. And What kind of hubs? Which ones? Uh, they are Talon. The Talon, yeah. The, They're badass. The high-end ones, bro. Yeah. So I'm going to put those on a project. And uh, and actually, what's cool, too, I just found out um, they make the covers for, like, the distance sprocket covers. They do. Darkside got a set. Yeah. Yeah. He hooked Talking it up. John down there. Uh, we give away a Fly Racing F2 carbon helmet, um, and we give away some Roost graphics and Roost uh, MX uh, T-shirts as well. So we will thank those guys for coming aboard. Guts Racing, the official seat foam seat base of a bunch of teams in the pits, including the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team, the RCH team. If you need your seat uh, refreshed, please use Guts Racing, uh, whether it's uh, a base, a foam, a cover. Um, a gripper cover or a non-gripper cover. They should really bring back those kind of covers. Remember the ones that had like uh, real thick, clear on the sides with graphics? You, put, you know, you sublink. Oh, right? yeah. And then you put staples right through them yeah. when you staple them. Right. The staple went right through them. Yeah. Yeah, they should bring back those. No. No. Those sucked balls. I hated those. But please, Guts Racing, uh, and you can use Pulp Mex code. Velcro covers. To, to they save have. money. Oh, yeah. Those are, I put them on. Do they sell those? Yeah. It's, it's the, they're slipped. The non- oh, I didn't know if they were just factory only. No. They're the non-slip covers, you know, pleated, but they have Velcro. I know. They're the, super, they're the best thing ever. It's badass. You would think it would come off, but it doesn't. No. no. I have one, I've had one on the Yamaha for eight months. Fine. Velcro. Velcro. Get rid of the staples, people. And uh, also, too, uh, uh, Blazer and myself for my two project bikes and Blazer's project bike, they've got foams for the old old bikes. And nothing, be, nothing is hammered shit, down yeah. like the foam. So please check out Guts Racing and Vortex Racing. You can save money at Vortex Racing. Heck, you can save money with half the uh, com- companies that uh, that sponsor our show. Pivot Works too. You're looking for some Pivot Works stuff. Use the code PulpMex16. You can save at Pivot Works. And uh, and we thank everybody for uh, coming on board tonight. Dean Wilson, David Pingree, Kenny Roxon, all on on show. And now next up, uh, a controversial figure in PulpMex show history. Uh, thanks to uh, Chris Kiefer for um, mending this bridge yes. uh, that was burnt. Uh, Kiefer has uh, has gone out like little dig dug and fixed this bridge up. <laughs> and uh, we're happy and welcome and, and pleased to bring on our next guest. Uh, welcome welcome back to the show, Tony Alessi. What's up, Tony? How are you? Hey, how's it going, Steve? Thanks a lot for having me on the show. No Appreciate problem. What, why would you come back on? I thought you didn't like us or the show or anymore. Well, and I'm happy. With you, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'll give you a straight answer on that, is that I never really used to listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I just used to hear about, you know, you know, Matt has said this or whatever, I, but I never really listened. Right. But this year, I I thought, you know what? I'm going to just, for the hell of it, I'm going to start listening to the show. 
And to be honest with you, the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. I'm like, you know, these guys, they're, they're right about a lot of stuff. They're on the money. And they, there's a lot of funny stuff that you guys talk about, and there's a lot of interesting material that's going on all, you know, every week mm-hmm. that you guys are covering that you're digging up and bringing it to light. And I'm a fan. I don't know yeah. what to say. I love it. I love it. There you go. See? I'm, I'm shocked. But no, thank you. We're not right about everything. I, I always say that. It's just our opinion a lot of times, and we're wrong. You know, we're not the end all and be all, but that's what we try to do. Exactly what you said. Uh, you know, give our listeners a little bit of what's going on in the pits and what's happening. And I will say the same thing that happens to me a lot of times, Tony, is people say, Hey, Mathis, I heard you said this. And I'm like, No. Did you listen? And they're like, No. But my man friend, my gear guy, told me you said this, and I'll be like, no, we did not say that. We said this. So I'm glad, you know, that's, that's happened to us. That Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's true because that's where I was, you know, years before. I didn't listen, you know, and people would come and say, man, this guy is saying all this stuff. And I'm like, it just makes you automatically have, you know, a bad opinion of somebody, you know. But huh. uh, like I said, yeah. over the last year, I've listened to it. It's like, man, these guys have their fingers on the pulse. You know, of motocross, yeah. you know, oh, so, and you. super crossing. Um, I enjoy, I enjoy so it. So what about when we use your drops, Tony, all the time? For well, me? I guess I deserved it. You go crazy on the Pulp Mech show, you know, you probably deserve <laughs> to get that. <laughs> at some, point, you know? some of them are really good. I got to be honest. <laughs> some of them are really good. Um, yeah, so. my, the, my mechanics in the shop, they never get tired of it. They laugh <laughs> every time, and they've been listening to, to me out in the shop for the last year. Um, hey, you go way back with, uh, with Kiefer, of course, um, and, uh, and a long time. You, you've known Kiefer for a long time. So he is a good, a valuable addition to the show. He knows his shit when he's testing bikes and, uh, and all that. And you guys are high-des buddies, so you and Kiefer go way back. Yeah, I, I, uh, I did a thing with him before with one of our bikes, 2012 MCR bike, and he gave it some pretty high ratings. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's cool because i mean he's ridden every bike and he's uh tested many many parts and for him to give such a high rating to our bike i i thought that was awesome and yeah he he does live in the high desert uh he's been around us you know for a while right. he's raced with, he raced with jeff just this i think this year sometime we were out at some local races or maybe that was last year so uh and then i saw chris over at comp edge and he had that fxr honda thing going on and that was pretty cool yeah um are you been bored? Congrats on the new addition to the family, yeah, by the way. Um, Mike's yeah. up in Canada riding outdoors. Uh, you've been a little bit bored, or has it been busy? Well, I have my amateur guys. Um, Cameron McAdoo, pretty pumped with that guy. He'll be number 81 at Loretta Lynn's. Mm-hmm. And Tanner Stack will be number 38. And Cole Tompkins will be number 69. So I've got my A, B, and C riders. And, you know, they keep me pretty busy. I, uh, I was actually out at the uh, – the boot camp that they were having at Club of Mex last week with the guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we had the race tech suspension out there going and getting the bikes dialed in and being ready for, you know, Loretta Lens. And uh, that was a lot of fun. You'd be surprised at how fast these amateur guys are. You know, yeah. they, they, they move, you know. Yeah, you know what? I don't keep up on it as much as I have, but someone told me, Wygant or somebody, and maybe it's your A guy, I'm not sure who it is, but one of your kids has got a future. He's, he's fast. Um I don't know which one it is. I buy McAdoo. McAdoo's McAdoo? really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it's McAdoo. We just got back from uh, Mammoth um, a few weeks ago, and he was uh, second pretty much in all of the classes. You know, there was only one kid that beat him, and uh, and he was coming from fourths and fifths when the kid was hole-shotting. And, 
And uh, but he's really um, a determined kid, you know. And and what I like is is that he's he's an older kid coming in, you know. Like usually they come in at sixteen or seventeen. He's coming in at like nineteen. Mm-hmm. And so that I like that. It's, it's a lot easier to work with those guys. They're more mature, you know, and and they uh, they know what they want. And so uh, pretty pumped with that whole thing. So you, okay, so actually, it sounds like Moto Concepts is full on, you know, uh, involved with these amateur guys. So you haven't been, you've been busy. You haven't been sitting on the couch. Oh no, I've been bu- I've been busy. We've been building bikes. I mean, because they all these kids ride cowies, so I had to go learn a whole new bike, and we had to build all new bikes, and it it's been uh, it's been busy, you know. So um, got them all up and running really good. Their bikes are good. The guys are happy. Um, I think Brandon down at Club MX has done a good job keeping those guys like super, you know, fit and riding and training. It's, it's boot camp down there. It's gnarly. It's 100 degrees and humid. Yeah. Is this something that like Moto Concepts is doing to like groom the amateurs so they can maybe get a ride on on the team for Supercross Motocross? Yeah, that's the idea. Um, when you're an A rider for Moto Concepts amateur team, it's written into your contract that if you win Loretta Lens you have a pro ride with our team. And that's not just a pro ride like, you know, some of those teams have. This is a mm-hmm. paying ride, you know, where you get paid to ride, you get bonuses, you get your travel money, you know. I mean, it's legit, you know. And and we treat those amateurs just like the pro team. I, we build their bikes the same way. We treat the guys the same way. Um, and, you know, the whole objective is to try to farm out some guys mm-hmm. um, of our own. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, we'll pick our own guys as they're younger and then move them through – the ranks, you know, because the guys that are there now are all getting kind of older, including my son, Mike. And so there has to be new blood, you know, and mm-hmm. that's the best way, I think, to find the new blood is this way. Um, what do you think of Mike's results up in Canada so far this year? Um, I think they're pretty much what it was I expected, you okay. know. I mean, I knew that I knew that he would be good on the hard pack tracks. Right. And on all of the hard pack tracks, he's been second. Um, he has three podiums um, on the hard pack tracks. And all the softer tracks, he's um, struggled pretty much, you know. And he mm-hmm. was like, uh, I think he's got a fifth and two sixths on the Since softer what, track. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think that that's, uh, you know, it's got to balance out, you know. So he's got a couple hard pack tracks coming up now. So mm-hmm. maybe he'll uh, get some points back. Um, but it's pretty much what I thought was what it would be. I'm surprised Davey's this good. We've had him on the show a couple times. I thought he would be good. Look, he's a world-class rider. He's like Mike. But I didn't think Davey would dominate this much. Are you surprised by that? No, not at all. From the beginning, I told Mike Mike and everybody that that guy's the fastest guy. Right. So it just depends on how it pans out during the season. You know, will Mm -hmm. he get get bored? Will he get tired of it? Will he get hurt? Get hurt, right, yeah. Yeah. You know, something, you know. if he doesn't, he's the fastest guy. He'll win all the races. You know what I'm saying? So um, you'll have to rely on some default, you know, for um, that to be. Well, he's, Gerke closed up some points this weekend. Davey, we had a bad weekend. So that thing's tightening up a little bit between everybody. So. Yeah, it's like under 30. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, got, you, have five, you have five guys that are all kind of a similar. They're older guys. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at Mike and Davey. They're the same age, 28. Gerke's 29. Medi is in his 30s. Yep, you know, Fabiati is uh, 29. Um, you're dealing with older, mature guys, you know, and they know how to race. They know how to go out there and get points and not fall down and not break their motorcycle. You know, mm-hmm. you're dealing with five really good guys. And Mike is on a two-year deal in Canada, correct? Yeah, two-year deal with Canada. Um, so he'll be riding there this year and next year. 
Um, I think he'll want to. I think he'll want to just do that all the time. I think he, he's he's getting along really good with the team. He enjoys it. Um, they like him. Uh, I think he likes that whole uh, whatever you know that you call it being like on a on a you know factory support team. Yeah, I think yeah. he he likes he likes it. You know. Do you think that the switch, you guys? I don't want to get into. I want to get into the switch from Suzuki's to Honda this year. But do you think? Like we were talking about, that's a hard. We were, that's we were talking about. That's kind of a hard deal. You ride uh, 17 weeks on a Honda, and uh, then you have to jump on a Cowie. Um, that probably didn't wasn't easy, I would guess. Or how did that go? Yeah, um, it's a totally different bike, right. Honda and a Kawasaki. The Honda is a really nice turning short bike that has really good bottom end, and I think the Cowie is more of a big long bike. Um, and it, it has uh, right. kind of like a mid-top engine, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. And so um, I think it works good on hard pack. You know, I just think in the, like, the soft dirt, I think they, they, uh, they, could, they could probably do a little more work and get it, get it working better there. But that will probably be something that they do next year, you know. Yeah, just with two weeks of testing. You know, these things just they, they don't – you need a lot more time. You know, with testing yeah. and everything else. But what are you going to do? So And Mike looks good on it. You know, I watched him, you know, before he left. And he even Mike even said, hey, I feel good. I like this bike. And yeah. when I watch him ride, he looks like, for me, to me, the Cowie looks like it fits him better on outdoor stuff. That's how I feel. I think he's super comfortable. As long as the dirt's hard, like hard pack, like if you're riding a Comp Edge or any of these tracks, you know, or those Western, you know, those Western Reginas and uh, Calgary. Like Calgary yeah. Reginas. Yeah. Nanaimo, I think he loves it, you know. I just think that he struggles a little bit when the dirt gets soft and softer, sandy, bumpy. I think he struggles a bit. Did you guys really switch from a Suzuki that you've been riding for years to the Honda partly because you're running out of parts? Was that what I heard or read or something? Was that true, or did you really just think the Honda was a better bike? No, no. I Here's how it went down. Um, Vince Freeze was actually riding a Honda 450. Right. He had his own bike, his own bike. And um, – so, I mean, I thought we had a pretty good bike with the Suzuki, and, I mean, Kiefer backed that up. And then then uh, Mike rode the Honda up at Airway Heights, which is in, like, uh, Genova's backyard. Mm-hmm. He rode it around a little bit. He came back, and he said, are you kidding me? Why haven't we been riding this bike, you know? And uh, and we just did it. And actually, when that year, you know, we were working uh, with Vince to just do those couple races, the one in Calgary and Washougal. Mm-hmm. So we did a little bit of work on his bike and got it dialed in. And uh, just Mike thought that it was just so much easier to ride and turn. And, and he, just, he just told me this bike is going to be really good for Supercross. And so uh, I said, okay, let's do it. We'll jump into Hondas. And we jumped into Hondas. And I thought it was a really good thing to, for us to do. The bikes are so high quality. You know, the Hondas are yeah. a super high quality bike. The parts last long. Um, they're efficient to operate, uh, and the guys, you know, I mean, honestly, the Honda has 10 horsepower less than the Suzuki that we were riding, and the guys like the bikes better, you know. Mm-hmm. They can ride them 20 laps without getting tired. They're still getting starts, you know. So, uh, I don't know, I think that it was a good choice. Yeah, second half of the Supercross season, the starts came back big time. I don't know if you guys changed something or was Mike getting more comfy, um, but, yeah. Yeah, Mike Mike changed over to doing third gear starts midway through the season. Okay. Um and ran a small tire, like a one ten on the back. Oh yeah. And that seemed that seemed to like be the turnaround for the starts. Yeah, absolutely. It was a big deal. Uh twenty seventeen, uh all signed up again, Moto Concepts, Mike and Free Freeze on Honda, same program. What's uh, what can you tell us? Is anything locked in? Um, none of the riders are signed yet. 
Um, and we have, I've been surprised at how many calls that we did get. We've been getting from, I mean, pretty significant guys, you know, calling, yeah. you know, yeah. lo- looking for possible spots. And so Genova said that the way we're going to handle it is we're going to let all the information come in. And then we're going to at the lake house on August 16th, we're going to sit down and we're going to evaluate all of the possibilities and pick the best possible team, the best fit. Uh-huh. Riders that will fit the team the best and the best, you know, the best team that we can make. That's what he said we're going to do, and so that's the plan. Well, we've been—if you've been listening to the show, we've been talking a lot. There's some really good guys that are going to be, you know, needing rides, and so you can get a guy, a good guy, for a fairly cheap. I think. I think that's going to how it's going to shake out. Yeah, our contracts are pretty straightforward. Um, basically, nobody gets a better contract than another guy. I mean, there's a there's basically a signing bonus. And then we have bonuses that go from first to 22nd place mm-hmm. um, that the riders can achieve at every race. So obviously if they're not feeling it that night and they don't want to take a risk, then they can get a worse result, but they get worse pay. You know right. what I'm saying? But right. if, they, if they're feeling good that night and they can go get a result, they're going to get good money. You know, and so uh, and also they get paid to show up. You know, for every event that they show up, they get paid. So right. our contract is the same. It's all based on the better you want to ride, the more you're going to get paid. If you don't want to ride good um, or miss, you know, five races, right. you're not going to make as much money. It's kind of like what Mitch Payton's been saying for years: put put a salary, a high salary, into results, and if you perform, you're going to make a shit ton of money. You know, exactly. Um, and if you and, don't, and we you know. don't. And Genova doesn't mind paying it. You know what I'm saying? If the guys are out there and they're getting good results, he's happy to pay the money. But, like, he, it, you don't feel good about paying good money, you know, up front to a guy, and then he rides around in 15th to 20th. You don't feel good about it, you know? Right. And so, to me, I think it's it's good for both the rider and it's good for the team. And is something you guys are going to stick with with Honda for next year, too, even with the, the, the supposed you know, change of the bike? Well, what I'm doing is is uh, – we're going to get the 17s when they come. I think they're going to be late is what I'm hearing. Um, so I'm going to have 16s up and running, built and ready to go because it's a proven bike. You know, the Honda is an awesome bike, you know. And so the goal is is try to make the 17 better than the 16. If we don't get there or we don't have enough time to get there because the bikes are late, then we're going to stay on the proven product, which is the 16. Yeah, you guys aren't scared to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, because you're not promoting a Honda per se. You're riding an MCR bike. So it's like, yeah, screw it. We like our 16s, you know? Yep. Uh, Skippy wants to talk, talk to you about starting technique. What's up, Skippy? We got a question for Tony? Tony, what's going on? Hey, Skippy, how are you? Chilling. Hey, uh, so I've always uh, been pretty decent starter, uh, obviously, uh not Mike Caliper, but a good starter. So I have a problem with uh, my rear end hopping uh, whenever I come across the gate, and I have a feeling it has to do with gate prep, how I prep the dirt. Do you recommend anything there? Um, if you're it's kind of a weird one, but if your back tire is hopping across the gate, it's probably are you running a loose or what are you running on the back? I'll say that again. What tube? What kind of tube are you running? Are you running a moose or are you running a heavy duty tube? Uh, actually, yeah, I'm running a heavy duty. Uh, I'm running a heavy duty tube on the uh, Michelin Darko Five. Yeah, what we did, if you can, you might look up the technology on it. It's called T-Lock, and what it is is they uh, they take away that need for a big tube or a moose, and it's got a Kevlar layer that goes inside and a, a super tall, small insert. And um, when we did videotaping, 
we saw the same thing. When you go across the gate, the back end kind of pops a little bit. But with a T-lock, it goes straight across the gate. It doesn't hop at all. Well, how really? Do you, how do you uh, how do you spell it? T lock is it T L O C or T L O C K or? It's T dash L O C K. You okay. can find it online. There you go, Scooby. All right, all right, sweet. Also, third third gear starts. Uh, depending on uh, you know where I am in Texas, um, sometimes it's hard pack, sometimes it's soft dirt. I find myself uh, you know bogging a little bit in third. Is uh, is that mapping or is that just me just being a squirrel or what is it? Um, I, I think it's all on how you set up your engine, your tire, your you know how far your wheel is, either forward or backward. All those things have factors, you know. Yeah, um, gearing. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, third gear starts for the average dude on a stock bike is not easy to pull. Yeah, stock bikes aren't going to pull that for you, man. Unless you're like 110 pounds. I'm only about a buck 45 though, on a 450. Yeah, I don't think it really matters on the weight. I think it's just the way the bike's geared and the engine's performance. You know, unless you know those guys are on. Specially built motors, gearing, everything. Yeah, so. I, I, yeah I, I used to pull third on 500s, but that was even tough. <laughs> right. So, uh, thanks, Gibby. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Next call for Tony. Uh, uh, Nathan, what's up, Nathan? What's going on? What's your question for Tony Alessi? Hey, gentlemen. Uh, Tony, good, good afternoon or good evening. Uh, hey, I was just wondering, when Mike and Jeff finally kind of sail into the sunset, are you going to continue to be – a team manager, or are you going to ride off with them, or where, where are you at on that? I'm really enjoying being a team manager. I, I love working with guys that are not my kids. It's so much easier. <laughs> I, uh, Wait, you just I mean, really Tony, you just mean working with somebody not Jeff. That's what you really mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a lot easier and more enjoyable, and so uh, I hope that I can do it as long as, I, as possible. Um, like I said, I mean, and I like this thing that we're doing with the amateurs. I, I hope I can do it, uh, you know, as long as, uh, as long as possible. Like I said, I love being around the sport. I love dirt bikes. I love racing. You know, I, I honestly can't think of anything else. I just enjoy it. You know, uh, uh, <clears throat> thanks, Nathan. Hey. Hi, thanks. Thank you. Um, so if you're going to put an MX donations team together, Tony, who, what three are you picking to go for us? Um, well, I'd like to see, uh, Tomac for sure. Um, cause he's got a lot of experience out there and, uh, probably, uh, I'm going to probably go with probably Savachi, you know, for, mm-hmm. for two fifty, And then I think you put Webb um, on the, the open bike. Great minds think alike. That's exactly what I said to Tony. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you did? Yeah. No. Well, I said either Savachi or Martin, whoever beats who. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the reason I like the reason I like Savachi is because obviously Mitch will be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Mitch has got a lot of experience with that whole uh, you know, motocross the nations. He's done it a lot of years. And so I think that they just have the tech technology, you know. I think they're gonna they're a better pick than the Yamaha guys. Not that there's anything wrong with the Yamaha guys, but yeah. I just think the, the pro circuit guys, I think they know more. You know, so, um, Tony, what's up with Jeff? What's his, what's he doing? Do you, do you know, what's his plan? Is he racing? Yeah, no, I do know. Jeff, uh, drove from Ohio to here to California recently because he couldn't get his bike to start. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we, got Shit. Bike, we got the bike, we got the bike running for him. And, uh, now he's back he's to Ohio. For, <laughs> no, 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 he's staying, he's staying down here. He's, he's down in Temecula, Paris area and he's, uh, coaching some kids. So, um, that's his gig. Uh, hey, he'll probably ride. 
he'll probably ride Supercross again because right. you know it doesn't it doesn't take any fitness or anything. He can just show up and ride one lap fast and then ride three laps fast in LCQ and almost make it. Dude, <laughs> I, we were talking about that all year. He was talented enough to do that. You could see he had he didn't have ten laps in him. Um, but hey, whatever. You're fast enough to get in. I guess that's what happens. You're talented enough to ride the bike, and it's amazing. So, and, so, and it's in reality, it's, it's just the only way that two things happen: one, that he makes a living, mm-hmm. and two, in his words, that he stays relevant so that he can keep coaching and make money. True. So yeah. Yeah. It proves to the other people that. that he can actually ride and be out there. Hey, I can make a main, so I can teach you. You know, I get it. Exactly. Um. Race Tech's a big part of our show, uh, Tony, and you, you, you've been back working with them a little bit and, uh, and all everything else. You've had Race Tech forever, geez, even since you guys were on the little bikes. Uh, great guys down there, and they've been a big help to us over the years, and I imagine a big help for you, to, for you too. Best move I ever made this year was going to Race Tech. Um, the guys that are there, Rob, Wyatt, um, Sydney, uh, anything that we need, they're on top of it. If we need testing days, they're there. Um, if we need stuff shipped to frickin' different countries, they're mm-hmm. handling it. They are absolutely awesome, and the stuff works so good. Yeah, and it's been it's been they've been in business a long time. They definitely know indoors, outdoors, you know everything else. So, um, Pulp Mex sixteen code saves the race tech. So we uh, yeah, it's cool. Like you walk in there, like to the the boss's room, Paul Feed, and he's got you know posters up there from uh, my uh, from Mike and Jeff when they were kids. So I was like, man, that's awesome, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, hey, Tony, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, interesting to catch up with you guys. I guess we'll see you hopefully at the races and then maybe with Mike and Freeze and maybe maybe a little surprise, um, either in a, you know either a Loretta Lynch champion or maybe one of these factory dudes that is looking for a ride. So it should be, should be interesting. Um, the, the drops will continue. I apologize. They're just too good, Tony. We've got to keep playing them. Uh, I, I know. Well, they're, like I said, they're deserved. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I my hey. guys will keep laughing out there in the shop. My mechanics, they, they love it. Oh, jeez. And, you know, and I know, too, like, I've been around Tony, and I, I get the same question all the time. Hey, you know, it's it, Tony's out there, the whole family, you know, but I've been behind the scenes and seen Mike. I've seen Tony. I've seen Jeff. And I've seen the process that Tony puts into Mike's career. Like, and a lot of people don't see that kind of shit. Um him getting up before the sun and watering the tracks and getting shit ready to go and have, you know, everything's dialed in when Mike gets there to go practice. And, you know, people think that's, that's not a real thing. And that's not a, it's, it's, it's a tough job to do day in and day out. It's just as tough as Mike getting up to ride. So there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people don't know about. You know, if you don't agree with some of the things I get it, but um, can't hate on someone that uh, busts their ass for their kids, you know? Yeah. You can never yeah. say Tony doesn't work hard. You can never, ever, ever. Right. Say that you're, they're not. Well, I, I can t- I can say this straight up. Since Mike has been at Club MX and he's been over there, and I don't have to do all of that stuff, I'm about fifty percent less crazy than I used to be. You know, so. <laughs> hey, it'll get you, man. That stress will fuck you up. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, cool. Well, hey, thank you. Thanks for coming out, uh, Kiefer. Thank you for. Yeah, no putting problem. the olive branch out and Tony coming on, and yeah. I think we learned something. We we found some information, and good luck at Loretta's with your kids uh, and all that. And uh, maybe we'll have you back on down the road to see what's going on once you guys kind of announce your team, and we'll see what's going on. So, perfect. Thanks again for having me on, Keeper. Thanks for all the good compliments about our bike that you rode and stuff. And no appreciate problem. everything you guys are doing. I think that the show is good, and it's 
it's uh, it's it's awesome. Like to you know, like if I have to go down to Temecula to listen, you know, to the archives, driving down. Mm-hmm. The guys listen to the shop. It's good. I hope you guys keep doing this for a long time. What 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 about when we have Villaman on? He starts just screaming and raging about air pressure and 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 trainers and and riders in the sport. I think it. I think it's entertaining. <laughs> Villaman is something else. He's he's great. Uh, all right. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Okay, my pleasure. Talk uh, to you guys soon. See yeah. Tony Leslie, everybody on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTO Sports. I was wrong. There you go. It wasn't so bad. Fly racing. Hey, fan of the show. Would you expect that? No. Right? I was shocked, too, when he called me on the way down to Paula. He's like, hey, Kiefer, and we both. He's like, I, I, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm like, excuse me? You're breaking up. I don't know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> so I'm like, really? He's like, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Huh? Who knew? Huh, that's good. Good for Tony. Sounds like everything's going good together. He's 50% less crazy. Yeah, and, you know, I kind of see that, too. Like, that's what I, you know, told you earlier. He just, I think he's mellowed out a lot, you know? Right. So. Right. Um, all right. Let's get into the. Uh, what do we want to? What do you want to do next? What do you want to do? What do you want to do over there, sir? Should I just hit it? Whatever you want to. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. BTO Sports KTM. They got Benny Bloss, Andrew Short, and Justin Brayton top three two weeks in a row. Uh, great guys at BTOSports.com. Call them. Tell them you're with the Pulp Mech Show. They will give you a discount on uh, all sorts of brands and uh, anything you need for your bike or body. They've got it. Great guys down there at BTOSports.com. And here's the questions submitted to at Pulp Mech Show. And Travis goes through them, picks the best ones. And uh, he asks Kiefer and I uh, what we think. So, again, call down to BTOSports.com. Tell me with Pulp Mex, and uh, they'll, save you, they'll save you some money. So let's do it, Trav. Okay. Uh, Wes Arts wants to know, would JGR be better off signing Weimer over maybe Phil or Weston? Weimer, Weimer's been getting, like, shit on by some people that I know. I don't like it. I don't Why? like it at all. Um, when I bring up... Explain shit on. What do you mean? Like, passed over? No, they're laying down and they're shitting on them. Oh. They're pooping all over them. Okay. Like, it's really gross. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. They have plexiglass over them at least? No, no, no. No, no, they're just shitting on them. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. No, um, like I bring, okay, so we're talking about riders and need rides. Yeah. Tickle, Brayton, Pike, Bogle, Dino, Weimer, and then these these guys, these assholes in the industry, go, blah, 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 Weimer, and I'm like, hmm. like, what do you mean? He got 10th in the points. Right. He had a nice comeback season. He's been hurt a few times. He hasn't done any outdoors, but just for the because he doesn't have a ride. But he's not like he's garbage. But all these jerk offs are like riding Weimer off in that group of guys, and I don't think you should. Hmm. I yeah, can, no, he did put some I really mean, good rides in. If you if you uh, if you want to say you want to hire Pike over Weimer, then great, I get it, no problem. But for these guys to express like absolute you know uh, horror that I put Weimer in that group, I think they're wrong. So. Yeah. So what was the question? Uh, would JGR be better off signing Weimer over Phil or Weston? No, Weimer sucks. <laughs> I'm, kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Look, Phil's going to do part-time, so no one wants to do that. You know, Phil literally, if there's no injuries, Phil is not racing So in Supercross. So, you know, that ride I don't think many people would want. Right, Kiefer? I kind of like that. Well, you do. I would If I was that kind of a rider, like those guys that you just said, I almost like that ride where you get a salary, 
you show up if someone gets hurt and you do this part-time thing and then you go race outdoors. And then chances are you're going to race more than you think because injuries yeah. are very prone. Yeah, no, Phil has gotten into over almost half the series, uh, half the races, right. two years in a row or whatever. Um, I don't think it's much money though. You don't think? I, don't, I mean, fifty I grand, sixty grand salary? Yeah, it's that much. Yeah. Okay, so you make okay. middle class life plus bonuses. You could you well, could, and your gear money and your gear and you could bust six figures racing a dirt bike. No, you're making six figures easy. Yeah, you are making. And six you're uh, eighth to twelfth place guy. Not bad. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I just do you think Weimer's in that group? Yeah. Kiefer? Uh, as a replacement? No, in the group of riders that I said, Brayton, Bogle, all those. Is Weimer in that group? I would say Brayton's better than those guys because Brayton's really good at Supercross. What about Bogle? I would say Bogle's a little bit better than Weimer. All right. And I would say Weimer, Pike, same area. What does your buddy Randy think? Does Randy think that? Randy, what do you think? Weimer's in that class? What? No, I don't think so. All right, Randy. We're not interested. Hold on. Let me ask you real quick, too. What? Is there any more of those kind of types of rides coming? Do you see other people doing that? No, because no one has that money to okay. waste other than JGR. They should, though. It's a great idea. It's a great idea yeah. if you have a dude to do that. Right. There's so many injuries in the sport. So. Okay. Uh, Tanner wants to know, Kiefer, what's worse, people leaving shopping carts out or air forks? <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's very, very close. Um, well, Pookie and I were discussing your, your, your video. Yeah. Are you hating on it? Pookie, come up here. Pookie, come up here. We'll get we'll we'll, we'll get this ha- handled here. But okay. Um, I missed the video. You did? Yeah. Where was it on? Instagram? It's on my Twitter. It's on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll wait for Pookie to come up. Here. Okay. Right. Um, I would say answer the question. Air forks, but very close second. The shopping cart situation. Does he just really hate when people leave their shopping carts and they don't put them in the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Very much. All right. Next question. All right. Uh, Greg wants to know how would you improve on-track TV coverage. Less commercials. I was Dude, at, I miss Southwick. And I get it. You got to pay the bills. I totally get it. I love it on TV, but good God, there's a lot of commercials. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're, that's probably what's necessary. Uh, it's hard to film a motocross race. There's so big of a track and so much going on. Like, what do you do? Uh, I think they do a good job of showing a lot of different dudes. Like, this weekend they were showing... Um, they're showing back Bloss. Bloss, and, yeah. and then Shorty uh, was around. Were they like McConaughey or somebody even? Somebody like that? Uh, no, they didn't show McConaughey Okay. This well, somebody they showed, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool for their sponsors. Yeah. Um, this, this week was less than other weeks. Other weeks have been really good going back in the pack. Right. Um, you can't look. All you assholes that talk about, like, um, uh, the, the different channels. What you, who's going to give motocross four hours in the in the uh, – in the afternoon. Nobody. Yeah, right. So you got to change channels. I'm just grateful. Whoopie yeah, exactly. You know what? Get on Apple TV. You can watch all four motos on there. And, uh, and the only thing I do wish is Mav TV was HD. That's the only thing I complain about. Everything else, fine. I don't yeah, care what channel no, it is. I, I watch it on ABC, NBC app, and yeah. it's all high def. But okay. yeah, my Mav TV is standard def, and it looks like it was filmed with a Nokia flip phone. Yeah. It is absolutely terrible. I'm watching the second motos. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even see that bump before. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, whatever. Change the channels. I don't care. Uh, less commercials, I guess. People go, hey, why is the Kawasaki track map on? It's sponsored. It's paid for. Yeah, so, everybody calm uh, down. Yeah, yeah. Relax. Yeah, calm down. We get to watch dirt Breathe. bikes. Right, exactly. Everybody chill so, out. All right, next question. Brad wants to know, uh, Steve, do you expect Ken Roxon will carry his current form into 2017 Supercross, or do you expect him to take some time wow. to adapt? Okay, listen, if he was on a Suzuki, yeah, I feel like it's on, you know? So... Pookie says she can't come up upstairs right now. She's busy. Well, we need to talk about the shopping cart situation because it's pissing me off. Oh, shit. 
You got so just real quick before you answer this. Okay. You think I'm in the wrong? Oh, give me the give me the reason why you think it's it's okay to leave it there. And is it, are you saying it's because this is what you do? It's not okay. I return the cards all the time. Okay. It's not okay, but I don't feel like it's worth the public shaming. They're not um uh they're not masturbating in a trench coat. You know, they shouldn't be I feel like it's not that big of a of a of a of an issue that they should be shamed and you should be that upset about it. Like like some people like older people or whatever, maybe they put the card up on the Okay, on the, on the I'm a situational type of guy. I get that. This chick was totally healthy, fine. Oh, you saw her yes. do it too? Yes, and was... I didn't film her. Okay, let me tell you the story. No, yeah, you filmed the, car, the truck. Right? She was, she, in this video, when she backed up, she got out. And she says, are you fucking filming me? I go, no, I'm filming the cart you left there in the fucking cart, and the rack's 20 feet away. That's what I'm filming. She walked out. In the middle of the deal, she didn't park her truck. She left it in park, walked the, the shopping cart all the way up to the grocery store, and racked it inside the store. Whoa! Okay? I left. I was like, okay, I'm done with this situation. <laughs> but before, I, she, she was barking at me as she was walking away, and I go, What's your, and I said, you know, you're fucking lazy. It's 20. And I got pissed. Yeah, Be I don't feel it's worth that. Because here's the reason okay. why. These people in the desert, they leave their shit out, right? The wind comes up, blows the carts away, and hits cars. And hits T-Bone's cars, Fs up the cars, Fs up trucks. I ain't down with that. Mm -hmm. It's right there. You're I 20 I, feet I, away. I does life. Okay. Okay. So after I yelled at her, I'm going down home. She's following me with the video camera out the window. How do you, I can hear her yelling. As I'm driving home, how do you like it getting videoed? And I'm just like, whatever, shopping carts. I'll give her a throw in the horns to her. I'm like, yeah, shopping carts. Oh, so this thing got like. Pissing her off more. So I was pissed. She got up on my rear end, so I brake checked the bitch. I went, Roar. she locked him up, Roar. and now she was filming. Her phone slipped out of her hand, and it went all over the street. And no. fucking broke her phone. I go, that's what you get, bitch, karma. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. This thing escalated. Well, I just don't got time for that kind of person. Like, if you're old and you got some disability, I, I get it. I'll, I'll rack it for you. Disability? Like, <laughs> Somebody get that drop. Disability? No, you said something else. Anyway, I'll rack it for you. I'm a situational guy. I see you. You're a healthy person. I'm not healthy, but yeah. You can't walk yeah. your ass 20 feet to the car? Yeah, that's a lot for me. But Bullshit. I just feel like, I know I do it, but I just, you you really like, you, you made this into the only thing. Only reason, like the guy. only reason why is because I see it constantly all the time. I didn't, I didn't account for the wind into the cars. That's what happens. And they and they leave it, and then they blow, and they roll down, get 10 mile an hour, boom, dent in the car. Okay. So anyway. Can I chime in? Yes. Am I allowed? Yes. What I don't understand is these people just walked around the grocery store shopping for how long, but then they won't do that extra, like Thank Keeper you. said, 20 feet to put the cart back. Yeah. No, listen, I, it's wrong, but I just feel like it's not like public shaming, like videoing wrong. And, and Kiefer almost had road rage, although her dropping her phone is pretty awesome. That was laughing my ass off. Yes, that's pretty good. Because when I brake checked so. her, she had her phone hanging out the window videoing me. <laughs> and then she tried to lock up and that bring her, her hand back in to grab the wheel, and it flew off. <laughs> I was like, yes. I, just, I don't feel like the shaming is necessary. You know, that's all. I don't it's think it's shaming. I think it's something that you do. So why are you ashamed of it? You should be like, yeah, I own it. I live my shopping cart there. I don't give a fuck. That's owning it. You ain't owning it. You got, you got pissed at me and racked it, and you went all the way up there. So she knew she did something wrong. It's very angry, dude. Who knew? All right, it next, was a key for PSA. Next question. God, before he starts losing it. Uh, Jordan wants to know if Cooper wins the nationals. Do you think he chooses number two? 
he said that. Somebody told me he said that, or someone said he said that. Uh, yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I think he picks two. What else is available? Two, eight, uh, seven, six. No, six is J. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> um, two, eight, nine available. I like nine. Nine's cool. I like eight. I don't like eight. Really? No. I always liked it when Langston had it on his Yamaha. It was, it was cool. Looks like a snowman. Exclusive interview with Langston coming up, by the way, uh, on Racer X. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, exclusive. Uh, Zane wants to know, how do you think Mitch feels about one of his wrenches writing what he wrote on the pit board Saturday? Seems like a little much. Yeah, we were talking about that on our Racer X podcast today. JT was upset about that. What is it? Was it the uh, really dude? Yeah, Savachi's mechanic oh, yeah, after he fell that. wrote really dude. And JT was like, that's a little harsh. Like, if that's my guy, I'm super pissed. Like, I didn't mean to fall, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, but I don't know their relationship. Maybe they're such buddies that that is okay to put. I would never put that with my guy because I know he's trying his balls off. You know, and I'm just sitting here boarding him. So I would never put that. But maybe Savachi's guy uh, and him have that. Uh, yeah, maybe they have a, a – he said, hey, put a trigger word out there for me and, and call me out if I'm doing I forget know? the guy's name. I know him. He's a good good, good dude. Uh, Not remember. Ian, right? Oh, I don't think it's Ian. Okay. Um, anyways, um, so, yeah, a little, little, little different for sure. All right. Uh, last one. Todd Martin wants to know, Kiefer, if you could improve one thing about Mathis, what would it be? <laughs> Ooh, let's see. Not my kissing technique on your wife, because that's perfect. Is it? Yes. Okay. Um, Didn't get to the kiss her today. Yeah, you like that? Oh. Um, I would say, honestly, for me, and I really wish he would do this, because it would make me very happy, would be um, him riding dirt bikes. I wish he rode dirt bikes. No, know, no we, one wants to ride dirt we bikes. We talk about dirt bikes all the time. I love riding. I love talking about them You too. love it too much. No. I mean, when we go home, I don't talk about it. You know, we talk about other shit. I don't talk you about 24-7. love dirt bikes. I love riding yes. dirt bikes. Yes, you do. Writing, no, not as yeah, much. Yeah. Riding <laughs> dirt bikes. You love it. But More than probably someone like you should. I love sharing my passion for riding with other people. And you obviously love dirt bikes, too. Don't say you don't. I think I did at one time. You do. <laughs> at some point. And I think it would actually help you a little bit if you rode some. I mean, mentally. I'm, it sucks to ride up here. It's okay. terrible. But what I'm saying, when I offer you, hey, what do you want to ride? I will offer you a, here's a bike. What do you want to ride? I'll get you whatever you want. You come down. It's like a factory ride. You, I'll get your bike. You ride. You can bail home. Yeah, that's true. I never thought of it that way. You know, you don't have to fucking wash I, them. You I, don't do shit. I do like Comp Edge. There you go. Still around? Still yes. Good? You come out on Full a... Full t- tabletops that I can jump? Yeah. You can come out. Bring- the uphill jump? Because the uphill double thing where you can go up and... And I'm sure other, your fans would love to see photos of you ripping around. Well, not really, because last time I rode pink, said it looked like Santa Claus. I had red gear on. They said it looks like Santa Claus is riding. I used so, to race pro before I started eating. And he, got, <laughs> he, he mocked me. So that is one thing I would like to change about Steve. I wish he rode. And get Pookie and Heather to hang out. They could be our pit tootsies. I like that. Right? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I had a bike when I lived in Cali. I was riding a lot. I had a bike when I was here. I was driving a Comp Edge in the morning, riding. I raced some World Vets a couple times. Um, That's the thing. Like, let's say. Let's you know say- what, though? Like, I crashed at, uh, at Mesquite near the end of my reign on the bike. I crashed at Mesquite, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to crash. I that sucks. I hit my head, my shoulder, road rash. I had probably a concussion. I remember I slept like a ton that night, and I was just like, I'd forgotten what that was like. I, I'd really not crashed since I stopped racing a lot, and then that was my first 
big crash. And I remember going, I don't want to do that. I do not like want to do that again. Right. That sucked. But the fun factor is still there for you, right? Yeah, I was having fun, but I was just like, man. So here's the thing. Like you started all this that we're sitting in because you rode. That's, that's it. You start. That's the point. You rode dirt bikes. That's why you're here. And now you kind of like left that alone, which I get because you're extremely busy, which I understand. You don't want to go ride dirt bikes when you talk about it. You don't even have time to do your podcast. Exactly. So I understand. But you hate money. Here we go again. Situational guy. I'm a situational guy. When did this come up tonight? Okay. Situational guy. Like if you have some. Were you situational with uh, with uh, Christina? Very situational. Okay. I was a vir- I was a virgin, so I went sixty seconds of virtual on her right there. <laughs> Listen to me. So, I just think it, okay. it. You should be more open to riding dirt bikes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Let Let me help you. Help me help. Help you. me help you. Right. Um, well, I would need a lot of that forearm strong stuff. Well, let's. I guarantee I'll, you. I'll have Heather lather it I up on you. How's soak that? Soak it in my in these in these things. What about him? Why don't you get on him? Because I'm here because of you. Yeah, but what about him? We'll work on him later. Let's work on you. He's a dune goon. <laughs> he jumps. He's Seth Henslow. He jumps shit. <laughs> I don't have big enough kickers in the spirit to satisfy this guy. <laughs> Maybe you could jump into a bunch of uh, uh, side-by-sides and Hold shit. Hold on. There, I think the fair is coming in the spirit. We need a sideshow. We can jump some cars and shit. Yeah, I'm on it. Dune goon. I'm on it. Um, all right. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. There's no outro. There isn't? No. Okay. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. At Pulp MX Show. Uh, get it going and hit us up, and we'll try to get the best ones on the air. And uh, thanks to the guys at BTO Sports. KTM, of course, always uh, great guys in helping us out. And anything you need for your bucket body, they got it. Tony Alessi, David Pingree, Kenny Rocks, and Dean Wilson. Good show tonight. Good good, good mix, Solid right? mix of dudes. Shorty. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Shorty. All right. Yeah, Shorty, Don't JT. forget about putting him on the Twitter thing. Shorty was on. Put, put him on the Twitter thing. Um, I already did. Okay. Yeah. What do we got? Uh, JGR check-in? Yeah. Yeah. JGR check-in because um, Johnny and I talk Air Forks, and Kiefer hates Air Forks, and maybe this will help change his mind a little bit, or maybe he'll have some comments on what Johnny has to say. Of course, NFAB, N-FAB.com, terrific guys, and uh, they support the sport, and you support the sport, support, and you should support them. And uh, and so this is the JGR check-in. Every week we kind of talk to a JGR member and, uh, and get into what um, – what went on at the race uh, with Johnny? I more wanted to talk about suspension and setup and that kind of stuff uh, to get into what he felt uh, uh, about Air Forks, and then we kind of talk about Millville a little bit and all that. So here's the here's the NFAB JGR check-in. Johnny Olner from JGR Olner, right? Why do I always screw that up? I don't know why. What is I'm it? Not sure. It's Oler. Oler. You know what? I used a lot to of guys call me Oiler. I used to work I with a guy spent shims and oil. Right. I used to work with a guy named Olner, and that's maybe that's where it comes in my head. Okay. That sounds Canadian. NFAB JGR check and NFAB yeah. Jeep truck and SUV parts. All right. Suspension guy for JGR. Here's the problem here at this track, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, my bike works really good in the sand whoops, Johnny. It's working so good, it's so perfect. But when I get over here on top of the hills, like the front end is too stiff, it wants to push. Uh, and as you, you just go, yeah. I mean, do you just tell them, hey, which do you want? Well, when isn't the answer I want firmer but plusher, you know, first of all. But uh, yeah, <laughs> good point, right? That is the challenge, having something stiff enough to resist the huge bumps, huge sand rollers and stuff, but then on the small chop, have it actually absorb that stuff and the yeah. wheels move freely over that. and. Uh, it's a that's a tough combination, and you know I think uh, the top guys are 
using a stiff setup that works good in all the big bumps, but they're kind of floating the bumps, you know. And okay. so I think they're they're changing their riding style to um, you know for the bike right. to help the bike yeah. really. Um, is this one of the more difficult tracks for you? Qu- difficult being a relative term, of course. Yeah. Uh, for setup. Yeah, 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 it's tough. Yeah. Um, I guess it, you know it's a new challenge every week, and we get through, you know each track offers such a different thing that you can never go home and test for what's upcoming. Yeah. And so you, a lot of times you take what you learned from the weekend and go testing with what you learned and try to make improvements for the previous weekend. Yeah. And a lot of times that's that's a good thing, but the practice tracks don't resemble these things. So a lot of times the the things you know you need at the national big bump tracks, you go home and you make the bike better for what those tracks would be but then they don't work at the home track so this one's tough because it does have the big jumps big sand rollers big downhills but a lot of weight on the slick yeah yeah hard slick corners uh, but a lot of little chop on the downhills in between the big bumps so yeah it's hard it's a hard combination to get the bikes to work good on the big g outs but then also absorb small chop and and breaking news next week's not any better not so much the big stuff but all day long complaints about tires complaints about grip all that right yeah that's a strange thing i I mean as a kid growing up i thought washugal's got such beautiful dirt yeah. it must just be chocolate cake mix loam it's got to just have such good traction and everybody's always said oh it's so slick there and you get there every year you have issues with traction yeah. and so there's a hard hard base I, you know what i said that today every track we go to that's that's the comment that there's a lot of soft stuff on top of the hard there, there's a hard base underneath it though yeah. and so um yeah well she's been southwick right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well that yeah. was right. those were, right. i heard those right. comments a lot actually yeah. it's along with the sand going away which is weird but uh, yeah, the hard base is coming up in there. So, uh, where are we at with Air Forks and Spring Forks? Like, seriously, I know you guys switched recently, but I, I don't mean in your team or your riders. They're all kooks, aren't they? Right? Man, it's tough. Uh, you know, as a team, we have to try to follow the wishes of the rider. Mm-hmm. And we have what's been allotted to us from the manufacturers, what they recommend, what they suggest. Or in some and cases, these what these teams buy. You know, they have to buy things. Like, it's, sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and, and, well, we have a lot of a lot of inventory of parts that we can either use or we have to scrap it and go back to old designs or go to newer designs yet. And so um, my opinion is that uh, the Air Fork, well, I think just like everybody says, it has some good features to it. Obviously, the number one being lightweight. But um, it, it has some restraints, though, as far as the valving character. And um, I think it's kind of funny because everybody blames the Air Fork. They, they say that the trait that it has is that the number one thing that makes it the problem is that the air heats up inside yeah. and changes the spring character, um, which it does happen. Uh, but a lot of us teams are using nitrogen, which... Well, nitrogen yeah, is still expensive. It, it yeah. does. Yeah. It does, but it's a little bit less. Yeah. And so... Um, a lot of times that's not actually the complaint that I get with an air fork is that it's it's changing. It's just that maybe the setting, we're not capable of getting the setting that works great in yeah. the big, large bumps and then the small chop, just like what we struggle with with spring forks. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. it's similar complaints on all that stuff. You know, it's a, it's a big happy medium. And spring forks, I think uh, they have a little bit easier oscillation of the wheel it can you can go up and down initiate its movement a little bit easier um air fork doesn't seem to be as able to do that but then again it it has a nice hold up to it um can get a nice firm feel out of it uh and it's light and so there's some goods and bads to both yeah, so you, the suspension guy, uh, you don't have a preference, uh, dyno-wise, action performance-wise. Do you think, uh, like, do you think eventually we'll all be on air? 
Ah, uh, boy. I think that the trend is going in the way of a, away from air. Yeah. Which is... But don't you feel like it's going to swing back around? It might. I mean, it's a bummer for me because it, it is swayed so heavily by certain riders. Yeah. And certain riders have a big voice. Yeah. And if they decide that I don't like that, um, you know, just sometimes changing yeah, yeah. is a big improvement. And, you know, we recall a few years ago when Trey went to the KYB Air Fork yeah. and started smoking everybody, um, it was a change. Yeah. You know, it was a change that he was excited about and he was happy with it. Then it kind of sways the other way. Yeah. I know my guy Thomas and Fab, we set him up with some Air Forks a few years ago. He said he loved them. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So, yeah, and then you know, Kenny comes off, you know, Kenny comes off first moto last week and said, "I'm the only guy running Air Forks, which really isn't that true, but and they cost me, you know, it's a heat of the moment thing. I'm sure he didn't mean to say that, but when those things happen, yeah. all of us and fans and me and everybody goes, ah, you know, yeah, yeah, exciting, huh? So, no, it, I mean. I'm sure riders would agree with this under their breath, but uh, you know, whenever they do great, the rider did great. Whenever they do poorly, the rider, the, the bike wasn't very good. So I mean, it, it's tough. His bike looks great, I think, and uh, he's making it work most of the time. Uh, but man, Tomac's pretty fast, so you know, I think that he just straight up got beat. And so I, I don't know. I don't think that's. Yeah. I don't think it's a good enough excuse. Honestly. No, I know, but that's what they say, and then that's what people. And that's he's the yeah. only one on him. Yeah, he says, yeah, and yeah. so that makes it something that he doesn't have you know something that he yeah. doesn't get yep. um it, that's why you know so i don't envy you bro it's yeah. a hard job it's suspension guy at this with the, with 450s nowadays you've got the you guys have the hardest job in the in the sport because uh yeah it, it's yeah. motors are good so yeah, yeah yeah it's uh it's easy to quantify a motor being fast or slow right. um it's really difficult to understand what the bike is doing and, and a lot of times my difficulty is the rider will be saying oh the bike's moving a lot which i always think okay the wheels are moving a lot in the stroke and so oh it must be too soft and yeah. too reboundy and so um you know that's maybe a direction i would go but when i start to put myself in the rider's shoes moving too much it's a lot of times the handlebars and the foot pegs mm-hmm. and a lot of times that can actually be, be that the suspension's not moving and then it's deflecting a yeah. lot so it's the exact opposite so uh translating what the riders say is the hugest part of it and um it's yeah it's not easy uh, i'm glad that we've already discussed that phil Filthy Phil is going to turn into a suspension guy after his career oh, of riding. Okay. So, pretty happy to, you know, let Start him, him, on the, yeah. him take over the reins. <laughs> well, hey, uh, all right, Johnny, thank you for this educational little interview. I think the air spring thing's fascinating to me and where we'll see. And I don't envy you to dealing with these guys. Um, don't forget the hybrid. Yeah, there's a hybrid show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with the with the yeah the spring. Do we know? Do we know anything about that? I I don't know. I can only speculate. You know, hybrid typically means a little bit of both. So um, I'd imagine there's a long and weak rate, or is it a short, tiny like? Again, I don't know. I, I only speculate that it's probably using maybe less air, a little bit more spring. Yeah. So you know, even the even the air forks, well, the KYB use a spring inside. Um, for the initial uh, chamber, for the, yeah. For the negative yeah. spring. And so um, it's not full-on air. And a lot of times guys think, oh, it's an air fork. There must not be any valving or oil in it. But there is all that stuff, yeah. too. You know, like we talk about a lot, it comes down to shims and oil. It really does. It really does. All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Steve. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks. <laughs> all right, buddy. NFAB, JGR. Check in with Johnny Oler. Suspension guru to the suspension guru to the JGR guys. What do you think, Kiever? Yeah, I mean, I understand what he's saying. He just said, you know, there's complaints about both. And about people saying it's mostly because the air change, like, yeah, that's, I think that's 40% of it. But my complaint is I can always find a good setting somehow with a spring fork, which with an air fork, I haven't, I haven't really found one. I'm like, this is something I could ride with every day. He was, 
I forget if he said it in the interview because I wasn't. Pay- I took my headphones off. Um, but he was telling me in the interview or after the interview that the initial plushness, yes, plushness right. of an air fork is a little harsh. The very, very first time yes. the fork compresses. Did he say that in the interview? No, but that makes sense. Okay. And I was saying to him, when you look at a slow motion, like bubble, uh, air bubble, or let's say a, a balloon or something filled with air, a pocket of a balloon, watching it burst, it initially resists. Like there is some... Like when you blow on it, it, it takes a minute to... And then it gets easier. Then it gets... like, Or if you're trying to break this air chamber, quote-unquote, break it with a, a for resistance, Force, yeah. there's a little bit of bend before the air plushness takes over. If you look at it and equate it to a bubble filled of air, right. if I may, maybe I'm... Way off, but Johnny seemed to agree with me a little bit. Where the, and that that initial resistance of that air pocket chamber I, is what you're feeling. I I agree with you. I think it's the same way blowing up a balloon. Like when you first stretch the balloon out and blow on it, you got to blow a little harder, and then once it's burst through, then it's easier. So um, yeah, you like that? Yeah. Um. So and that's what the KTM fork does the best out of all those air forks mm. is that initial touch moves it it actually moves so with the ktm fork with the wp aer fork it's it's a little soft feeling so i'm getting that's why i think okay i can deal with the soft feeling a little blow through and when i stiffen it up i still don't get that harshness with this fork right um the the seals for an air fork are pretty gnarly right and that's all resistance too. That's right. all a drag, right? Initially, yep. and so seals are people don't understand that too. When you go to an aftermarket seal or some seals, well, the seals know, that the factory teams are using are yeah, right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, let's say you have an OEM bike and you go get yourself a, a, a different aftermarket seal, whatever brand. Some have more stiction, you know. Some are don't have as much stiction, but they don't last. Mm-hmm. Yamaha is very well known for having fork seals that don't last. Like I always get blown fork seals more so on any other bike. Right. So, uh, all right, buddy. Yeah, that's uh, that's the NFAB JGR check-in and fabcom Jeep, truck, and SUV parts. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. A little bit of air suspension talk. A little bit of suspension talk with Johnny. Now the JGR guys went from air to spring uh, to reduce arm pump, and they seem to be working now. Uh, Cooper Webb went to air. Jmart went to spring. Alex is on spring. Uh, it's all, all the PC guys are on air. Yeah, I give up. Yeah, it's just feeling. You know. Roxon's on spring. Or Tomek's on spring. Roxon's on air. Yeah. I Wilbur mean, tickle or not Wilbur Bowers tickle have hybrid show of air. Right. Good luck, everybody. Speaking of tickle and, and Pike, Pike's okay, I guess. Right. That's scary, huh? Dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I think he, he was up talking in the. He was in the manager's tower with me in a second moto watching the race. So. Right. Yeah, his hand was, bandaged up, but yeah. That was bad. Yeah, not good. Okay. What do you think happened there? Well, a scrub gone wrong? No. It, there was a rut uh, inside. You got the inside turn, and there's a rut going all the way from the corner up the face. And yeah. I, his weight got countered. So he was coming out of the rut. He was going up the face. He, he pinned it, tried to jump it, and he just hooked a, you know exit stage right. And kind of everything hooked right yeah. going up the face, and then Tickle was already there. So I thought maybe he was trying to like scrub it or something, you know? No, his weight got off because he gassed it, and his weight got pulled to one side. So, mm-hmm. uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts, Racetech Suspension, Vortex Racing. Tony, a good thing to say about Racetech. 
right. down there. Yeah. Uh, Vortex Racing X-Pron goggles, hot cams, gear alloy. Thanks to Shorty for picking up on the gear alloy. Uh, cold call. Works Connection. Uh, what more can you say about the folks at Works Connection? From starting devices to stands to guards to skid plates. Works Connection. Oh, and also Perches. the perch. Yeah, they, they practically invented the, the, the quick, uh, quick adjust perch. Um, Atlas neck brace, uh, great neck brace. Dean Wilson uses Atlas neck brace. He was on the show earlier tonight. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please check them out. FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, two under. You have two unders? Yep. Yep, they're great. You yeah, like they're it? great. Running them? Soft, yeah. yeah. Joey Pouch, bro. Uh, number two, UNDR, use the code to get the best men's underwear out there. On uh, PulpMexShow.com, all the sponsored deals on there. All right, uh, uh, 702-586-757, calling timely voicemail. Uh, these are the best of the best that was uh, the week, including a very calm and rational crazy lady. Let's do it, Trav. Mathis, just listening to the archives and show's awesome. Everything about Southwick, Keith Johnson, Eli. Yeah, could have been a little bit brighter of an interview. Anyways, I like uh, everything I like Tom awesome, uh, except when you played those songs. Uh, no disrespect to Pookie, she's awesome, but I just wanted to stab my eye with a dagger when I heard that second song. Absolute garbage. Uh, like I said, no disrespect to Pook, she's awesome, but... Please don't ever, ever, ever play that song again. Pook Nation. Mathis just called. Uh, I stand corrected. Found out that that Minnesota song was Eddie Ray's. That song never, ever play again. Minnesota song. It was bad. It was some rap song about Eddie was so excited to play it. Because of Martin and Millville and all that, you yeah, know? Yeah. It was just a feeling in Minnesota. What was I? Soundgarden? Oh, wait. I turned to... Oh, my. Right. Sorry. It was like cold in Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. It's cold like Minnesota. It's cold like, cold Min- like Minnesota. Cold like, cold like like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Oh. So, I don't know. He was so pumped to play it, though. And it was Pookie's birthday last week, and we promised we'd give her all the songs. And Eddie insisted on taking one song, and it was oh, terrible. Oh, man. You can't be doing that. Uh, she was nice enough to give it to him. Oh, okay. So she, That's yeah. cool. Thanks. Yeah, I was listen, listening to the show last week, and uh, y'all talking about how y'all think Webb most likely has this title wrapped up, barring this. Y'all, y'all just think that he has this title wrapped up pretty easily now. Well, I, I mean, I think I'd agree. He's bright and solid, but don't y'all think they've been playing hot potato with this uh, points lead the entire season? I mean, it went from Savachi to Alex and Savachi tied. I think. Alex got had it one time, and then went back to Savachi, and then now went to Cooper. Like, I don't know. I think anything can happen. Well, obviously anything can happen, but I wouldn't stamp it just yet that Cooper's got this thing. He's got. I don't think he's got this thing handled yet. He's just. There's been too much uh, crazy things going on with bikes breaking and crashes, and I don't know. I wouldn't stamp Cooper yet, but. If you got to place your bet on somebody, I guess it would be him. He is riding great right now. I don't know what y'all think. Well, the guy kind of agrees with us. Says we we don't know. Then he says, I agree with you. So, Webb's got it. I mean, he's almost 40-point lead. Cooper's got it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I know what he's saying. His worst, his worst finish is going to be a third. 
And I know it bounced around between Savachi and, and, and J-Mart and A-Mart and all that, but Coop's now on a roll. You can see, like, Savachi just looks flat. You can tell, like, when you said that, when I heard you earlier in the show, it says, oh, he's getting tired and getting worn down. You could see it in his writing. Yeah. Yeah, he made a comment to me uh, before we interviewed him. He said, I don't know how the fourth you guys do it. Right. Meaning 29 races. Well, you can see it. Like, he, when earlier in the year, he was poppy, real aggressive and out of the box. Like, you could just tell there's not mm-hmm. a lot of uh, in it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, okay. When we say Webb's, we think Webb's going to win. It could go sideways. We're not, like, saying it's absolutely no chance, but it looks really good for Cooper Webb right now. So. Well, there's more chance of someone else winning in the 250F class versus someone winning in the 450 class yeah. besides Roxon. Yo, Steve. Um, just wondering who you thought might be the fastest person you've ever seen go through the Millville Sand Hoops. Uh Appreciate it. Ricky Carmichael, I think. Maybe Stu. One of those two guys. Travis Preston. No. No? No. Stu or Carmichael. Okay. Maybe Tim Ferry. Pastrana? What about Pastrana? No. No? No. Okay. Because he wasn't on 454 strokes, so. Yeah. Uh, Stu's a bad dude in the sand. So was Ricky. They were both bad dudes in the sand. Florida guys, of course. So, uh, one of those guys. Or Tim Ferry. motherfucking rude. Uh, I think he's my new favorite co-host other than you. Oh, he's the badass. He's driving the Benny Bloss. You're my favorite co-host. And, uh, you said that last I week. Would I would definitely it. like to ride shotgun. Got to go for the tall guy. My question is, okay, so you got Bogle, Baggett, Brayton, and all these guys, you know, looking for a 450 ride and 150 grand or whatever they're going to get. He's beating these guys. Why is he not in this conversation? If I'm a team, I hire him because there's more upside. So that's my theory. I don't know why he's not in that conversation. He should not go to a 250 class. I agree with Eddie. That is a bad move. He's too big. He's going to lower his stock. Stay in the 450. Even if he has to take no money, stay on a 450. Uh, I'm also six foot four. 250s don't work for us. Even if he could ride it faster, he can't race it because he can't get the start. He can't make passes. You need that extra power. So, anyway, killing it, guys. Thanks for all the content. Oh, this is Chris Cooksey. Later. Um, I mean, yeah, Bloss is killing it right now. You can't pick Bloss over Bogle and Dean Wilson and Brayton on a hunch that he's got upside in Supercross. Like, let's see what he can do. Right. He didn't have great finishes in 250. I just, no. yes, I agree. Boss is looking good, but he needs another year or two on a quote-unquote B team before you can look at him ahead of those dudes that, that he named. Right? 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 Absolutely. Okay. Like he was on uh, Rock River or something, that'd be fine. Yeah. Rock River's keeping Tommy Hahn next year. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Good luck with that. And Will? I don't know what Wilbur's going to do. Do you know? No, but I was watching something with him and Don, and, and someone asked him, hey, do you think you and Tommy are going to be on the same team next year? And he's like, honestly, I don't think so. So, whatever that means. Yeah. Right. Hey, it's Jeff Mercer, your number one fan. Look, I thought you was on my flight the other day. I had a Stephen Mathis. I went back and looked. It turned out to be a skinny guy from Chicago, so it obviously wasn't you. Creepy that the pilot, I guess, he's a pilot, right? Coming back to look at a guy? 
That's the. This is the pilot. This is a pilot. Yeah, he said he got. He thought, he thought I was on his flight. Oh my god. It was a skinny guy from Chicago. Well, maybe he wasn't a pilot. He was just on the flight. How would he know? That's, yes, he matters. That's true. The pilot gets a list, right? Of, got it. But if you, I mean, if you're a pilot, and you're like stumbling back, trying to find this guy. That's cool. No, it's not cool. Just fly the plane. Just. Sponsor the show. <laughs> listen to the sponsors. Listen to the sponsors. Listen to the show. Sponsor the sponsors. Yeah. Fly, fly the plane. And we're all good. <laughs> but the reason I call is uh, Eli Tomac. I've been listening to your show all week, and you haven't picked Eli Tomac to to win this week. I mean, at Millville. I mean, no. what I saw at Southwick looked like 2015, those first, first five motos where he was just incredible. Him going through that right-hand turn – where your uh, the other guy said that he uh, actually moved the earth, I could see that the, the guy is back. He is going one one, and when he goes one one, I want you to play this at the beginning of the show. If he goes uh, two six, forget I called. Thanks. Uh, I, I mean, I got to admit though, like Jeff said. We didn't say Tomac would win this weekend at Millville. We said it's a very good track for him. He beat Rocks in there two years ago. Um, he's going to be really close to Kenny. This Same. is what we said. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't. So I was wrong. I thought it would be closer. I'm not, I didn't, I'm not surprised Kenny won, but if you told me that Eli had a five- to six-second lead in the first moto and Kenny destroyed him, and in the second moto, Kenny passed him mid-pack in, or top ten and then – Destroyed him again. I'd be like, no, that's not going to happen. Not off Tomac's one-one. Right. You know. Does Muscan beat Tomac this weekend? No. 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 I think Tomac gets it back together. But good track for Muscan. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, very good track for Muscan. So I can see I can see Marv back on the podium. All right. Very easy. All right. I just have a little rant. I have to. I have to. Have to let off. You get off my chest here. Osborne, I'm watching the first 250 moto. Osborne's bike rear is locked up, and they're just forcing it forward. I don't know what's happening, but often you just roll the bike backwards. It's, I mean, it sounds simple because it is. You roll it backwards. It got wedged in there going forward. You roll the thing. You know, you guys know this. I just want to yell about it. I just had to get it off my chest. What are these people? Maybe I'm wrong, but you should look into it. Give me, give me some results on what and why, and please, bye. Uh, I did look into it. They were rolling it backwards. Maybe they didn't show that on TV, but they were trying to roll it backwards. But Kiefer, I don't know how much stuff was stuck in there, but... Was it in the counter shaft sprocket yeah, stuff? Yeah, okay. but it would, like, roll and lock, roll, lock. Like, I'm like, how much stuff is in there? Like, oh, my God. Just dirt and rock? Yeah. Nothing wrong in- internally? No. Hmm. And then his battery was dead. Somehow his battery malfunctioned. So he got up, couldn't start it from the battery. Yeah, you're done. You don't got a Kickstarter on there. No. Right. So they would have to push it, but they couldn't even get the roll. So. Fuck. Yeah. Poor Zach this year. Yeah. Well, the good news is he's back in the class next year. <laughs> yeah, and he's got, a, he's got a contract for next year? Yeah, yeah. He signed up with those guys again. Oh, man. So he's a favorite again. A guy sent me a tweet. Uh, his name on his stand is spelt wrong. Is it? And Zach's like, yeah, yeah. It's been like that for a People while. People always put... O S B O U R N E. Yeah, that's what it is. It's O U R N E. Yeah, instead of O R. But uh, yeah. So, anyways. Hey, what's up, Paul? Um, I was just wondering what in the hell NBC was thinking by putting the Nitro World Games and the 450s on at the same time, and I'm, the 250s might be on at the same time too, but. 
that's ridiculous because a lot of the people that would be watching the motocross would be watching the world games and vice versa. So they need to they need to they need to hire me as their marketing manager or something so I can pick the schedule. But love I'm this just guy right here. What the hell they were thinking? NBC is doing some stupid shit this year. Appreciate it. No, uh, I guess I agree. I didn't watch the Nitro thing. Did you? No. Okay. Did you watch it? Some of it. Okay. But not during Robbie. Not live. No. Robbie. Okay. No, Frankie. <laughs> Frankie. Um, I don't even remember his real name. Anymore. See, that's what I mean. It goes around. Uh yeah, I, I watched more. I, I didn't know it was on a different deal. I don't know. Whatever. I didn't know it was even televised. NitroCircus.com, everybody. Please check them out. The Extreme Games. So. But I heard some gnarly shit went down though. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it, right? Those guys are nuts. I've, those shows are great. Uh, they're fantastic. If they're coming to your area, and I think they're in Nebraska this weekend, get to it, man. All right. They're fantastic. They're great to watch. Hey, I got a quick thing. Yeah. Our special guest editor issue. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to have. We like, about who this. would you like to have as a Timmy guest? Timmy Ferry. Okay, besides Tim Ferry. Who Nick, do you think would be a. Nick Way. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, but third choice. Uh, Timmy Ferry. We're going to have Wyndham. Is that a good one? Oh. Yeah, Timmy's better, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he wanted. He said no problem. He's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, he's working. <laughs> they haven't got a hold of him yet. Oh. Well, I'm like, let me help you do that. I can get a hold of him. You're not going to have him then. You don't think so? Uh, he won't do it. He won't? No, I thought you I thought you were announcing it like you had him. Completed. No, they're going to ask him if he wanted to do he it. He ain't going to do it. Really? No, we, can, uh, we can't call him. We could have, though. Fuck. I don't think he does it. Because he's why? Just over it? Just, yeah. Yeah. He's Kevin Windham. Too much shit going on. Right. He probably doesn't even really know that much right now. Right. I don't think he's up to date. Like, I think he's just doing his deal. Okay. That's good to know. Um, Nick Way would be great, though. Nick would be good. I never thought about great. Nick. No, for sure. Even though Nick's not a, like, big, huge name. Whoa. No, you know what I mean. Whoa. Are you kidding Nick's me? on that. Wow. That, Dick, that, Dick Kiefer is no, back. No, no, no. Dick Kiefer is Nick's back. had a great career, but you, you, I mean, you're looking at the elite level guy you want as a guest editor, you know? So. Right. Yeah, a lot of Malcolm, Ricky, Ricky Johnson. Those were our past. What the fuck are you doing? Those are our past, you know, guest editors. So Malcolm Smith. Yeah, dude. Way to be relevant. We're not working on that. We're not worried about that. It's, it's nothing really relevant. Ricky wasn't really relevant back then either. He was already retired. Guys in the chat room, eat dick, Kiefer. <laughs> he said, sprinkle the dick. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's ah. Uh, all right, let's go. Hi, um, Mike Hudson has to pick up some people. Uh, anybody, Wea or Tom or John LeClaire being um, tortured by um, the mayor. Um, yeah, uh, Pottery Baron is fighting with me, and um, Ty Warner and I and a bunch of people are trying to get some more food and people are picking people up including the Zen and Tea Company so I hope everybody can get a hold of everybody and um, have a nice day uh, I'll call back because it's too summery for me in this house I'd rather be outside by crazy lady wow. calm and gentle on her meds I think that not was... sure what she's fighting with Pottery Barn, pottery barn but that was deep yeah no I know I hear you huh. man steward I'm glad he plays 10th in the first moto. He looked good. And blisters are gnarly. I've rode with blisters, too. And yeah, no, Kiefer said they're fun. He's got a baby, so he hasn't been riding that much. I'm just glad he didn't get hurt. So 
Uh, next race, build on that. Finish both motos. Mm-hmm. I see an upswing here. Yeah. Some some people don't. Hey, so. just wondering real, <laughs> wondering real quick if you. Uh, hopefully, you can answer this on the air today. <clears throat> um, did you know about Jeff Emig going to Husqvarna being the brand ambassador before he came on and started doing your fly racing shows with you? Um, just kind of curious if you know if you knew something like that, were able to hold it in, keep the secret or whatnot. Um, it's just. I thought it was weird. I wondered what was going to happen next. Why, why, you know, Jeff Emmett would be coming on your show and, you know, for an hour of his time, uh, once a week. So just curious if you kind of knew about the inner workings of it, um, what kind of goes into stuff like that. And, um, you know, I guess kind of how much other stuff do you know and, and have to keep secrets and, you know, keep things, uh, quiet for a while. So, uh, touch on that a little bit. That'd be great. Thanks. Let me just tell you, Steve knows a lot that he doesn't tell you guys. He tells me so much shit on the break. Like. Stop it. <laughs> I do know stuff that I don't talk about. The Fro thing, uh, I knew about the week before he came on the show, but I didn't know any of the Husky brand ambassador. That's kind of, I mean. No, I didn't. Yeah. I just, when I saw that, I was like, that's weird. A little bit weird, yeah. Whatever you got to do to make some money, I guess. Um, Fro, uh, he comes on half an hour on the Fly Racing Motor. He's been great on the Fly Racing Motor 60 show. I paid him for his time, though. So I paid him because I thought that that show would benefit from instead of just hearing Weege and JT and the same kind of people. I want to get somebody different. We hear a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys here on the Pulp Show or the Racer X show. So let's spice it up. And what better to do it with Fro? So I paid him some money. He comes on for half an hour every Thursday. And, uh, and we love having him on there. And the brand ambassador thing, I just knew the week before. I just kept it quiet just because. So. Is he pretty good on the show? He's good. Yep. Good. He's really good. Yeah. He enjoys doing it too, which I think is cool. So that's half the battle, right? Yeah. As you know, Steven, yeah, you keep going on about this, uh, having a call in the BTO, uh, to get the discount. Um, but what's the, what's their reasoning with, uh, not having the code accessible to use online. You think with how successful it's been for them, they would make it as easy as possible, but you have to call in, you know, it's just kind of an extra step that's, a little bit annoying. So, yeah, just wondering what the reasoning is for not having the code available online. Enlighten us. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody complained um, about the code. And, I mean, but so then I said to BTO, well, why don't you just, you know, you're not, not all brands let you do it, right? Let you put online code discounts. So I said to them, well, that's fine. They can't complain about brands that don't have a minimum advertised price policy, MAP it's called. So just use the discount online for brands that you're allowed to. And I said, that way the guys can, people can still use it online because why bother calling? And they couldn't give me an answer. So I wasn't so pumped on that right? because people got to call now. They're great guys. They've been supportive of our show for six years. They supported a shit ton of stuff I do. I don't understand why you got to call in, but I guess it's better than nothing, right? Calling in. Yeah. What I didn't like is they, they gave me a bonus this year. If I'm, They cut some of my pay okay. and said you can make some of it up despite having incredible numbers. They, they restructured a bit. So they said, probably shouldn't be talking about this, but whatever. They said uh, 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 you can make some of your money back with a, a new customer bonus. And I said, okay, I'll shoot for that. That's awesome. Well, now then they changed the set. They said, they said you know, halfway through the year. You got to call in now instead of using the code, and that kind of kind of effed it. Kind of effed my bonus, right? Because the code won't be used as much because I don't think people will call in right. as much. 
These are just to go tit tat tat on the car. Absolutely. Right. Who wants to call in in this day and age? I don't. Nobody. I go on shop online all the time. I would never call in. Beat it. Right. I'm busy. The only thing I'm calling is like sex phone lines. That's it. That's the only person I'm calling. Right. I'm not calling online stores. No. So I don't really know. It's a really confusing thing, and I'm going to try to change it for you people. I'm going to try to work on it for our listeners to get them back to using the code. I love the guys at BTO. Like I said, six years now we've been doing this, and you guys use the code, and, and, and you got BTO a shit ton of sales, and that's helped us, and it's helped us keep it going. And uh, in order to pay Travis's huge salary and get Kiefer here and everything else, uh, Seven Deuce Deuce is flying in next week. That all helps. But I don't know why they changed it. I don't know. I'm going to try to work on it, everybody. There. Now they're probably going to fire me. Hope you're happy. Clipped. Hey, Mathis. Hey, guys. I had a question listening to the Millville review, talking about the word of the day. Wondering if you could throw in maybe more of a sentence, but see if Weege can ask maybe if, is that guy drunk? Maybe let's try to throw something like that in, or is that reaching too far? All right, guys. It's kind of like derogatory. Yeah, 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 can't, yeah, exactly. If, if there's a guy on screen and that's the guy that Weed says and that guy calls NBC. And the word this week is smoke-free patio. This one, this yeah, week. Yeah, Washugo. He has, to, he has to get the word smoke-free patio. Who comes up with these words? We do. Just you and Weed? And JT. Okay. Yeah. If you have a word, let me know. Text me. Yeah. Yeah. I never do. Okay. So, uh, all right, 702-586-PULP. Call and leave a voicemail anytime, and those are the best of the best that was this week, of course. And uh, and I, I apologize to the guy that talked about Stu and Happy. Kiefer, Kiefer wants to find you and beat you up. He's, he does not like your opinion. So, um, Kiefer, somebody in the chat room said, when are you racing in Canada? You're not. No. It's over. I got, it didn't happen. I got clipped. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, so. I got, honestly, like, had some snags with GDR Honda and stuff, and had some snags here with testing, so it just wasn't going to work out. Obviously, everybody Have knows. you seen GDR Honda's results lately? They've been snagging a lot. Yeah, They could have used a guy like you up there. Right. I'll start looking at the results. I think I'm going What's up with Fasciati? I don't know. I don't know. Fifth? He's, he's fifth. on his home tracks. Sixth, yeah. Those guys are good. You know? So is Colton. Cole seems to be doing good. That's your guy, right? Who? Canadian. Who? Thompson. 250F. He's dominating, yeah. But yeah, anyway, I just good I just, job, Cole Thompson, for dicking over Team Canada for the MXDN. By the way, that's great. Too busy here at home, can't go. And dicking over Donk, something happened with Donk. Yeah, what's up with Donk? Does Donk still have the same number? Because I texted him, it's not. No, he's well. He changed it a while ago. It's the same number though. Uh, I need to get working it. for Metcalf. Yeah, oh, I was going to ask him something, and he never got back to me. That's not like. Oh wow, rockstarring you, Donk. Yeah, Donkey Rockstarry. Yeah. So, is that the voicemails? Is that it? Okay, seven zero two five eight six. All call anytime. Uh, we appreciate the btosports.com tweet. Travis segment was fantastic. The X Brand goggles segment was phenomenal. The JGR check it and JGR question of the day was just amaze balls. The race tech email segment blew my wig back. And we thank you everybody for listening uh, on this night. Uh, Kenny Rocks and Dean Wilson, Pingree, and Tony Alessi. Shorty. Shorty. Will we will we have Tony back on? Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. He's been good. Um, all right. So, Kiefer, before we wrap it up here on the show. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Remember that song? Yeah. What is? Who was that? Who was that? Um, Rap, oh, the the free, the, 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 oh, I had it. The Thunderbirds. Something Thunderbirds or something. Thunderbirds? I thought it was like um, Magna- Finn Lizzie. No. No? 
Wrap it up. up. Take I'll take it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not Thin Lizzy. No, it's like the Fabulous Thunderbirds. The Fabulous Thunderbirds. Seems like a Canadian band. Google that. You know what? It might be April Wine. Of what? It might, it might be April Wine. April Wine? Yeah. I don't think so. They're a Canadian band. They're great. Really? Yeah. You ever heard of them? No. You've heard of them. Robbie's heard of them. Robbie's heard of them. <laughs> they opened for. St oh, hold on. They opened for Sticks. Yes. Dude, they're, they're like a rock band, and Sticks is like not a rock band. Yep. Sticks is LA. It's a weird like. Like nineteen eighty, eighty one. Oh yeah. Sticks was good, right? Come on, Just, guy. Well, yeah, but April Wine isn't the Sticks thing. I'm gonna Google this real quick. So, Wrap it up. Uh, what, what's going on over there? What are you doing? Talking? What? what talking like that for like a half hour? It was a. It was a love call. A, a, a Key for the dark? No, it was for me. Your wife? Oh. No, side chick. Good. Side chick. <laughs> Travis has side chicks you got calling your, your him. Your bay. God, I don't ever use that word. Bae. I was using it for a while. You bay were? On two. I was. Bay on oh, two. So bay on bad. two. No. All right, uh, Kiefer. Yes, sir. I mean, the first thing that comes to your mind when I read you these sponsors. All right, are you ready? I don't do good at this, but okay. BTOsports.com. Uh, code. Fly racing. Uh, light hydrogen. A and Fab Jeep and truck parts. Rails. Race tech suspension. Spring fork. Vortex racing. Sprockets. X-Brown goggles. Uh, three foam. Layer. Four layer. Four, lo four foam. Layer. <laughs> it's like you're with Christina. You're all rattled. Uh, hot cams. Uh, power. Gear alloy. Wheels. Works connection. Frame guards. Mission Starcross 5. Easy mounting. Atlas neck brace. Safety. FMF racing. Bottom end. Bottom end. Bottom end. Oh, wow. You want some bottom end? You buy an FMF gnarly pipe. You want top end? Buy an FMF rev. fatty. Oh, rev. A rev. They got a rev, yeah. It was, the was, it was gnarly rev and, and... Fatty was just their metal. Their, their, the yeah. overall good one. Yeah. Right. Uh, w wheels. Carbon hubs. Guts racing. Velcro seat covers. KTMPartsExpress.com. Orange Brigade. Roost Graphics. Shrouds. Two Under. Ballsack. Nitro Circus. Blips. Thanks to KTMPartsExpress.com for getting the Heath Harrison all squared out. We got him a $500 gift card from KTMPartsExpress.com. Heath Harrison looks like Landry from Friday Night Lights. That's what I decided. I ran into this guy at the Roadhouse, Texas Roadhouse, on Friday in Rochester. Waiting for a table for Wygan. He was meeting me. Uh -huh. And the guy goes like, hey, Mathis. And I'm like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, how you doing? I'm like, good. He's like, what'd you do to Barsha? I don't know who this guy is. Right. He goes, what'd you do to Barsha? I'm like, why? He's like, well, we're at the track today. And he told Wygan to tell you to go fuck yourself. And I'm like, huh, I don't know. Whatever. He's just bullshitting. I go, whatever. And the guy was Heath Harrison. I'd never seen him. I don't know what he looks like. Oh, so you're like... <laughs> I'm just talking to the guy like a fan. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then he tells me this Barsha thing, and I'm like, whatever, and I made some derogatory comment back about Barsha. And then I saw him the next day, and I'm like, dude, I didn't know you were you. I don't know what you look like. Oh. So then we we talked it out or whatever, but... Wrote down. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know. what he, I saw him on the track, but I don't know what Red he Red-haired kid. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't, I don't know. So... Anyways, we figured it out. Number 99. He'll be a lot lower next year, bro. Yeah, he's doing great. It's too bad because he runs it in honor of Gretzky. So it's a real shame. Yeah, I heard that. I heard his interview. He doesn't know who the fuck Gretzky is. No, no. He's from Arkansas or Alabama <laughs> or something. Uh, all but right, he, everybody. Uh, thanks to our guest, Andrew Short. 
Yes. Kenny Roxon, Dean Wilson, David Pingree, Antonio Lessi, and JT, and Randy Richardson. Tony Lessie. The, the Pingree thing was good. He ran a Michelin front. We laughed yes. very hard. There. We will run that as an ad. There's a lot of right. bad shit that yeah. went through that, but it was a yeah, great time. It, it was good. Ping, ping, <laughs> ping is gold. Uh, next week, the Seven Deuce Deuce is up, and he's racing Washougal, so it'll be. And, yeah, his brother, too. So both. And ones. his disc is dropping. Oh. Heat. It's called Heat? Heat. It's called Heat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Heat, uh, heat one, I think. Heat one. That's there it. Uh, thanks He's to, thanks to Swisscore for his work on the show. Thanks to uh, Moser for those questions. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening. Um, thanks, Travis. Appreciate your hard work. Thanks, Always Travis. a pleasure. That's a great job. Thank you. Get busy on that app. Um, okay. Are we going to need testers or we got to handle? Uh, I got a good list going. We, okay. had, we had plenty of feedback. So All All right. Thanks, Pookie, for the cookies. Thanks, Pookie, for yes, everything thank she you, does. Pookie. Yep. Pookie. Uh, thanks to Randy here. Yep, Randy and Jeff. Janky Ned. Thank you. Ned. Yeah. <laughs> Janky Ned. I like that. I like how his name Ned. Just, Ned, that's a gay name. No, Ned's cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, I hate that one guy. Uh, and thanks, Kiefer, as always, thank you for coming up. Thank you for uh, having me. I love me. having it. Dirt Rider, DirtRider.com, Kiefer Inc. Also, Kiefer Inc. at gmail.com if you've got a question for Kiefer. No, not Gmail. Oh. Hotmail. Kiefer Inc. at Hotmail. Hotmail. He'll answer anything. I don't answer everything. People are usually nice on the emails. They, they're they very appreciative, and I appreciate that. Thank you that's for how the, I'll answer you. Thank you for the, Chris, the Christina story tonight. No problem. Building a fire. Yep. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. <laughs> Good job. You got a key for after dark question. Uh, call in, leave a message, and uh, we'll get it handled next time you're up. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks very much. We'll see you next Monday with the 7 Deuce Deuce. Wee's out. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.